tonight we have another episode of Get Bessos, the tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny's escape from pur- purgatory, escape from purgatory, and return to Earth to exact vengeance on Jeff Bessos, founder of Amazon.com, and the man who destroyed their retail empires. Older episodes can be found at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash getbesos, G-E-T-B-E-S-O-S. When we last left off, we left off two last episode, R.W. was stuck on a desert island with Jeff Bessos. And it looks like they escaped. Episode before that, a bunch of crazy stuff happened. So I don't know where we're going to pick up this week, but I do know we're going to continue the tale of Get Bessos. And when we open tonight, James Cashpenny is just rubbing his eyes as he awakes. But unlike his buddy R.W. last episode, who awoke on a beach with a placid view of moon and water, James looks around and he sees nothing but red, sandy rock far as the eye could see. He sees he's in some kind of canyon, red dust, red sky. Red sky, and he doesn't know if it's morning, so sailors should take warning, or if it's night, and sailors should be filled with delight. But he gets up, dusts himself off, and he sees lying next to him, somehow still able to drool onto the sandy floor, is uh, Hans Zimmer Gorbelly, who is no, does not look like um, the evil scientist that he that we suspect we may, that he may be, but he looks like a lumberjack, a spry, healthy lumberjack. And James goes ahead and pats him on the... Jay, uh, Gorbelli, Gorbelli, wake up. Oh, okay. Gorbelli, Gorbelli, wake up, buddy, buddy. Oh, 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 what the heck? Okay, um... I need a, okay, give me a two-drag load of a ball bearings, okay. Um, I can't for my, I'm so tired, I can't remember what size is the ball. I love millimeters, the two-millimeter ones, I think. Okay, I go back to, no, Hans, Hans, it's, it's, it's James, it's James, wake up, man. Oh, 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 no, you, it's you. And, and Gorbelli sits up, he sees James, and he kind of, oh, you throw me into hell, man. Oh, 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 okay. I have, we're falling. Oh, we stopped falling. Okay. Yeah, we, don't worry, man. Don't worry. We stopped falling. Yeah. Oh, so, what, what, what the, everything is red. It's dusty and red and it's so hot. So hot. Oh, okay. I guess we're in hell, huh? Yeah. Remember? We, uh, saved Mother Nature's life. Well, I saved Mother Nature. I guess I didn't save her. Either I saved the world and Mother Nature and Miss Bessos, Angela. Maybe I, I didn't save anyone's life. I just did a little bit of a help help clear up her ear problem. But either way, we're in hell. Huh? Why'd you bring me? What'd you do? Why'd I bring you? Dude, you're the hell expert. Of course, that's why I brought you with me. Um, And I don't know what the heck you've been up to with, with R.W., 
And I, I, I need to know what I need. I don't trust you. Okay, man. That's why you're here with us. Oh, man, you trust. You don't trust me. Look at me. I'm a lumberjack. I'm like Paul Bunyan. Okay. I, you know, I didn't you hear my story about the trench warfare? I'm an American hero. German, Italian, American hero. Oh, my people bleed blood just like yours. Listen, Gorbelli. I need to get to the bottom of what the hell you've been up to with hell. You've had us on these strange missions, you know, capturing flappers and putting trackers on people that made deals with the devil, all that stuff. All right. I want to know what the heck you're up to. So you, why didn't you just ask? Why'd you prove me in the hell? I don't know. I don't have any way of getting. Remember, you call. I called you last time. I was at my command center. I don't have even a a way to get a hold with my people. That was all in my car. I don't have a communicator or anything. So we're stuck down here. I told. I don't. I don't think it's easy to get out of hell. That's what I was telling you. Oh man, but it, I could collect a lot of good stuff down here. This would be really. It's going to be fascinating. Looking around, it's, I'm surprised it's so empty. I mean, where are we? Like the empty canyons? Are you sure we're in the hell, man? I'm not sure of anything. But I, I need to know. Okay. I, 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 I gotta get some water, man. It's parched down here. Dude, Gorbelli, we're in hell. Alright, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to sacrifice here, man. Okay. But I'm not telling, I'm not gonna tell you any of my, you're gonna tell me your plans. Well, what are you going to do? Beat me up in hell? Kill me? We're both dead anyway. Yeah, but how come I have my body, but you have... You're a lumberjack. I, I don't think you're a... How do you know I was not a lumberjack? How do you know I was not a strapping lumberjack guy? You know? You think I'm some skinny scientist with glasses and balding head and mustache looking like... uh a guide of the Sunday comics, probably, to you. And I have a comic where I live with my cat, and I drink coffee, and I have a sweater that is fraying, and that's what I'm working on. I, that's my dream is to have a Sunday comic. But now it's like they're gone, man. And, like, the, the comics, they're a dying industry, like the whole print industry. Gorbelli, is, so is that why you're you're invading hell for a new Oh, yeah, a comic about hell. Isn't there already one, though, Life in Hell, Matt Groening? He's like Simpsons guy. He would crush me. And uh, that had bun. That was a funny one. I, oh, yeah, I like that one. I used to read that when I was uh, in the purgatory, too. Okay. Let's just let's start walking towards the end of this. See, see, see that uh, spot of darkness there? I bet you this canyon turns. So they start walking down this canyon. And they're just walking and talking, you know, doing a little walking and talking. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so you want to hear more about my comic? No, no, I, wanna, I don't want to hear anything about your Because I got a lot of, I've been working on it. So it's like this guy, like I said, he's got a mustache. He's, okay, Gorbelli, I think you're trying to do some cognitive dissonance here because we're in hell. And I'm sure it's stressful, stressful for me, but even though I've been here. But we're not going to get anywhere, in, like, we're not going to come to grip. I'm not going to come to grips with things in hell until I know, like, let's say the devil shows up, and then he wants to know what the hell you've been up to in hell. 
and he's going to be grilling me. I need, I, need to, I need to know what you've been up to. Well, I'm not going to tell you. Because you, the whole deal was your body wants to get missiles. He says, uh, Hans, buddy, get me out of purgatory and get me down to Earth so I can get this missiles character. And he sa- I say, well, okay, we're friends, but, you know, I bring you a newspaper every day. And, you know, we pay for that with a barter system. Can't tell you, but we have a deal. But I say, what you going to do for me? I need, I have favors to do in Earth. So I, I, you, I, you do these favors for me. Oh, Hans, no worry, man. Uh, I get it all done. Oh, you do, you jackal. Uh, I get it all done. All done. That's how I talk, you know? He said, well, my buddy James coming with me, my best friend. He say that too, just so you know. He said, oh, my best friend. Well, you know, he's a, he's a, he's an incaboo, blah, 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 you know. And then he say, um, you know, he help, uh, and we do whatever his words, we do whatever you ask, just as long as I get pesos. And to me, I say, I have your word, RW, your word is good to me. I said, yes. I said, what about this guy, this James guy, because I have no deals with him. And he said, I put my life on the line for him and my pride and everything. So you're going to do your friend dirty now. I, 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 you guys didn't even get everything done. I, I had more jobs to, to do. And Freddie Sprague is now, I don't know where he is, in the chopper. And I'm in hell. And I needed him to get some stuff in order. Hans, I'm going to be straight with you. We're in hell. I have the horn of Jethro and a devil's bite into my possession. You have nothing. So you might be alone. I'll just ditch you in hell if you don't, if, you, if you're going to be like this. We can either work together, but I don't know to trust you to work together because we're supposed to be working together already. You're making my point for me. I, why can't you tell me, okay, man, I, I try to explain it to you. The thing is, it's not that I don't want to. It's that it's complicated stuff. You see, I'm like a mega mind kind of guy, and a lot of the stuff I la- if I lay it on you, it's going to blow your mind because it's theories, and I'm putting theories to work in the real world to test them out. Like, uh, you show me a guy that was like, okay, you you could show me a few people, but show me like someone, you know. That you know that said, hey, I'm in purgatory. I don't think I'm going to stay here. I think I'm going to get a way out and go. And if somebody else wants to pay me in a lot of uh, whatever, you know, I get them out to go kill a, a, a guy down on earth or torture him, whatever you perverts were going to do to this guy. Who, who do you know that's been up to that? Well, no. I mean, you are very Twilight Zone. I'm not like Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone stuff, you don't know anything about the Twilight Zone, bro. Because the Twilight Zone is more chaotic. I have a plan. Twilight Zone is different than me, okay? It is like something more that a happening to the protagonists than just simply an antagonist. But it's antagonist. Okay, where's... Hans, okay, what, okay, man, um, we're almost at the end of this canyon here, so, so, you know, 
don't you think it's strange that we could get out of purgatory? Don't you think? I mean, do you know that while I was still alive, I don't know if RW told you, not so proud of these, but right before when I was getting older, one of the last things I worked on was for this evil store owner. Huh, fancy that. Another guy. Now, he owned a little bit lower level store below the J.C. Penny and Sears level. Similar. It was called Isles Mart. Okay? It was very discount oriented. Like very lower, you know, whatever. Let's not, we don't crap on other people's demographics they sell to. But the store was always looking to maximize efficiency. And so I create for this guy. I say, you know, well, let's not get into the evil scientist part, but I have a machine. It captures souls right after they die. And I could take the machine and import the soul into the worker. And that would increase efficiency. Then I discover there is a signature, uh, like wavelength, is the way I put it for you to understand it, that I could detect in this post-death zone I've discovered. And I could pluck out celebrity or famous souls. Believe it or not, their, 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 their souls have a little signature wave in there, a little, little, little wavelength that I could tell. So I pluck them out and I inject them into their workers and increase efficiency even more. The workers just be better at their jobs. And just create a big to-do and it all blow up because I, I bring in Jeff K after he died, Jeff K Jr. And I also bring in Princess Diana and then Dory if I had, and then I, I mistake because I testing it at this one store. I bring them all to the same store and I put a, you know, die. I, 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 it was a test. It was a beta. They would call it now. And she ended up being management. Dory ended up being custodial. Jeff K. Jr., he working on the floor of the store, stuck boy. Somehow they team up. It's a, it made it into a famous Broadway musical, you know. I don't know if you know. Who Hans, you're killing me, man. Um, so, okay, to sum it up, the rules of heaven and hell are not so black and white. You know, this is a gray area, and I'm trying to test out things with the future coming, and I have bad feeling about future for humanity. So I'm going to create a nice, safe place for the living, what close to the dead, maybe. So they carve it out and say, hey, you want to live here? It's much safer. It's warmer. We have power. Wait, so you're going to let living people move into hell? No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just going to borrow some of the resources from, from hell. Theory. This is theory, bro. Not a, not, I, I have not implemented this plan because I need to talk to Freddie Sprague. He, electric torsion is going to be necessary because of the distances and there's a lot of this inner travel of, you won't understand, bro. You don't, and if I get into the philosophy of good and evil, you know, it's going to melt your brain. I know you good guy. And you have a heart. So do you, re- you got it? Okay. Do- I have no idea. So, okay. I need you to be honest with me about this Hans Zimmer Corbelli. Are you, like, if you, if it's not black and white, 
how evil is your plan on a grayscale? I mean, that depends on who you ask. You ask the devil, he's going to say it's evil, very evil. You ask the big guy, you know, the, the creator, we'll say, or whoever's running the paradise, supposed. None of us been there, bro. Uh, I haven't got no postcards from heaven, if you if you hear me. And I have some friends that were pretty nice people. But uh, he not probably not like it because I'm toying with, like, say you have a Tinker Toy. You play with Tinker Toys or whatever. Okay, not, not important. And then I change it around and I make it better. But then everybody want to play with your toy because it's so awesome. You'd be like, one, mad at me for changing, and two, you know, and then no one, no, everyone would forget it was you. Yeah, but I don't think you're dealing with, I, I think you're saying I'm the one that doesn't understand. I don't think you, I don't, you can't, this isn't stuff to toy with. Okay, bro, we're at the edge of this canyon, and it has this, oh, look at this view. So they go to the edge of this canyon, and they're at the top of this cliff, and they have this breathtaking view down this cliff into this huge chasmous room. I mean, obviously they're in some sort of underground chamber. We're talking like you're standing at the top of Yosemite looking down into the Yosemite Valley from Glacier Point. And I'll try to put that in the show notes so you guys get a view, but it's the hell version. And so, but in the valley floor, they can see what seems to be a village and there seems to be a lot of activity. Uh, what is, is that like? It looks like a city. And it's like people streaming in and out of there. And they're kind of looking at each other. And then they see a slowly a path that slowly meanders down there. And they start to take the path. And they get, you know, boop, 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 boop. Time passes. And they get, start to get down to the bottom of the path. And. Then they see it is a town, and it's kind of like a shanty town, but it looks like there's human beings going in and out of this town, and they seem to be going off in groups and coming back to the town in groups, and people seem to be, I mean, at least from the distance that the me, Hans, and JC are looking at it, like people seem to be genuinely like, happy when they're coming in. And even when they're going out, they're, like, saying bye to people. And it's just weird. And it's like, okay, are we definitely in hell? And that's what the guy, like, yo, buddy, what is going on, man? Like, uh, do you think this is really hell or what? And James like, I don't know, man. This is totally bizarre. I mean, these are people. I don't know. And they're going off in these groups. Get a town. Maybe we should just walk in. No, no, man. We can't ask. You, you, you go on some kind of red. I mean, this is hell, bro. We've not been discovered. We're in hell. If we get caught down here, I mean, who knows? Who we. I don't think your little horn and your Biden are going to stop all of the forces of hell. And who knows? These might be like, these people might be devils. They just look like you and me. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? This might be where they make the colony. Colonial people, you know, and I'm not talking about people churning butter. I'm talking about maybe these people are going out and colonizing like the the devils of the earth back in the day, you know, creating, you know, taking over countries and 
and torturing and being mean. You know, are you making some sort of social economic historical point about colonization? Oh, sorry, no. I was just uh, speculating about interstellar space travel. But this could be anything is what I'm saying. We just can't walk in there. We got to, what if we like grab somebody like that's by themselves and then ax them? So they hide for a while uh, just off the main drag into this town. And finally they see this one guy walking all by himself. James sneaks up behind him, grabs him around his neck, and they drag him off and back into back off the beaten path. They get him, and he's struggling and fighting, and, and they, they grab him, and then they use the Biden to shock him a couple times into submission, and then they get him on the ground up against a rock, and James gives the Biden to Gorbelli, and he has the horn of Jethro, and he says, listen, man, I don't know, don't say anything. If you scream, this is the horn of Jethro. Do you know what the horn of Jethro is? And the guy goes, no, and he goes, What's well, some sort of like divine instrument that if I blow it and aim it at you, you'll I think you'll cease to ever exist. So it'll like vaporize you or something really bad. And this is a Biden. So first, you know what a Biden is? The guy shakes that. We're going to poke you with this a lot before we vaporize you. So are you going to scream? And the guy shakes his head no. And so James takes his hand off his mouth. And the guy's like, wait, wait. What do you guys want? What do you do? What, who, who are you? What, what, what? The guys, who, who are we? I'm James Cash Penny, and this is uh, Hans Zimmer Gorbelli. Who are you? The guy's like, my name's R- Richard. He's like, okay, Richard? Well, who are you, Richard? Well, uh, Richard, King Richard. I was one of the kings. You know, like King Richard the Fourth or the Fifth or something? Yeah, I can't remember. I was one of those King Richards. You know, they wrote plays about me and stuff. But I've been in hell forever, bro. I mean, with all people, like, from whatever generation. What are you guys, Americans? Yes, I'm American, man. I'm good American. I'm German-Italian-American. American. Born and raised. You don't sound like it. This guy sounds like he's from, like, what are you, from Hamilton or something? Somewhere in the Midwest, aren't you? Yeah, I'm James Cash Penny, bro. Um, yeah. So you're one of the. You're a king. Well, I was a king. Now I'm just a worker. What do you mean worker? Well, I'm a worker. I'm on work duty. What was work 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 duty? Work duty. You haven't like we are you guys like not from hell or something? <laughs> yeah. Bro, we're not from hell. We, uh, we're, um, we're on a fact-finding mission from heaven. You can't tell anybody about this. Yes, yeah, so we're uh, heaven guys. We're from heaven, and uh, we're, some communicators broke down in heaven, and so we're doing some surveys down. Oh, wait, you guys are from heaven. We've been, we've been waiting for you. You got the, you got the. We've been writing you letters in the dirt and thinking, and then leaving them. Like, dear God, and then we'd take letters or we'd write them to people we thought that were in heaven. It's really tragic stuff. But, yeah, we've been writing. You finally got it. No, well, we didn't get your – like I said, the communicators, the, the the way we used to monitor hell from heaven is not working anymore due to some complications. I just Let's just say that. And um, the big guy sent us down here. 
on a secret mission. So this is a secret mission Hans and I are on. And yeah, we're, uh, in find out what's been going on in hell because it's been a while since we've, we've done one of these kind of inspections. Wait, so you don't have the tech, you need technology in heaven? I thought you could just, well, okay, smart guy. What, what are work, you need workers in hell? Uh, well, yeah, we, I guess they do. I, I don't remember when they started, but at some point you started pulling people out of hell and then you become a worker and you get sent, you get sent on work duty. So let's say like me, um, before the remodel, I was in a, I don't want to say what circle of hell, I was in one of the murder circle. Like, like, let's say me, I'm, so, I'm down here for murder. All right. I murdered a bunch of people, I guess. I don't remember it. I've been, been here, but so usually most of the time I'm serving for murder and I don't know, as soon as they pull you out of the hell part of hell, you kind of forget. So I, I know it's really bad. Like I can feel thinking about it. And then they put you to work, like doing hell stuff. Now, we're not devils or little devils, but, you know, we do stuff like, you know, we just do uh, different stuff down in hell, logistical stuff. Okay, man, I got lots of questions about this. Well, well, wouldn't... Doesn't God know about all this? Okay, bro. We're, we're on a fact-finding mission. We're part of a, uh, a committee, and that's part of another committee. So we're not big, important guys, okay? We're just down here fact-finding. And they saw this news to us, right, James? Yeah, this is bizarre. So this is the first we're getting news that uh, hell has workers, this is just confusing. Like, so you, yeah, the, I mean, you guys, this hell's huge. I mean, think about all the people that are getting sentenced down here. And it's constantly people coming in and no one's going out, uh, according to, but now that you guys are here, maybe it's true. Because what happened was, as soon as they started letting us work, like when we work our shifts, when we're done, we have like time to sleep. And to do stuff, a little bit of spare time. And we're not in our our circles of health suffering. So it's it's almost like a reprieve. We never know how long we're going to work. It could be some people go to work for two days and then got to go back to the thing. I think they sometimes you work for two months. And it's like every minute of work is so pleasurable and so joy-filled. And then sleeping. Like when you're back in the in hell proper... There's no sleeping. It's just suffering 24 hours a day and awful suffering. I can't, I, I can't even remember it was so awful, but I know we talk about it and, and people have nightmares and shakes and, and wailing. But in between the wailing and the shakes and the panic attacks and the explosions of rage and soiling ourselves and all that, it's like all these simple pleasures that even when you were alive, you didn't appreciate. Like just breathing. And I don't even know if we actually breathe or it's just some illusion that makes us better workers. I'm not even sure. Wow, I love this thing with this efficiency. I'd like, I got to talk to the guy down here in charge, man. Yeah, but um, that's why we're glad you're here because now this is a secret we have down here is that we started to have hope. And I know we can't say that down here. And there's no 
escape if you try to escape hell. I mean, there is no escape. But even talking about it, you can lose your right to work. But all the time, even when you're suffering in hell, every once in a while we'll make eye contact with somebody else. And you can tell either they just got back from work or they're get, they just heard they're going to work. And you can see it. There's hope. And then you remember, oh, wait a second. Despite this fact that I'm suffering, there's, I could get pulled out of here for a brief period, pulled out of this awful suffering. I could go to work, but it's going to be like this isn't permanent. I don't know if you guys can understand that. Well, uh, this is mind-blowing shit, bro. Yeah, is any of this making sense to you guys? Is, is this kind of stuff God's looking to hear? Well, like I said, bro, we're not uh, working for God exactly, but... uh um, why are all these people gathering around us? And uh, so the mob of people starts to gather around and they, they look at this guy, Richard. He's like, these people are from heaven. And then people, everyone starts to mob around them. And, and Gorbelli and James are like, well, uh, and he's like, I, I think we need to take, he's like, they, he said, they said they're on a secret fact finding mission. We can't tell anyone. We have to hide them. And James is like, well, we're, we, we there was one other problem with our fact-finding mission is we got separated from our leaders and we just kind of need to get out of hell right now and then get back to, ha- you know, get out of hell and then come back and finish filing our report. But for the time being, we really need to, well, I don't know how to get out of here, man. I don't, I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't think you can get out of here. Why don't you just come back to the village and we could talk to some people and you can meet some people and it'll make them more sense because like I said, I, I'm not the brightest, but let me just come bring you guys back to the village and we can talk, okay? So James and Hans and Gorbelli, they're like, okay, let's go ahead, I guess. I am interested to find this out on this fact-finding mission for God, so this is good stuff. And I think it's a good place to stop because it's getting weird. And they're going to go back to some village in hell where the workers are. This might take my brain and your brain some time to absorb this information. So let's give it a couple nights, and we'll be back soon with another episode. So get a good night's sleep. Good night. Tonight, another episode of Get Bessos. The tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny's escape from purgatory. And the return to Earth for vengeance against the man who crushed their retail empires, Jif Bissels, founder of Amazon.com. Older episodes can be found at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash getbesos, G-E-T-B-E-S-O-S, or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you consume your podcast. When we last left off, James Cash Penny and Hans Emmerich Gorbelli were in a part of hell I have never seen before with employees of hell that were residents of hell complicated stuff they'd just been surrounded by a mob of hell workers i don't don't know what's going to happen next so let's get to it and find out on the next get besos i like that it's like very uh zorro antonio banderas i don't i probably doesn't sound anything like antonio get besos so James and Gorbelli are surrounded by these hell workers and they get carried back. They get led back into the village where the hell workers, 
like the temporary uh, village where the hell workers live. And they carry him into the town square, which has a nice fountain. It would be nice, except the fountain's dried up. And it's not really a fountain, it's just a pile of stones. But it serves as their town square. So they're in this town square. They're surrounded by what seems like every hell worker that's not on duty currently. Like a bunch of people. Everyone's scrambling and be like, hey, hey, hey you, you got to talk to God. He's like, okay, everybody, I just need, calm down, calm down, calm down. Everyone calm down. I, I, I need to, I need somebody to, spo- to speak for all of you. You're all yelling too much. They're like, no, we believe, uh, uh, uh. Jim's like, please, please. And then finally this old man comes forward. So, I will speak on behalf of the town to you. Uh, Jim's like, well, who, who are you? He goes, all who I am is not important. Son, I will speak for the town. Okay. We need to know more. What is this fact-finding mission from heaven? What are you here to, what facts are you here to find? General, well, that's a, it's top secret, as a matter of fact. I can't, uh, right, right? This is my, uh, this is my, this is, uh, Mr. Gorbelli. I guess we cannot, uh, reveal, uh, why we are here. We are collecting facts on a fact-finding mission for a subcommittee of a committee, uh, that reports to one of the executive committees that reports to God. So we cannot, uh, well, uh, what, 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 could you get some messages to God for us? Because we, we've, uh, we've changed down here in hell and we need God to know that and that we're sorry. And then now, more than ever, we believe, we believe in, and, and we, we believe we were the ones that were wrong, that our cho- Okay. Okay, guy. Sir, calm, calm it down. Okay. What, what is it that you guys want? Well, we want, we want you to take us with us to heaven or to just talk to God. We, we, yeah, we want you to take us with us. Like, let's get out of here. Well, can't you call God and he'll open up a rift or something? Because we, we can't, we, 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 we're changed. We, we have hope. We have hope. We have, we, we really do have hope. And you can't leave us down. You can't make us go back to hell now that we know. We've, we've been enjoying this work so much now that we know you, you could come down here. We always thought this was it. Heaven and hell were separate things that, the the that didn't intersect at all. But now word spread through the village and we're trying to keep it from the, from, from the dark lord and his minions. But, but, okay, buddy. Okay. Well, I don't even know what you're in here for. And no offense, you all look like, well, some of you look like decent people, but I can't be vouching for you. You, you people are in hell. Don't you get that? You're, you're in hell. Like, you're probably like cat killers and, and I, I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't vouch for you people. Well, well can't you, t- can't you take some of us with? Can't, can't you free us from, from this eternal damnation? Please. Please, I'm begging you. I get on my knees, sir. I can't, I can't, I'm not sure I can even be associated with you people. All right. And it's no offense. My, my priority is to get out of hell. We got split up from the rest of our fact finding party. 
And I believe they already returned to heaven because that was part of the, this top secret stuff I can't be telling you. And I, I think you people are stuck here. I, I can't speak for, speak for, like you're, you're the ones that are chosen or something. And oh no, don't start weeping. Oh God. And the whole village starts to weep and they're hugging each other. And James turns to Gorbelly. Um, well, uh, Gor- James turns to Gorb. Gorbelly, what, what, you got to do something. Okay. Um, uh, well, uh, excuse me. Uh, you are residents of hell here and you will have to return to your punishment because your punishments are justified. And now you want to change the rules, but the rules are already been written and I cannot help. Uh, some people get sentenced to purgatory. And I can't make any promises, but we we are fact-finding. These are facts we are finding out now. Can you tell us some facts? Okay, we need facts to find. So we're here to find some facts. So everybody, stop weeping. Yeah, yeah. You got it, Gorbelly. Yeah, you guys, stop weeping. Stop crying. What are, what, what, let's boil this down to the facts about you people belong in hell. Clear, uh, clearly, you got here. It's no accident. I don't think they've had any hell mistrials that have been proven. So what are the facts that you think? Oh, well, young man, I I can tell you this. I can tell you that we've, it says abandon all hope ye who enter here. But ever since we started with this work program, I'm not sure if it was 10 years ago or 200 years ago or 2000 years ago, but ever since we started working, and that's been told. Everybody tells the tales around here. And night when we sit around town square here, even though it's a circle, was an oval. But it's not important. Is that we 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 have hope now, and we bring hope back to the damned. That one day, possibly, there's a chance you'll be pulled out of hell from your damnation, your eternal suffering, to work and do some work around hell. And then you'll be able to sleep and we drink water and we have some gruel and it's, it's terrifically lovely. And, and, but, but now we know there's something more and now hope has already infected our hearts. And I'm not even, we don't have hearts, but, but we do. You see what I'm saying? Um, oh, can you boil it down? I mean, this is a fact finding mission, not a, uh, you know, this, that feels like more some kind of argument or something. I'm not sure I didn't take debate, but I'm not sure. Are you present? Uh, do you have a topic sentence or something? Okay, young man. Let, let me put it to you this way. Now, I, I, I want you to take it to the Lord or take it to your committee, your, your committee, your subcommittee, and share with them what you've seen here with your eyes and with your heart. Or whatever you heavenly creatures call. How come you do, are you angels because you don't have wings? And I still don't understand why I can't just live. No, we're, he- we're kind of like minions, but the holy version of minions. Okay, okay. Well, let me ask you this in your heart of hearts. Start to think about this young man. Is, uh, what is worse? We've been talking about this ever since the work program started. And maybe this is just some new way of torturing us, this work, this hope. Like, if it's this hope cut both ways. Now that we know that heaven can come down here and we could be rescued. 
Well, no, no, I never said, I said we're in a fact-finding committee. Fact-finding. We're just doing inspections, basically, plumbing, that kind of, okay, but now we have to return to work. And, and it's going to be more painful in some sense to know we could be free. We, You forget. And and that's what I want you to, what, what could be worse? Eternal suffering, eternal damnation, it, it doesn't make any sense, you know. We've been down here, and I know maybe there was some sort of mix-up or something back in the day, but with Noah and the Ark and the formation of hell, or when I don't know the history. But it doesn't seem like eternal suffering's self-defeating. It doesn't serve a purpose. It's forever. And but, but there's no result. It just seems vindictive. It, uh, is eternal suffering just this permanent state? The real pain's going to come from when you have been working, and then you go back in the first couple of days back in the other rough. But you say, I can get through this, and I'm just going to steal my resolve. Whether you're in a boiling boiling pitch. Have you ever had boiling pitch on your skin? When, when your skin's like this here, we're just workers covered in a little hell dirt. You know, you, you get a little, the first day back in the boiling pitcher, let me tell you, it's terrible. And they have little things that get in there like a straw in the boiling pitch, and then the boiling pitch burns your flesh, and then the straw pokes you. And they have these things, they call them pitch piranhas, and they'll bite off your toes, and then boiling pitch will get in the cut, and the... But you could still feel, they have this trick where you still feel your toe, even though it's in the boiling piranha, and then you feel your piranha, it's chewing up your toes, but it's got black boiling pitch in its mouth, and then it's digesting your toe, and you could feel it the whole time. Now, when you go right back from work, it, it really hurts, but day 10 or 11, it hurts the same amount, but you forgot what it felt like to not hurt. Now, if... If, if, if the good Lord decides he wants, to, the good Lord decides the Lord wants to punish us, that's the Lord's right, but it just don't make any sense to us, okay? And I'm, I'm a deeply religious man from, I made some mistakes, terrible, terrible mistakes. And I don't want, I don't even remember what that word though is the thing. I know I did some bad things. And I, I'm beyond sorry. It's not because I'm suffering. I don't know. This, yeah, I don't know if this is the road we really want to go down, sir, because this is just confusing and it doesn't change. How, how about we're just going to boil it down to hope cuts both ways. Eternal suffering stops hurting. How, how, how's that sound for my report? Pretty good, young man, but I got to tell you, I, I'm not, I, I'm starting to lose my temper because I got a feeling you're just twiddling your fingers there like some heavenly bureaucrat and you're going to, Go and you're just waiting to be rescued, or you're thinking up how you're gonna be. Next thing, next question thing I ask me is, how am I gonna get out of here? I guarantee you. Well, actually, that was my next question. What? Well, well, we're not. I, 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 I just decided I'd change. I'm flipping the. I, I've changed my mind. We're we're keeping these people, ladies and gentlemen of hell, hell workers, my fellow hell workers. I don't know if I'm gonna go back to work in five minutes or five years. I don't know if I'm going to go back to my, my lake of boiling pitch in five minutes or five years and face those pitch piranhas, but we're going to keep these people 
as hostages from heaven. And and we're, we're, we're going to hold you here. And we're going to see if your fact-finding committee comes and looks for you. And if not, you're going to have to live like us. And what, how's that fix you? How's that serve you, young man? Well, uh, I'm, <clears throat> could I pipe in, please? I'm a, I'm a handsome McGraw belly here. And I, I don't know. Let's not get too rash because you might make God even madder. And then maybe give you more hope and take the hope away and cut you like you're saying. Let's not. We don't need no hostages. We don't. Yeah. Okay, Hans, calm down. Yes, sir. I don't. I don't know if you. You. You don't need hostages. This. This is my supervisor here. So he's. He's. Oh no! I'm not. So, we equal guys, right? No, no. He's my supervisor. That's why he's remained silent. I'm just a spokesperson, like a PR person, and I take down the notes and I do the asking other questions. He's the brains. I mean, he. He's the brains of the operation. Clearly. Oh yes, young man. Clearly, you're not. You're just a little pretty face man, and this here, he he's a lumberjack, but I could tell he's in he's in a some sort of heavenly disguise. So he's my supervisor. So why don't you do this? Why don't you? Well, you keep him as a hostage. That's fine, and and I would not trust him because I don't. And I, you could keep him, and then why don't you guys drop a list of demands for heaven? We'll 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 do a little negotiation here, and I'll bring him up to. Up to my subcommittee, make a list of stuff like this hope cutting both ways. I guess you guys are really helping me do my job to fact find in this mission. So why don't you guys get together and I'll talk to my supervisor and calm him down because right now he's turning red. And you guys go ahead and bring me, you know, some scrolls or I don't know how you do stuff in hell. Some envelope. Do you have envelopes or, or tablets? Whatever it is. And I will bring those to my committee and we'll submit them up, up the chain of command and see if we can get some of the demands in hell met for these hell workers. How's that sound, supervisor? And the supervisor is not going to like it. Oh, no, no, this is not good. This is no good. You cannot, you could, this will not stand with the committees and the subcommittees. We will have to take action and it will be military and, uh, paramilitary and, uh, you know, see. Yeah, you're going to get action because he's worried and he's wait. This guy's big time in heaven. He's big time. Hans Zimmer Gorbelli, you might have heard of him. Gorbelli. Yeah. So he, uh, what the, oh, my friend, I remember my days on earth now a bit because didn't your jerk treats, uh, kill 14 children and you still, you work in heaven now and I work in hell. My goodness, that's not, does not seem fair. Is that the same? Are you the same, Gorbelli? You were in World War One, I, I believe. I do believe that is true. And you were, you, you, they said you were using, uh, what was it? Uh, were you, you were using some sort of horse mixed with, okay, that was, uh, not me. That was a person who worked for me because I was, I had turned over the corporation to a, uh, shadow corporation. So I have no liability. And that's how I get into heaven, bro. I'm, but you guys gonna mess with me. You know, sure, you'll be in hell. You're gonna be in worse than hell. Okay. Let's everybody calm down here. Let's, we're gonna take a break. You guys go off and meet. Come with all your demands. Anything you want. You want an ice cream stand down here or whatever. Don't, 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 you know, prioritize them, but, but don't hold anything back. You got a few minutes because I need to get out of here. And you could keep my supervisor captive. All right.
So all the hell people, they go off to a corner of the town square and they start meeting and everything. And then Hans is like, grabs Jane. What are you doing, man? You had, you had to listen, Gorbelli. You had to pipe down. I know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't buy the story you were telling me earlier about making Hal into some retirement commute, whatever. I don't trust you. So I'm going to leave you here. Obviously you don't want to be here. And if this is, if you know, maybe the devil's going to find you and find out what you're up to first. You could tell me now. Or, oh, no, I can't, I can't tell you the truth. I mean, I told you the truth, bro. So, so I can't tell you any more than the truth. I can't do more than that. Okay, well, I can't get you out anyway. So I, I have to come back, clearly, because I gave these people my word. Oh, jeez, I gave them my word. But you stay here. And if you're up to no good, you're already in the right place, okay? So I'm going to get to the bottom of your plans, whatever they are. There's no plan, man. You're overreacting. You, you're thinking like your buddy that, you know, this whole Bessos thing, like he's some bad guy. He's just a businessman. I just a business. I'm a war hero, bro. War hero. I told you this many times, okay? And I also have charity called, uh, we call it Pops for Pups. If you buy a hot dog, we would give a hot Oh no, no, that was pups, myth of pups. That was a, that was supposed to be confidential. Shoot. No, I, I have a charity though. I can't remember what it was, but you know, you can't leave me down here in hell. I, I'm, my throat's so dry. My throat is dry. And, and I, I don't like this. And I don't, I, what if the devil come, man? And then the people from hell, they come back. People in hell, people, get to the points a lot quicker because they never know when they're going to go back to eternal suffering and damnation. So they come back, they have some scrolls all tied up. They give them to James. My son, my son, we have, these are our, we don't even have demands. We just have considerations. We'd like you to, you pass along and in, in, in the spirit, we just, I just, I don't want to get into any debates anymore about hell and heaven and, and this sort of worthiness and stuff just don't seem right. So I'm asking, I'm asking you and the other angels and look in your hearts or whatever you have there and think about, you could go ahead and tell, I'm sure that the, the people in heaven know about the pitch piranhas. Cause again, I'm in the boiling pitch and not only the straws, but there's sand and ants and, and other things like, when a pitch in the wounds, they don't heal. And then the, then what they'll do is they'll start to heal, and then the pitch will get back in and burn it. And, you know, you ever had pitch on your eyeballs, son? And then, the, oh, it's terrible. So just tell them about the pitch piranhas. And everywhere, there's stuff like that. I would tell the stories at night, and, and then we stopped about how, again, I don't know if it was a couple of days ago or a couple of millennia ago, but... Because it's just too terrible. I don't want to know what anybody else is going through down here. And I try to forget. I try. Okay. So, can, can, can you just take these considerations to your committee and, and see if you can get them in the hands of the right person? I'll tell you what, I'm going to do the best I can. Now, like I said, we got split up from the rest of our fact finding mission, but this is interesting facts. This is good stuff. I'm going to, I promise you. Um, I will do the best I can. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. 
you don't know what it means. And, and James, it, it just say, no, it's me. It's your dad. Dad. And I know I, was, I, I wasn't the best. And I preached. And I preached a harsh hand. And I made many, many a mistake, James. But I'm terribly sorry for you. And, and I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't go on anymore. I just want you to forget it, that you saw me here. Okay. And I know I love you, man. Okay. James, it's me, your daddy. Give me, give me a little bit of a hug. And they hug. James still doesn't know if it's like just a, an honest moment. I mean, he's struck, he, his breath's taken away kind of as mine is. And they hug and, and both their eyes missed up as much as, your eyes can mist up down there. And James is kind of quiet. He says, okay, I don't know if you're really my dad or not, but I'm sorry you're down here. And I was wrong for calling you guys sickos or perverts or whatever I said because I was thinking a lot of bad stuff that I was trying not to say about all you people down here. And I'm sorry, too. I could see you're suffering. So I'll, I'll do the best I can with these considerations. But now i got to figure out how to get out of here. Get out of hell. And can you? Well, there's no escape window, but we're thinking while we're writing the considerations of where what you want to do is get back to the ferries. And maybe you could sneak on a ferry or take a ferry or something across Sharon. But I, we're thinking, how, how would this young man get to the ferry? And the best we could tell you is what, what we're thinking is that, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Garon. Well, I guess you're not you being in hell, but. Garon is is the monster fraud, and he he'll fly through here. She'll fly fly through here. It's a beast with like a man's face and lion's paws and dragon with scorpion tail. But it also hates poetry. It hates poets, and occasionally someone will be relaxing after work, sitting around, and they always forget the new people. And they'll start to say a poem or a rhyme. And then you'll hear this terrible, terrible cry. And Garon will rise out of the, out of somewhere, some seventh or sixth. He's in there. You'd have to ask around where any poets that have quit poetry that are here. But it'll come and it'll swoop down. And it'll take the poetry thinker, talker, sweep down and sting him with his tail and such. So if you could, if you could stand isolated out in there, and, and right when it comes to strike, maybe you could hop on its back and and then try to ride it out, up. We're pretty sure you could, you know, you might, you know, could get it to take you to the ferry docks, maybe. Okay. Um. Uh, okay. So why don't you guys all? Well, okay. Great. Oh, yeah, so uh, why don't you uh, call up this beast with the uh, the poisonous tail, James, and go ahead and do that while I uh, stay here. I'll just be uh, relaxing, not thinking in rhymes at any times, because I will just be hiding here while you get hurt. Okay, well, just everybody go hide. Okay. Whew. So, James, everybody retreats into the things and james goes out to the most isolated part of this part of hell and starts to think uh, who poetry i was never good at poetry 
So I opened it and became a shopkeeper. Ah, Angela. Phoenix of my heart. Rising up uh, with my joy. Your tongue like a tongue of fire on mine. And also he is terrible. Like a call. And then James said, and you dance the dance of the blackfish, like swimming through pods in the sea. And the dew drips off your lips, like a temperate rainforest. Like dew on a deciduous tree, my lips kiss yours, Angela. But you are not prickly like the pines, soft like the moss that dots the earth that I walk upon. And it gets louder. And yes, we stood on that cliff overlooking the sea. And we saw each other across that thing. It almost sounds like the beast that's yelling is also suffering from the terrible poetry or trying, like, torn. And then James keeps going, you know. And I drove away and then saw you again. After we found out about the free soda, which bubbled in my heart, bubbled in my soul, and then your ear opened up a portal. And then he's hearing all this crumbling rock and snapping of wings, and he sees it, and it's got the face of a man and lion's paws and dragon's wings and tail sweeping around, circling him. But James is like, okay, I have a Biden here and the horn, horn of Jethro, but I don't really want to, you know, I need to ride this thing. So, no, and then he's like, oh, wait a second, I forgot I also have a, a pocket full of slush that I already, okay, okay. so he's got, he comes up with a plan. And then he keeps going, Angela, oh, Angela, I know. You know, I know. You do, and I do not know. And then finally, the, the gray at Garon or whatever sweeps down. James is pretty spry, as we've said in the past. So he sweeps out of the way, jumps on the beast's back in one fell swoop, sticks the Biden in, in between the, the beast's wings, and like grabs the beast by one of its it's uh, ears and he's thrown around. And it's like a little bit of an action sequence, but this isn't an action. This is a, a boring podcast. But he's getting thrown and he's rubbing, rubs the beast's eyes with the slush. So the beast goes blind and he's guiding it and he's whispering. And then James is like, okay, wait a second. And you could tell that he tries the bad poetry and the beast tries to shake him. And then he tries he says, how about no poetry? I'm not a poet. He says, oh, I'm not a poet and I don't. You just try to soothe it like, a, like an animal. Even though it has the face of a man and lion's paws. But he says, take me, take me to the fairy. And then it shakes his head and no. Or I'll make you so merry and we'll go see Terry. And then I'll see Larry. And then I'll talk about Jerry. Berries we will eat. And then the beast shakes him. So anytime the beast won't listen, he just starts rhyming. And then if the beast really, a couple times it really tries to shake him off, he does more love poetry, which is terrible. And then the beast lands him at the, 
onto the ferry docks and James sneaks in. It's just, it's quite an operation, these ferries that are coming in across the river sticks or, or whatever, dropping people off and this, the people are getting unloaded off the ferries. Much, much bigger operation than, than in, uh, Clash of the Titans or anything like that. You know, not just like one of individual. I mean, maybe rich people get their own boat. This might be kind of middle class, lower middle class, general, general boarding. So James is waiting and the ferries kind of fit about, well, I don't even know how many people because they're in kind of the spirit form and they're drifting off. But James waits and he hides in a bush and there's, you know, the dudes overseeing it that are, you know, they might be scary, but I'm not going to say they're scary because this isn't a scary part of the podcast. But and then James runs, hops in a ferry, steals it, busts to the other side of the river. And everyone's like looking around, but they're so they're pretty busy. And by the time they react, they they go to send the they see uh, Greron or whatever they they send him. He's like, no way, man! That guy's a terrible poet. I'm gonna go catch me, you know, easy mark. And they send out some kind of red alert, but James is back. And then he's like, man, I don't know what what's he's driving this ferry. He's like, okay, what's the next? step to get out of hell he's like i guess i gotta and he sees death you know death straight out of the movie's death and the black coat skeleton the scythe or the thresher whatever you want to call that thingamajig is standing there he's like okay i guess i gotta cheat death and he sees that death's got some board games and he's playing board games with some of the ferrymen must you know must be I don't know if they're gambling or just playing, you know, for pride. But right now, it looks like they're playing some kind of version of shoots and ladders, but a little more complicated. Then James comes, and the fairy guys look at him. And James pulls out the Biden and the and the Hornet jet throw, and he tells him to bust it out. Hey, hey, I got business here with Death. Death looks at James, and Death doesn't say, you know, Death doesn't, Death's not a talker, as we should popular culture has taught us. And James is like, so you play games, huh? It's like, I guess I have to you know, beat you or cheat you. Death just shakes his head. It's like, well, I, I need to return. Return to return to the world. Death waves its bony hand over the games. They kind of choose. And James is like, kind of like, huh? Like, oof. Uh, Looks at the games and not chess, no good. A lot of the other games he knows, like, you know, Monopoly. There's got to be some, if you played Monopoly a bunch of times, you probably figured out some strategy that you're going to win the majority of the time. Like, most people play Monopoly once every three years. James, maybe he's never even played Monopoly. He looks through board games, he's like, okay, the odds of winning these are not good. He doesn't see a way to get, he doesn't know where the next step out is, so he can't just run by. And so he's like, huh. He goes, so I choose, right? And Dust shakes its head. James is like, uh, truth or dare? How about truth or dare? And Death kind of looks at him, considers it, kind of nods, like thinking, kind of does a shrug of the shoulders and says, all right, and points at James. James is like, okay, so truth or dare for me? And Death nods, and James says, truth. And then Death nods again, and he waves down to two tree trunks. He's like, let's have a seat. 
And James like, well, how's this going to work since Death doesn't really talk? And Death just kind of points at Santa James. Like, go ahead. Bim's like, okay, truth or dare, eh? Well, how about the truth, Jim? He was like, uh, I escaped purgatory. Uh, I snuck into hell. I need to get out of here right now. And I, I've been, I've been down there. He's like, it's awful down there. And I got a list of stuff. I got to get to heaven. I lied to people and I, I lied to people in hell that, uh, that I would, I, that I would help him. And I guess I should because what has been killing me is this guy. I don't know if he was telling the truth or not. So he's my father. And, you know, when I first started out my, my business, I don't know if you know me, Death, but I'm James Cash Penny, founder of uh, JC Pennies. I don't know. You, you only use that one outfit. So, you know, I don't know if you do it. I'm just kidding. Okay. You're not here for jokes, huh? And, but before I start, I started the first stores, I started with the Golden Rule stores. And if anything this trip's taught me is that I've kind of forgotten about the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you or some, you know, you could paraphrase it however you want. I mean, I guess for you, death, you don't, you just live. I don't know. I can't, I can't criticize you, but I haven't been living that way. And to be honest, I just, now I feel like I have to get this message to these people. And there's this guy left down there with them. And that part of me thinks he's a bad guy, but I can't just leave him down there and abandon him. And also my best friends in heaven trying to exact vengeance on this human. And I promised him I'd help him. And that kind of, that's like one of those golden rules. that kind of can't, it's like, should I do onto my friend and help him or. So I'm, I'll be honest, I'm in a pickle here and I'm confused and I'm really up to no good. And on top of that, I, my gut is eating at me about this, what I've seen today, the past couple of days. And I honestly think I not only got it, I'd like to figure out a way to talk to God. I'd like to figure out a way to talk to the devil. Like, cause I gotta, I gotta get everybody on the same page here and figure out what's going on. I mean, did you know there's workers down there that they get pulled out? It doesn't sit. I think something else is going on, but for right now, I, I, yeah, I don't know what to do because I'm in love too with this woman and I had pulled mother nature out of her ear. It's complicated stuff and tried to save her and seal up, save mother nature and save the humans. And I, I know that probably isn't, I mean, that was definitely a golden rule action, but I guess if you're doing it cause you like a girl, that might not be good. That's like as much of a golden rule. And, uh, so like, uh, and her name's Angela, by the way. She's great. Angela Bessos. And she's got, she's just like got these eyes. And you, you know, I mean, a lot of people talk about women and attractiveness, right? And between you and me, there's a lot of things about beautiful women. But it's not just about like their face or their looks. It's, it's a lot more than that. And I think you know what I'm saying. It's like, it's like the way they stand. You ever notice like, I don't know if that's like, it might be the first thing I notice. And it's like some subconscious part of me picks up on their like posture, the way they hold themselves. And I, I'm not even aware of it, but it's like, you know, like when you see someone from the side or behind you, you're like, wow, your, your heart's already pitter pattering before you even see their face. 
And then most of the time, almost all the time, it's like, oh, wow. And that's what happened with this Angela. Saw her down in the dark. But I was already, and I realized this is probably like, yeah, I've already lived my human life. So escaping from purgatory and falling in love is definitely, I, so there's a lot going on. So I just got to get out of hell for now. And then I'm probably going to have to get into heaven, sneak back into hell unless you want to let me in. And I mean, you really can't do anything with me because I'm not really, technically I'm not alive. And, and then James looks down, he realizes that death is asleep and that James is boarded. Death's asleep with his talk about his his analysis of the golden rule and how it applies to this story, which I'm not even sure if he's applying it correctly or not. And, but I mean, that's what James is, man. He's trying to, so he sees death and then he's like, okay, if death falls asleep during truth or there, that must mean at one. And, uh, then he looks ahead and he sees, uh, a kind of magical mirror like doorway appear. And he's like, huh? It's like, wouldn't this be convenient? But it would be right that since I won, this would go somewhere at least near Washington state. Or to the office of the devil or to God or whatever subcommittee because I got, I got to start knocking these things out. I got to, I got to make things right. Cause if that guy was my dad, I, I, I don't know if I, whew, I mean, that shakes me to the bone thinking about him being in hell and I can't leave as much as I don't trust Gorbelli. I can't leave him down there. I'm not, I, I mean, I'm not one to throw off the whole medical, medical, metaphysical balance of the universe or philosophical and, moral underpinnings but so james is in a quandary and he steps through the doorway in the midst of this quandary but he's i think he's going to use the golden rule to guide him and i don't know if the golden rule applies to demigods and gods and and post human life or not but we'll, we'll find out in the next episode so thanks for listening hopefully i bored you to sleep without creeping you or scaring you tried and i don't, I don't want to lay anything too heavy if you're still listening of philosophy or religiosity or stuff like that it's just just you know just these characters and the story i'm just just along for the ride just like you and i hope you get a good night's sleep and don't let me stress you out you know we can't we all try to live by to do the best we can there's really nothing to fear because if you listen to my voice, you know, one person, strange as this is, you know, I, 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 I sat down to record this podcast to help you and I don't even know you, but I know you're having trouble sleeping and I might not even be helping you and it might not do anybody any good. The fact that I'm doing this and yeah, part of me wants to become rich and have a subconscious army of followers that I can record the podcast and have you do my bidding. But also part of me wants to help. So at least part of me is trying to help part of you. And I know part of you is like that too. Not the greedy part of me or the evil part of me, but the nice. I don't know if I have any nice parts. I I'm think I'm giving myself too, too much credit. But the important thing is that I understand that it, it, what it's like to sleep at night. I just want you to know it's going to be okay. And that there are people that know you 
that they might not understand why you can't sleep or they might not be able to tell you. It might not even seem like they're, a lot of times I, I'm lonely. I don't, I'm like, nobody cares about me. But then I'm like, well, that's not true. Okay. But I'm just here hoping that I help you a little bit, just help you fall asleep a little bit. Cause I know you're going through a lot and I just hope in some small way I made any kind of impact other than trying to convince you to be part of my dark army of subconsciously trained minions. All right. So I hope you get a good night's sleep. Good night. We're back with another episode of Get Bessos, the tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny's escape from purgatory and return to Earth in a quest for vengeance against the man they feel crushed their retail empires, Jif Bessos, internet entrepreneur and founder of Amazon. Older episodes can be found on iTunes or at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash slash getbesos, G-E-T-B-E-S-O-S. Before we get to the episode, I just had a quick shout out to give to two uh, listeners who reviewed us on iTunes. I want to say thank you to Ma, Ma Sher Havoc, who gave us a nice review, and to, ladies and gentlemen, I believe we have a celebrity that's listening to this podcast now. I don't want to... I don't have confirmation of this, but I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. I believe Tone Loke um, of Wild Thing, the song Tone Loke, look it up, gave us a review. Or TLO, yeah, T Loke S93, Tone Loke. So thank you, Mr. Loke, or whoever's impersonating. But Tone, you know, let's talk, man. We could get a. You know, we'll, we'll do some cross-promotion. But thanks. Thank you both for your reviews and taking the time to think of us here at Sleep With Me. All right, when we last left off, James Cash Penny just was uh, playing some games with death, particularly Truth or Dare, and he seemed to have uh, found some portal out of hell. But maybe that's not where we're going to pick up this week. But let, let's get right into it and find out. In another episode of, as Andonio, Antonio Banderas and Tone Loke like to say, get Bessos. Hiya! So we pick up tonight. Richard Warren, Sears, RW, and Jeff Bessos are like, uh, they've just made it. They've somehow escaped from their island situation. They're in some uh, neighborhood in Seattle. Very hip neighborhood, but they're wicked paranoid. They're pretty sure the Coast Guard and Sea Festival Enterprises and whoever else is out to get them. So they're sneaking through. Up from the, this, uh, up from the shoreline into this neighborhood, and they can hear police sirens, and they're really nervous. So they're like, "What are we gonna do?" And they feel like everybody on the streets looking at them. And R.W. really doesn't have to worry. He's not uh, he, he's a he's a strange looking guy. He looks like he just fell out of a time machine from 1918. But he's not famous. Where Jeff Bissos, he's a pretty recognizable cat. He's a very recognizable person, especially in the state of Washington and the city of Seattle, the fine city of Seattle. And so they're they're trying to figure out what to do. And that's where we pick up. Ah, ah, yeah, relax, relax, relax. What I'm going to do is see, see, see that store over there is used good, good, good stuff there. Used clothes. I'm going to go get us some disguises, all right? So you stay here in this bush and don't say anything and I'm going to go. So I'm across it. Just stay here, all right? Okay, I'll be right here. All right, don't talk to anybody, nincompoop. So R.W. crosses the street. He goes into, like, a Goodwill store. 
shops around for some clothing. At some point, you know, Gorbelli gave him a, a couple bucks to scrape together. So he's got a, pulls out a 20, pays for the clothing, goes back to the, said, all right, all right, all right. I am going to change into this, uh, this outfit here. And then you change into this one, okay? I'm going to, you use this bush. I do not want to see you. Okay, I'll be over there. So RW goes and changes, and he ends up changing into, like, some overalls and, like, one of those wool kind of coats you'd expect a deer hunter to wear. You know, a nice warm wool coat, and he comes back. And Jif's kind of struggling. All right, all right, are you ready? Look at me, look at me. I'm like a miner. Check me out. I'm like a miner. Got overalls. I've been dying to wear these dungarees. Denim. They're denim. You know what I'm saying, buddy? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Uh, R.W.? Yeah, what is it? What is it? Uh, I, these are women's clothes. Oh, you're right. You're gonna be, you'll be my wife for the day. They'll never, brilliant, brilliant, right? They'll never, uh, suspect. You know, so put it on, there's babushka in there, and, uh, you know, a little dressier, older woman. I mean, uh, neither one of us getting any younger. So go ahead and get dressed. So Jeff gets dressed, and he kind of looks like a kind of kind of older woman you'd see around town, babushka or like a headscarf. Are those called babushkas? That maybe not. Uh, but I'm calling it that. Yeah, pantyhose and old lady shoes and a little wool 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 dress and. I don't know. I don't know about this, Mister. Oh, don't worry about. It. Come on, come on. We're gonna. We gotta get in. We gotta get into town and find out uh, how much trouble you're in here. So they start walking through this neighborhood. And as I said, it's like a hipper neighborhood. I don't know. Personally, I don't know Seattle that well, but I do know neighborhoods. This is one of those neighborhoods. Got cafes. It's got bars. It's got used clothing stores, record store, toy store. One of those walkable neighborhoods that'd be lovely to live in if people from if, if it wasn't, it's kind of probably pricey to live in, though, too. But people are walking around. But R.W. and Jeffrey are feeling very paranoid. So they're just waiting for the police. And oh, I think uh, people are staring at us. Uh, uh, and, and people are kind of looking at them. But it's because they look kind of cute. They're, Jeff's kind of having trouble walking in his shoes. Jeff, Jeff. And he's kind of moving slow, and R.W. reluctantly is letting him hold on to his arm, and R.W.'s got his little minor outfit, deer hunting outfit on. So it kind of looks like they almost, like, escaped from some um, retirement home for insane people a little bit. But that that's what, if anyone's looking at him, that's why, and that not because they're... But anyway, oh, good. They're, they're, okay, what are we going to do? Somebody's going to report us to the fuzz. Are you sure the police are out to get us, Mr. R.W.? Of course. Oh, they're not out to get me, but I don't, I don't want to be caught with you. And I'm sure you'll rat me out, and i got to find my buddy, J.C. i got to talk to uh, Miss Bessos because i got to find my buddy, all right? And we probably got to figure out what happened to Freddie Sprague. But, yeah, police are probably going to come arrest you. You'll probably go to jail. But, well, are, are you sure? We don't have any facts. Are, are you sure about that? Um, I'm sure you're screwed, all right? All right. You're in big trouble. Uh, and you should be more worried than you are. They're probably going to beat you with rubber rubber hose. Oh, God, there's a bunch of police up there. Oh, boy. 
Oh, dear. And I actually see a couple cops, and they're at the street corner talking. And, and even Jeff, 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 oh, no, this is this is not good, Mr. R.W. Oh, well, there's a movie theater here. Oh, oh, it's Jerry Maguire's playing. Oh, oh, we could go in here and we'll hot, we'll, let's duck out in here. I love Jerry Maguire. Have you seen, De- you love Jerry Maguire too, R.W., don't you? Oh, uh, well, well, where, Jerry, Matt, what, was, is he, uh, about, oh, you, you've never seen Jerry Maguire? Cooper Gooding Jr., he won the, uh, Oscar, best supporting Oscar actor in a role. Oh, well, so there's a moving picture. Uh, so they duck in in the movie theater. Jerry Maguire, it's like a second run, you know, independent cinema. And it just happens to be showing Jerry Maguire within 15 minutes when they pop in there. What I mean, what are the odds? And it happens to be one of Jeff Bissell's favorite movies. So then they go to the movie. They, they, I think the movie's about 100. And, it's a, I think it's a two-hour uh, movie. But, yeah, they duck in there. We don't need to go through what's going. Because R.W., despite being old-fashioned in some senses, he's very adaptable. And he hasn't really been too – he hasn't experienced a whole lot of culture shock, maybe at first when he became – got out of purgatory and returned to our world. And so I don't even know, because I'm so ignorant, if he's been to any movies, what year movies were invented. I think uh, probably guessing in the 1400s. Or no, Marconi. I think Marconi had something to do with it. Enrico Marconi. And there's transist. But yeah, so at some point, I don't know if he, but he, he's not shocked. He watches Jerry Maguire. He doesn't, the color doesn't phase him. The, the uh, surround sound, because Jerry Maguire probably doesn't use a whole lot of surround. Maybe it's an audience for the sporting events. But so they go to the movie, they come back out. Police are gone. They weren't there for them anyway. And they started walking again. And then Jeff, you know, I'm, I'm hungry. What, what did you think about, uh, what did you think about Jeremy? Oh, show me the money. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Show me the money. Show me the money. Huh? Yeah. Show me the money, Jeff. I mean it. I mean it. I mean it. Okay. But do you want to get some? Oh, show me the money. No, do you want to get some? Okay, yeah. I'll, uh, let's eat, uh, say so pop into this diner and let's sit down and the waitress just thinks they're so cute. Such a cute couple. Diner and they order and they're drinking their coffees. And Jeff's like, yeah, wow, that really squared me away between that and when we saved that whale. Fish. It was a fish. The movie really, it always sets me right about customer service and how to treat people. Well, customer service. That movie was about, uh, thought it was some sort of, uh, love story of customer service. Um, these fish have manners. <laughs> Remember that part? These fish. Have- yeah, that's one of my favorite lines, Mr. R.W. You know, Mr. R.W., we haven't talked a lot about you. I don't really know anything. Uh, yeah. Show me the money, Jif. Is what you're, uh, uh, you mean you guys scored so high on those tests and, and, uh, listen, buddy, you don't gotta talk. We're, you're in big trouble. You could cry. You could cry all you want. Uh, and then the waitress comes and of course, I'd abuse. You had me at hello, honey. 
She's like, what? You had me at hello. And what is he? Okay, anyway, she takes her order. Just in case you were wondering, Jeff Bissos ordered a, um, a patty melt, which for those of you that aren't frequenters of diner or from outside the U.S., patty melt is two pieces of rye toast, a hamburger patty with normally Swiss cheese and grilled onions. Usually a good amount of Swiss cheese and the hamburger. So kind of like a burger, but instead of a bun, you have uh, rye bread. And then onions and Swiss cheese. Quite quite delicious. Very good greasy spoon food. And R.W. ordered chicken fingers because he had to find out. You know, he, he was just, they had a whole thing that I didn't, you know, what, chicken fingers, you know. That. So they order and they're still, I don't understand uh, why you're not nervous about any of this. I mean, uh, police are going to get you. You're gonna, I mean, you're screwed with this whole, uh. Uh, well, aren't you worried about your friend? Isn't that what we're supposed to be worried about is your friend? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. What we'll do is uh, we'll find someplace we can watch the news, and I'll catch up on everything, and we'll uh, get to the bottom of this whole thing. But, uh, yeah, I, I just say I guess I don't understand the whole thing about Jerry Maguire. Like, you, I mean, I guess it was about customer service. You're right, and it was a love story. What, you, you just seem you didn't seem touched by it, and I'm always touched by it. First, you have his relationship with himself, and then you have like Rod and the son, and there's whole themes of fatherhood in there and being a man. It's a lot about being a man, but but in reality, okay, okay. Uh, can you not talk for a little while because uh, you're you're killing me here. Uh, Oh, a couple of people have been listening. Like a lot of people at the diner have been listening. And finally this one woman's like, oh, you guys are so cute. How long have you two been married? Are you, how old are you, sir? Like 90? Uh, I'm in my fifties. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, well, you guys are so cute. You're just a little rough around the edges. You should appreciate your wife more. She's so like, um, handsome and you're just so cute, ma'am. That you know they, that you can use Propecia now? If you're not going to give birth, you can use Propecia, honey. Okay. Uh, so, so okay, can you just please leave us alone? Well, I just love how you guys go to movies. Like, Jerry, like you're, I, I totally asked me, me and my boyfriend, we never talk about any of this kind of stuff. And I just hope I find a man that I could go see him, Jerry Maguire, with, and we can talk about what it means. Because to me, it means as a woman – taking risks and then saying no and saying, these are my boundaries. Okay. I don't, these are my boundaries and this is my son and you, you could, you need to love us both. And okay. Uh, could you, and, and, and okay. All right. And, and, and if you don't just, that's okay. You can go. I, I will let you run like a wild horse and you will run back to me or you will. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're, we're, our food is here. See, this is our food. So please stop talking, both of you. You could marry my wife if you wish, but not right now because we are on the run. And I should have said too much. I'm going to eat my fingers. 
Chicken. You believe this? I got some fingers from chickens. Ah, what's that? So they eat them. Eat, eat, they eat lunch, eat dinner, whatever time of day it is. And then they start, it's night, and they start, they go out and and they start looking for a, a hotel, but they realize they don't have any credit cards, they don't have a phone, they're worried about the police. I mean, it's hard to portray in a podcast, but portraying a podcast properly. They're really, really worried about getting arrested, so they're running around, and finally, and the only place that they can find to stay in, they're looking for a hotel, but the only place they can find in the neighborhood is this hostel, and, that, and also, like, they, didn't, they only had, like, about 33 bucks for a room. So they go and they get a room at this hostel, and it's in one of those dorm rooms. And it's a, it's a mid, this is midweek, late fall, or this time of year was this early spring. I guess it's early spring in Seattle, so not peak tourist season. So they get a room, and they they're like, oh yeah, there's a, 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 a you know couples dorm there, you know, no orgies. And the guys, like, are you guys uh, from Poland or somewhere? Oh, we're from the USA. Okay, well, you might have to share your room with some people, but we don't have anybody yet. So why don't you go up there and and settle in? So they go up to the room and they they get their bunks. RW's like, well, I saw some newspapers and TV down there, so let's go and and just like, uh, no, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna meditate, and then you go ahead and then you can fill me in on the news. Oh, what's a meditate? Meditate like uh, kind of like TM a little bit. Like transcendental meditation, you know. I've 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 studied with, like, uh, meditate. Like, uh, it, it it clears my mind. It calms me, and I'm, I'm sure whatever I'll be able to deal with whatever it is better after I meditate. So you go down and so RW goes down, watches the news, reads some papers, gets on the internet, sends Bezos some hate letters, or maybe sends them to Amazon customer service. But he gets he gets a uh, he gets filled in at everything that's going on in the news. Then he goes back up to the room. He gets back up there, and Jeff's just kind of relaxing, breathing. And it's surprising, like he's been meditating for twenty, thirty minutes. All right, buddy boy, uh, have a seat. Well, I'm already sitting, R.W. Uh, okay, well, uh, hmm. all right, things aren't good. Okay, you're. Uh, You've been uh, ousted as CEO. Your uh, assets have been seized. You're, uh, I didn't say anything. Do you have a family? No, no, I've always been single. I know, you know, my twin brother, he has a wife and four kids, but not me. I've just been married to the company, as they say. Well, okay, so you're out of the company. They've seized all your assets. You're a wanted man, and they don't know who I am, but they suspect I'm with Greenpeace. I guess Freddie Sprague is out, you know, stealing Coast Guard ships and he's calling himself the Rainbow Warrior or something. Goldfish. Oh, no, that's the boat. Yeah, he's the uh, Prince of Goldfish, I think is his name. And so, yeah, they think you've been fun. They're doing some investigations and then I guess they found some stuff where you donated money. And people just don't like you. That all of a sudden there's all these people saying, "Oh, that's terrible! That's terrible news." So you're screwed. Um, yeah, they uh, they're looking. For, police are looking for you. Press is looking for you. Everybody's looking for you. Um, 
So it kind of looks like you're finished. I'll be, I'll be straight with you. Your business is toast. You're, and not only that is the, uh, the, uh, shares are in the, the tank there, the crapper, but, uh, Miss Bessels took over. So I got to get over there to meet with her. But, you know, if I were you, I would just, uh, go to prison, you know, make a statement that says you're a nincompoop. And, uh, oh, jeez, well, you know, you know, but you're a broken man, right? You know, this is, you've lost everything and you're finished, right? Well, no, 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 not at all. I mean, I had nothing. Oh, oh, oh I, everything that got me there, you know, what built my business was this curiosity in servicing the customer. And what's the best way to get at the customer? What's the best way to get a hold of them? Yeah, get a hold. Wait, how can I make it most convenient for the customer, right? Right. Like, what, what, what are the best items you could stock? And what's the most items you could stock so they'd have everything they need? Exactly. Like, if I was a miner and I uh, needed some mining stuff, could I get it from you? Exactly. If you need a book on mining, I'd have it. Right. Or if you needed... uh Leather chaps to, uh... Oh, yeah, we do. Do we have that? I think we have a store for that, uh, a leather store. Yeah, oh, if I, yeah, if I need some leather chaps because I'm going to be ranching while I'm on my mining trip, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you could get that, and, uh... Total coverage, you want everybody to have access, right? Worldwide, whoa, worldwide. Ooh, yeah, ooh. Well, yeah, that's all over now, so you had that store, my... You know, you had your day in the sun, like, you built it with all your sweat and your curiosity, like you said, and persistence. I've always been a persistent man. But, you, you know, I'm always one of those guys that's been scared that something bad was going to happen. But at the same time, being able to say, okay, well, what are the facts here, Chief? What are the facts? Should we be scared? And then also, like, this thrill, like, okay, well, this is going to be risky. But let's try and see how it goes. My gut says, let's go. Your gut says, like, well, like, would you almost, if you had nothing, just order a bunch of watches? Would Like, if you had nothing, would you just buy a bunch of watches off a stranger and try to sell them? Oh, yeah. You're talking like uh, Richard Warren Sears. I mean, uh, yeah, I remember. He 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 uh, started that on the – he was like a telegraph operator or something, right? Worked for the railroad. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, the guy's brilliant, but I don't know much about him. But, yeah. Wow, yeah. But – you know, like he had his time and it probably went too soon and you had your time. Now it's gone. I mean, his stores are a shadow run by idiots of what they once were. And they're trying to oh, uh, copy you in some sense, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess they stopped innovating once he was gone. Exactly. And now your company's going to kind of die off. Because you failed. Well, I didn't. I didn't fail. You remember, I was blind, and then I mean, this whole thing's just a big misunderstanding. Well, no one else sees it that way. Well, so you're beaten. You should just. What are you gonna do? Uh, I highly recommend Bright's Disease, which I could. I don't even know if they still have it, but maybe I could. Uh, you could get some Bright's Disease, or maybe just uh, you know, a lot of people hit the bottle, or you could. Uh, Oh, there's lots of other on that. You should just give up, you know, be a jerk, walk around, stay as a woman, 
and be a mean woman that's grouchy. Well, ma'am, and I don't, uh, I, I can see how you see it that way, but I, I just don't. I don't share your view. Like everything I have, I still have every asset. I might not have the company, but I could start over. I could start a new company. Well, well your, your other company is going to crush you like a little rat, and they'll even say you're, well, yeah, I mean, they might crush me, but I, that doesn't mean I can, can't try. Yeah, no, you shouldn't try because uh, you're you're beaten. You've been gotten, and you're destroyed. How come you're not? Uh, you have no, You don't even have a family. You're an old man now. You're penniless, and uh, um, you. Uh, this isn't going how I thought it would go. Well, it's. I mean, it's going to be okay. You're right. Huh? Wow, you really did learn from Jerry Maguire. You're right. Do I really need to rebuild a new company or do I need a new start? It would seem that I've missed out on love and family. Do you, are you a man with a, a family, R.W.? Yeah, uh, four kids. Uh, wow, I'm I'm jealous and, and I don't have that. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is too late. Maybe, I mean, I'm, I barely make a unattractive woman and, uh, I, I just don't know. Hmm. Oh, yeah. You're feeling down now, huh? Well, I mean, not about losing the company, Mike. But I guess the only time I can change things around and turn around is... Not, I mean, I'm really curious. What's it like? What would it be like to be a... Oh, there we go. Thank you. I mean, this is what got me the company. Maybe it'll make me... I, I'm curious. I'd like to go out there and start meeting women. And what would I look for in a mate? Maybe I... I you know what I like doing is making lists. And I think I'll start the, what would be the most efficient way to meet a woman, do you believe? Well, it's not about efficiency. And then I'll raise my children. Oh, God, all right. You, you, I'm starting to feel something here, buddy. And uh, here, why don't you sit down? Oh, man. Well, you know, this was supposed to go totally different. Um... But I'm having a change of heart or something. I don't know inside me. Well, well no, you're really helping me. You're really. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not uh, inside. Uh, I've been wishing the worst for you. But now I'm realizing that you're, 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 you're right. I guess Jerry Maguire was right because he, he didn't have to go back. He went back. He won, didn't he? Win with the football guy. And then he went back to his wife. And he said, hey, let's remarry again. You know, let's let's get remarried again. And I'll take your son anew again as my wife and child. Maybe Jerry Maguire's story keeps going. Maybe it's not about showing the money. Because that other guy, Rod, Rod, he had a what nice wife. She was very uh, active. But she was a nice, nice woman and a family, too. And they seem to be friendship, a friendship. And, I mean, one thing, listen, Jeff, maybe you should take care of yourself and don't get Bright's disease. It's a terrible thing. Get, maybe get married and maybe you should do that and, and live a second life and see your kids grow up and get old. Maybe, because that could make you angry. You might think you're mad about one thing, but... Wait, are you really confusing me? Oh, 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 and I'm confusing you now because you're a nincompoop. 
I'm trying to tell you that watch your kids grow old is something not everybody gets to do when they get Bright's disease and they die. Okay? Whoa. That was intense. Well, it's a sad story. You reminded me about that Sears guy. He died when he was in his 50s and he never saw his kids grow up and and go off and become Jerry Maguire's or that kid with the glasses. What do you think was wrong with the kid's hair that was so spiky? Kind of looked strange. Let's just, that was, that was the style back then. Well, listen, Jeff, I don't even know. I was going to, um, call the police and the press and have them come here and, and blindside you. And make a fool of you. I even made up some more stuff about you. But I wanted him to catch you here dressed as a woman. And uh, to be honest, they're on their way. Because I already called them. And I'm sorry. And you seem like a decent guy. I don't know. I hate you. That's apparent. And... I don't, what, what, are you apologizing? Okay, let's just, uh, uh, let's just stop. Okay, we'll talk. Can we just talk about this? Did you say you called the police and the press to see me dressed as a woman? Uh, I, I did, but I said maybe we could, uh, I, I was, uh, um, yeah, but I was gonna take you. I told him we'd be at the park. We'd go out for a walk so he'd be out in the public. So I don't think they know we're here. Uh, meanwhile, this like Swedish couple and a couple of German, um, young men have been watching this the whole time. Like it's some sort of play because the room is filled up the dorm room. People are like, was it Kortish the British dam Wolflinch Katoshima? Oh, to Shente for Kotoshkish Bombakatufa Blanche Katamp Wolflin. Ukanta Tushin Kontam found foot Katu. Like they're trying to figure out, and then uh, what for the way? And finally, we got pardon me, ice from a German land, uh, Dan, 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 Dan. You know that country between Germany and na, na, na. Oh, English not so good, but you too, you, you know, most similar. We are saying most people get married the opposite track, you say, but you are a very similar couple, it's strange. But you love each other very much, you see. He's so sad. And you sick, you sick which woman? You which woman, you sick? You sick, that's why you're balding, huh? Ah, da. Okay, I tell them. What the... What is the... What is the... What is the... What is the... All right, uh, you can you just uh, leave us alone here. We are trying to... Uh, um. Okay, let me ask you a question about your wife there, okay, man? Um, can your wife hear? No, I can't hear. Go okay, get okay. You 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 try to do something bad to your wife, I tell you. You you you're a jerk, right? You you're a bad man. Well yeah, you're right, buddy, I'm a bad man. Go ahead and tell that in your language to everybody. Unka fashion fuka. Fukar, yeah, fukar fuka fuka Okay, great. Run along. All right. Well, here's what I'm gonna do, Jeff. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want you to get caught dressed like a woman. 
I'm going to go out to the lobby. I'm going to go down to that store. I'm going to get you some clothes. And we'll drive over to your headquarters. We'll figure it out, okay? Well, I'll help you find... I'll help you the best I can, and then maybe you can help me find my best friend, James Cash. Okay? Okay. Um, that sounds fine. I'll just... Did they say you are Fuker? Fuker? I'll, I'll hang out with these people. They seem so nice. And maybe that... You see that woman in the back there? She's uh, Danish. She's beautiful. Maybe I'll talk to her, you know? So, yeah, you go hit the road, and... I. Hi, hi, you with the ponytails? The pig, those pigtails, what do you call it? Okay, okay. All right, all right. So R.W. leaves Jeff in the dorm room, goes down to the lobby. Excuse me, sir. Oh, oh uh, what, what, uh, what? And this guy's sitting there, he's in a cowboy hat, black cowboy hat, cowboy, cowboy outfit. Excuse me, sir, you, uh, Mr. Richard Warren. How, how you doing? I know you. you. Uh, no, 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 you don't know me. You don't know nothing. Uh, my name's, uh, R.W., not Richard. Nah, you're Richard Warren Sears, huh? Yeah, come on, come on, have a seat down here with me. Come on, sit right next to me, son. Oh, oh no, uh, what, 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 up and he, he notices a guy's got these steely, ice, ice cold steely eyes. Yes, son, uh, I want you to sit right down here and we're gonna have a little talk. You, uh, your friend, your friend James Cash Penny, you, you have that name familiar? Does that name ring a bell with you? Um, uh, uh, it's my, my buddy, uh, yeah, yeah, we, uh, we, uh, we we have a lot to talk about because he just left my house. Mr. James Cash Penny just left my house. He was an uninvited guest. And I believe you were an invited guest as well in my home. Do you understand me? Uh, well, no, I, I mean, do you have a daughter? Because James, I mean, I think he's in love. So he, uh, my, my house is very big, Mr. Uh, Mr. Rich Warren Sears. Uh, big enough for a bus to drive through it. I believe you know what I'm speaking of. Oh, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, wait, you, you that's your house. That is my house. I am who you think I am. I'm, I'm the big bad wolf, as they say in the business here. So we're going to have to have a long conversation about what I'm going to do because I had, I got a lot of trouble now down there. And my house with people that work on my house. So why don't you uh, and I will go off and have a little talk, all right? We're going to go somewhere nice and quiet, and we're going to talk, and we're going to get it all out on the table, me and you, Mr. Richard Rowan, because I know you're, you're a man very close, very close to the edge. And with that, they uh, head out the door of the hostel, Richard Warren, and a man that appears to be, oh, he's got black eyes, he's a big bad wolf. He uh, probably is um, a bad man, maybe, possibly Satan, the devil, I'm not sure. And they head out, and that's a good place to stop for tonight because they're just going to talk, so there's nothing to worry about about that. So that's a good place to stop. And then you got Jeff Bissos upstairs hitting on a little Danish girl.
a young Danish woman. Jeff Bissell's upstairs hitting on a young Danish woman. So we'll be back soon with another episode of Get Bessos. Good night. We're back with another episode of Get Bessos, a tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny's escape from purgatory and return to Earth in a quest for vengeance against Jeff Bissell's founder of Amazon.com and the man they feel ruined their retail legacies. Older episodes can be found at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash getbesos, G-E-T-B-E-S-O-S. I've only done this about 6,000 times and I can't spell or I can't spell. Jeepers, creepers. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have a little housekeeping to do. A, uh, a, a good update, good news. One of our listeners, Steph, a.k.a. Hacked a Bits, that we were talking about a couple episodes ago, who was in the hospital and who took the time to write us a review, even though you were in the hospital. Jeez. What what manners. What good manners. I, I wish I had manners like that, but uh, Steph is no longer in the hospital, and she's doing well. She's also a sixth-grade English teacher, so cheers to Steph for that. And if anybody wants to know uh, Steph's confidential medical information, it turns out she was having um, wing implants, and she got a staph infection when she was having wing implants. Or maybe it was a vestigial tail, something strange, but it was like an infection related to that. So uh, cheers to Steph. Uh, Your English class is going to be in for it with those. I guess it would be distracting for wings or a tail. So maybe not. Maybe that's not a good idea. So, but thank you, Steph, and we're glad to hear you're well, even though that would be a vanity operation. But no, in all seriousness, Steph, um, cut it out with the uh, appendages or whatever. We'll cut that or we won't. But yeah, thanks, Steph. We have a couple, I have a couple more thank yous to go out. Just give me a second here. MF81983 in Ireland for a review. Hopefully that stands for Mary Francis and not motherfucker. Tone Loke, we thanked. Sambo Lambo. I love you, Cheesecake. Hi, Kevin. And Tabor 8 Man. Thank you all from the US of A for your reviews. And Tabor 8 Man had a little request. And all I can tell you is I've already started working on our next series. And Tabor 8 Man or Tabor 8 Man, or however you say your username. I think you're going to be pleasantly, pleasantly surprised with what our new series is going to be, and that'll happen after the conclusion of Get Besos uh, at some point in the future. So thank you all for taking the time to review us on iTunes. And if you've taken the time to review us on iTunes, make sure to shoot me an email at, uh, I should know the email, the feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com or dearscooter at sleepwithmepodcast.com or on Twitter at dearscooter. So I can shoot you a link for our super secret episode, which it should just be a super weird episode. But uh, just send me a link or an email so I can, uh, my way of saying thank you for help helping me help you help other people or something like that. But no, seriously, thanks for taking some time out and reviewing us because it does help us find new listeners. If, if this pack is helping you fall asleep, it's going to help other people fall asleep. I hope. So thanks a lot. All right, let's get back to the boredom. When we last left off, R.W. and 
Jeff Bissos were at a hot youth hostel and it looked like RW had some kind of run in with uh, Satan, possibly. But again, that's not. But let's see where we pick up tonight because it might not be the same place. Another episode of Get Vessels Here. Tonight's episode opens in the executive parking lot of the Amazon.com headquarters. And unlike certain corporate headquarters, this Amazon.com headquarters, you're looking at a lot of Hondas, a lot of Nissan Leafs. You're going to see some luxury sedans, but more likely you're going to see minivans. And, of course, you know, the flashier people, they're driving. And I can't say flashy in a negative way because if I had the scratch, I would definitely be buying one of those Tesla sport sedans. I don't even have Model S or whatever. You're not seeing the, as many Beamers and such. But it's, I guess not important. Not important, again. <laughs> Going off on a tangent a little. Cars are in the parking lot. Nice cars. And all of a sudden this portal opens and who spills through the portal? But James Cash Penny, man, we've been missing for an episode. He tumbles onto the parking lot. He's fully clothed, so this isn't like a a Terminator portal. Just an you know these are these aren't portals between time. They're portals between I I don't know. We we got to get one of those um, mega scientists on here. But anyway, he spills into the parking lot. Just happens his timing is awful because as he spills into the parking lot. Who, there's a group of people in the executive parking lot, and they're pissed off. And it, they're pissed off because it's the inner circle. Jif Bissos is in a cir- inner circle. And they were all gathered around, and they got their trope boxes after you've been fired from a job with their goldfish and their pictures of their family. And, of course, because it's a tech company, they got their vinyl toys and their Star Wars collectibles and their 20-sided dice and all that stuff. No judging. I'm just saying the facts are the facts. Jeff spills out pretty much into the middle of these people. And as soon as they see him, they're like, you, it's you, it's you, that kind of stuff. And this one person stands up and gets right in uh, James's face. He's like, you, you, you fucked us, man. And James is kind of there like, whoa. He's still, I mean, he just... I mean, we were gone for an episode, and we've actually been gone for a few days, maybe even a week since that episode aired. But to James, it's only been a few seconds since he was just playing truth or dare with death. So he's disoriented, and he's trying to get his bearings, and these people are yelling. He's like, hey, whoa, whoa. Hey, guys, whoa, whoa. Yo, you ruined us, man. What are you doing? Oh, everybody everybody calm down. Everybody calm down. Who... Who, who, where am I? We're in the parking lot, the executive parking lot of Amazon.com. The company we hate now. Uh, whoa, whoa, okay. And who are you people? You don't remember us? We just hazed you. In the haunted house? Remember the big test where we pretended we were secret? I was one of the secret agents. My name's Luke. Oh, hey guys. Okay, okay. I, I, what, you seem upset. Uh, whew. If you, if you wouldn't be upset if you knew, if you people knew, knew where you've been. We don't care where you've been, man. You realize we've all been fired. Only thing we had, we didn't even have any cash. We had no cash money. All money was in the stock, the stocks in the toilet. We got fired. We don't even get a severance pants. We're fired under due 
firing thing. Fired with cause, they think they call it. I don't even know. We, we lost our security badges. Unlimited soda. No. We don't even have access to our unlimited soda. You realize how I feel? My brain. I, I'm used to like 12 Dr. Peppers. And she used to drink 14 Diet Cokes. We're, we're, she's, she's, she's weeping and dry heaving in the corner over there because she's going through Diet Coke withdrawal. Okay, guys. Everybody just calm down. Everybody calm down. I see you're going through soda withdrawal. Uh, whew, everybody calm. I, I don't. Okay, the hazing I remember at the haunted house. Okay, the testing, that was with the whole thing where you had us locked in the rooms. Okay, so okay, so you guys are, you were work for Jeff Bezos, right? And why are you mad at me? You, you, got, you seem like you're one of, you're almost like an unruly mob. And to be honest, you're not as intimidating because I just left an unruly mob. That was seriously, you could go into a prison. You wouldn't find people as hard as these people. These are the hardest. Anyway, you get, why don't you tell me why you guys are all so upset? Don't play dumb with us, Cash. You know exactly why we're upset. No, actually, I don't. I don't. How could you not know? It's been all over. You, you ruined us. You and your buddy ruined. I don't know what you did to Jif. What did you do? What did you guys do to him? Did you get brainwash him or something? They say all of us were never, none of us are ever going to be able to get jobs again. They say we're in some cult, the blackfish cult, they're calling it. And that there's some leader called the uh, goldfish king or something. And we're this cult. We were this corporate. They were saying it was like some corporate inner circle that got too inner and too insular. And they're using stuff like group, group think and that. Jif was our, like, charismatic, and he talked. They say he dressed us like a woman with a babushka, and he's leading us down a path of environmental extremism, and and that the company was just a cover for some, they're calling us communists, everything. We're ruined. We'll never work again. The stock's in the toilet. We got, we're worthless. I got kids. I got a wife and kids, and, 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 and they were going to Montessori school, and, Man, okay, calm down. Okay, so, uh, so Jif dresses like a a, babush, a babushka woman. Is it I'm a, a babushka woman, eh? No. Uh, what did you guys do to him? They got pictures of him, and they said he he assaulted the coast guard. There's they want felony arrest. They're saying he's an eco terrorist. Why? Why? Why would you destroy Jif? He was he was a good man. All the CEOs, he was the best. He wasn't the flashiest. He wasn't the, he wasn't Steve, but he wasn't Bill. He wasn't cutthroat. And he's all, he's all, he's outlasted everyone. And now you guys come out of nowhere with your algorithms from this dead Darian guy. Darren, his name was Darren. And then all of a sudden Jeff's ruined and we're ruined with him because, and I don't know where to feel bad for myself or Jif or, or all of us. We're, we're screwed. Why did you, you're, we, if I wasn't a coward, I would kill you. And then there's this guy kind of off to the back, one of the inner circle. And he kind of steps forward and he takes a big, hawks a big loogie and spits it at James's feet. And then he turns and he looks at all the inner circle. He goes, Cause I thought I, I dreamed this guy's. 
This guy here, him and his buddy were out to get Jeff. Like I remember, I was listening when we were interviewing him, and they, they were mut- they were both kind of muttering to themselves different stuff. And they kept that guy, the other guy, the grouchy guy. He was like, uh, gonna talking about getting Jeff, and that's I think that's why he wanted to talk to James, George Packer. And I'm mean, George Packer might be involved in this also, but. I think they were out to get you and destroy him. They would be jealous. We should, we should, we should take this guy. We should, we should, we should, we should. Let's poke him with, let's poke him with paper clips. See who's got paper clips in them. I, I got paper clips in my box. Yeah, we're going to poke you with paper clips, buddy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, yeah. Listen, I'm not out to get anybody. Yeah, you are. You're a jerk. I, I wasn't out to get Jeff. <sighs> okay. Guys, listen, all I can tell you is I'm sorry. This this was an, un- you guys were an, un- so you were out to get you? That told you this guy's no good. You were out to get Jeff, weren't you? I was not out to get Jeff. And any getting of Pesos, ooh, golden rule, golden rule. I'm going to make things right with you guys. Ah, uh, yeah, you, you try to get our ball. You, you're, you're an evil man. You, you, you guys just came out of nowhere. It's like you came out of hell. Son of a bitch. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy with the pejorative language, man. Okay? It's offensive to everybody. I'm gonna make things right. I, I'm gonna get all your info. And I will get you all sodas. And whatever, what was the other stuff you needed? Some stock. You need your stock prices. Hmm. Oh, and Mana, Mana, Montezuma School. I'm going to make things, you're not going to make things right. Come on, guys. Let's go down to the local coffee shop that serves craft beer and let's drink ourselves to drink a beer together, all of us, and forget this guy, jerk off. One day. Mr. Cash, you're going to pay for what you've done. Can't just get Bissos, man. You can't just, you can't just crush a man and his dreams and the people that were close to him. It's wrong. What you did was wrong. Do unto others. It's going to be done unto you. Oh, okay, guys. I'm so, and then the, all the people, they just walk off. Cash is a little bit shaken and he goes, excuse me, before you go, uh, can I, j- you know, Angela Bessos, do you know, any- she, oh, you goddamn, and the guy reaches back, he's going to punch, whoa, 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 don't punch me, what, what, what do you mean, well, you, you, you son of a, you know damn well where she is, she's in there, she's the one that fired all of us, she did a stock swap, she took over the company, and she said she's taking it non-profit, you piece of garbage with you. What is that your bride in that? Why'd you go in there and run along to Angela, you son of a gun? Ugh. So James is like stunned and oof, man. Did not see that coming. Damn portals from hell. They come out at the wrong place at the wrong time. And then and he goes through another portal, which is the front door to Amazon and security's waiting there. And, but they're, they seem to be expecting him probably because they have, Cameras into the parking lot. 
Oh, Mr. Ibex, Mr. Ibex, come right in. Uh, we're expecting you. Were those, that riffraff bothering you all out there? Because we could have him shot and killed all the... Oh, no, no, no. No, uh, is, uh, I'm here to see, uh, Miss Bessos. Ah, uh, yes, uh, Miss Bessos is waiting for you upstairs in the, uh, the executive conference room. Just take the, uh, express elevator right there, sir. It's good to see you, Mr. Ibex. Can, is it all right if I call you Cash, Mr. Ibex? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, sorry, I'm distracted with this whole riffraff thing. So he gets on the elevator. He goes up, gets off the elevator at the floor. Since it's an express elevator, he knows he just has to get off when it stops and the door opens. It's a bonus of being able to afford express elevators. Is not having to pay as strict attention. Elevators, not everybody. I mean, you might think, hey, I, I know how to ride an elevator. And, but don't, don't be so judgmental sometimes. Like, not everyone is paying attention when they're riding the elevator. That's why there's all the dinging. And there used to be elevator operators. Is that if you're, a, you know, a muckety-muck, is, that, is a muckety-muck a good thing? Like a fancy pants? You don't want to have to ride the elevator back down another floor. So, yeah, don't judge people. There's a lot of fail-safes built in elevators, but this one you don't need one because it just goes up to the floor, one floor only, executive floor. And James gets off, and the doors to the executive conference room are open. He goes in, and who's standing there? But Angela Bissos. And I've used words to describe her before, like resplendent. And resplendent. <laughs> I, uh, I don't even know what other words. Like when she used resplendent, is there another word? It's kind of, I kind of messed up because I should have saved resplendent for right now. Ooh, I had one. I had a word, but it, it just escaped me. Transcendent? That's, whoa, that's a dangerous word. You can't really look. Transcendent's more of a state. Resplendent is pretty tough to beat. But I'll think one. I might have to pause the podcast. And I swear I won't look it up on uh, a dictionary.com or anything. Boom. I got it. Well, right after I hit, she looks breathtaking. Even though she's just in a, she's just in a, a regular dark business suit. But she looks breathtaking. She's got her hair up in a, 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 a beautiful ponytail. And she turns. She looks at him. She's a poised, poised woman with her perfect ponytail. She gives him a look. James freezes. And they lock eyes for a second. And then the corners of her mouth turn. One of those smiles that's like playful. Happy and like your anticipation of something has just paid off. That smile and it captured James is just he's already she's breathtaking, so he's breathless. His breath has been taken. And the smile just he said, Hey, uh, hey, 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 hello, James. So good to see you. Hey, Miss Bessos, are you okay? Where have you been? Have a seat. Close the door. 
Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, James falls into a seat, and he doesn't realize how much he's been through. And between hell and then this incident in the parking lot, and then having his breath taken away by this beautiful woman, her smile. Let me get you, let me get you a glass of water. So she gives him some water, and James chugs it down. He takes a breath, and kind of sinks into the seat, deep, deep into the seat. It's almost like he's going to float off in his sleep, and then he steals himself, shakes his head. Let me get another one of those waters, Respesos. Angela, James, it's Angela. Where, what, James, are you ready to tell me what happened to you? After you, with the helicopter in my ear and all that? Angela, Angela, I, I, honestly, I need I need your help. Well, anything, James. Anything. You, you, well, we could talk about me later. What What do you need? What 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 do you need? Okay. You, you know, this is gonna sound weird. A lot of this stuff is weird, and you probably already knew that since you had a woman in your ear. But I gotta get I gotta get a hold of God. I need to get in touch with God or someone that can get me in touch with God. And I don't mean that in a figurative way or a metaphorical way. Like, I mean it in get that dude on the horn way or give me a direct line, uh, operator, connect me to God way. I need to speak with God or someone that speaks with him. Well, James, um, that's out of my pay grade. I shouldn't be trying to be funny right now. I, uh, that brings up so many questions I don't even know what to say because that's the kind of thing that, this isn't the kind of thing that's, I mean, this is a serious situation, but even now it's hard to discuss God and 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 making it concrete like that and get God on the phone. Okay. What do you? What would you? What do you need to get get a hold of God about? Let's start there. What What do you need to talk to God about? Wow, Angela. Uh, whew, if you're not gonna buy that God stuff, it's like um. So when I went through into your ear, I don't know. I don't remember because it's been a crazy couple days here. But that was a portal to hell, and I went through there with Hans Zimmer Gorbelli. That that was a guy I shoved through. I don't know. if... You probably couldn't see it. I don't know. How is your peripheral vision? It's very good, James. So, yeah, I could see Mother Nature's legs when she was in my ear and in her knees. So I've got pretty good peripheral vision. Well, so, yeah, we went into your ear. We got Mother Nature. Did Mother Nature get out? She got out. She's James. Tell me. Go ahead. Tell me. But so me and Gorbelli go, we went into hell through the rift to hell in your ear. Obviously, that goes to hell if it's rift to hell. We saw some stuff down there. Oh, James, I bet. So hell is... But we saw some stuff that just wasn't disturbing. I know what you're talking about, Angela, about this God thing, but there's got... uh, I talked to some people down there. There's just some disturbing stuff going on. I mean, besides the whole hell thing, like there's this whole employment thing going on besides the people that are just in hell. I promised them I'd get them. They gave me a list of demand. Okay, James. Oh, go ahead, finish. I'm sorry. I, 
I jumped the gun. Yeah, I've got a list of demands of stuff they need from God. And they it's not just the demands. I mean, it's making me question this whole Judeo-Christian take on hell. I mean, call me Dante Alighieri, but I don't, I don't follow you, James. Well, leave your John Milton at the door. I don't know what I'm talking about, Angela. I think I've lost my mind. I'm making, but I gotta get. I to, I promise these people I get in touch with them, and they have Hans Zimmer Gorbelli kind of as a hostage down there. And I don't trust the guy, but as much as I don't trust him, I can't leave him as a hell hostage to people that aren't. I mean, there's definitely the level of complications that I've gotten myself into. And this all started with, I, honestly, Angela, I was trying to be a good friend. I was. Uh, oh, man. I don't know. Have you heard, where, where's Jeff? Where's Jiff and, and R.W.? Okay, James, James, let's just take one thing at a time, okay? J, Jiff and R.W., we'll, we'll get to that. What, what, what do you mean we'll get to it? I mean, R.W.'s my best. Is he okay? Well, we don't know. There was a helicopter crash. But news reports are coming. I th- there was someone that called. I think we're going to find them, okay? Now, this hell thing. So there's workers in hell. And how did you, like, what would you have done if you, what if, how did you defend it? Because I remember Jif couldn't see. Like, I, you know, it was hard for me to hear, even though I have good, good peripheral vision. My hearing was off having a, a demigod in my ear. So, how how did you, what would you have done if the devil came after you or anything down there? I mean, this whole thing makes me so freaked out. Well, okay. Well, let me take it. I got this bag here, this little backpack. Okay. So look at this. Oh, James. And James pulls out the Biden. It's a, it's a for a little devil. So it doesn't look, I guess I haven't, I haven't done the Biden justice before, but it kind of looks like an oversized, bright red, very, very well-made barbecue fork. But it's like almost like reddish, iridescent red. Badass. I mean, I would love to get my hands on a Biden like this. But so James showing it to him. Oh, James, what's that? This is a Biden from hell. And I, I like the little devil says so these little devils in hell. And they torture people with these. Oh, James. So they can poke and, and make shocks. It just causes a lot of pain. You can stick people or poke people or. You can open up rifts to hell, I guess. I don't know the, the magic words to do that, but it does stuff. Oh, can I hold on to it? I'm scared. Like, I could, what if the devil bursts through? Could I poke him? Poke him good? You could. Here, yeah, go ahead and hold. And then I have this here. Oh, it's a mixed piggy lunchbox. That was, that was when I first fell for you. I mean, yeah, that's a Miss piggy. Oh, yeah, it's a Miss piggy lunch. Yeah, this Miss piggy lunchbox is, uh, full of, uh, slush from the gluttony part of hell. That's where the gluttons live in the slush, and it causes them to be blind and impedes movement and stuff. So I have that in case I need to throw it on anything and blind them or slow them down or anything. Oh, what can I? I used to have a, a Miss Piggy lunchbox. Can I get? Let me get a good look at that thing. You know, I do a Miss Piggy. Hiya. Um, let's see. I used to have that. A down, uh, oh, that was a down. That was a frog. A frog. 
I don't, I don't know, James. I'm sorry. It's probably not the right time for me to be doing my Miss Hiya Piggy imitation. Can it, frog? Something like that. I don't know. But I know it's not perfect. But, and, and, and then what's that horn? Well, this is the horn of Jethro. This is the most powerful weapon, I think. If you blow it, it sends some kind of, well, I don't know if it's sonic energy or heavenly energy or something, but it vaporizes any of Hell's minions out of existence, I, I guess. Oh, can I? I used to play French horn. I don't know if I ever told you that. Well, we've never been on a proper date. but That's the kind of thing we would talk about on a date. But can I see that? So this is a, the horn of Jethro. Ooh, I feel powerful just holding it. And then I've got my Miss Piggy lunch. I'm ready for a little hex, hell expedition. Expedition. Expedition, James. That's where you just came. Angel, you're taking this a little lightly. I need to find RW. I need to get a hold of God. And I need to make things right with the people that used to work here. They said you something about you taking the company over and making it a non-profit and... Jeff dressing in a babushka and is art art. That sounds like RW. So is that how is RW? Uh, I just feel like things have gotten way out of hand. And also with you, Angela, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we should talk now. I mean, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have got you involved. And then she just looks at him. She's got this doe eyes going. She said, James, stop. So James, James, you saved me from from that rift from hell. They were going to pull me into hell, weren't they, and keep me captive or something. You're my hero. And even before that, I felt something between us. And I kind of know that we were talking and you're saying that you're a liar and you're from purgatory. But... I think I'm falling in love with you, or I have already. And, I mean, uh, I can tell there's something here, right? (sighs) Angela, yeah. um, I don't, I mean, this is just a bad situation that we're in. And we should have never been in this situation. I don't know what's going on between us, but I'm not even, I don't even know. I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I feel something for you too. But even saying that's wrong because it's just not, nothing, nothing's going to happen between James, James. Well, we have right, talk about the golden rule, James. What about the golden rule for me? Do unto others as you want them to do unto you. She leans in for a kiss. Long, deep kiss. A kind of kiss that's fed by the tension both of them are feeling. The desperation. And the latent passion. Sexual energy. They're both feeling for each other. And it's released in this kiss, this deep, deep kiss. Tongue. There's tongue. And there's hair, you know, the hand on the back of the neck thing. And 
and the leaning of the back, leaning back. So the kiss goes on for a minute, and it's a deep, passionate kiss, and there's it starts to border on heavy petting with sighs and neck kisses and nuzzling, like a couple good nuzzles. James Cash is a nuzzler. Back in, I don't even know if they had heavy petting, like what year. I think that was probably invented in either the 20s or the 50s. But, yeah, they're getting some heavy petting on, some necking, I think it was called, in, at one period, making out. So, it's getting, it's, it's getting to the point. I mean, it's one of those kisses. Oof. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. Where they don't even know. I mean, they're one step away from sweeping everything off the desk and making sweet love to each other. And then, and then they, they just stop, but not stop, because the stop because the moment has come to its conclusion, and they both have that feeling inside that combination of queasy panic and sexual excitement. Butterflies floating around in their tummies. And Angela wipes some of the, wipes off some of her lips. Whew. James. Wow. That seals the deal for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're quite a, Miss Bessels, you're quite a kisser. Well, James, I was trying to get to something with the, the golden rule between you and me thing. Cause I think I have, I think I have some solutions to some of the problems you're talking about. And to be honest, since we first met out at that overlook, I haven't been able to get you out of my mind. And I, I've had, I have a lot, I'm a person with a lot of my mind to begin with. And at first I was like, you're just a distraction. He's just, you know, I figured you were a player, which I, I can see you are. But this, I know this is something different for you, too. And we're kind of st- stuck in this kind of tragic love thing. You're not technically human, but you're not a god or a demigod. And I'm just a a woman, a normal. Well, I'm not. there's nothing normal about me, but I'm just a human being. I haven't experienced crossing over to death and the escape from death that you've experienced. And then the trips, you know, everything, James, everything that's you've been up to. But oh, what am I getting at? This whole thing about getting in touch with God and, and all that stuff. I think, I think I've come up with a plan. And, and James, you're going to have to trust me. Right? Can you trust me? Angela... My head is spinning. Whew. I, I, I think I can trust you because I, I suddenly feel like this is one of those moments. I don't know if it's a passion or I don't know that something like our love can wash over all these events and go wave crashing over these problems and together. They won't be able to hold us back. There's no seawall. We can... Together, we'll go... Yeah, what's your plan? Because I'm down. Two of us will go get a hold of God. We'll go down to hell. We'll make things right. We'll get Mr. Gorbelli out of there. Yeah, we'll go down to hell together. We'll we'll find Jif 
we'll find our dubby. We'll fix all that. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out the babushka cross-dressing thing. And I can figure out the employees. I mean, I, I, you got to tell me more about this nonprofit, but it sounds like I know you're a good woman, Angela. There's one thing I know. One thing I trust is my, my judgment in people. I mean, my judgment is never steered. Well, judgment. Wait, wait, Angela. Yeah, I love you. Okay, James. Well, the first problem, first problem I kind of see is this whole uh, purgatory escape thing. Because you have a man's body, but you're not really human. So it's some sort of illusion going on or some... I, I, I can't tell. I mean, we could cut you open and see if you bleed or if you die. But I'd just rather make you into a man again. And I, I, I realize that that's kind of playing God and I'm just a human. And that got me thinking of what to do. And now that I have, you know, we have these, these things, this horn. I was thinking about this horn. You said it, 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 uh, so with this horn, I was saying, let's go into my office because I think I, I, can, I think we can I have an idea about this horn and this Biden. And I'll just put this all. I'll take this backpack. Come on, James. So they go through. They go down the hall. They go through her waiting room and and through. They go down the hall. They go into. They go into Angela's office, and she actually has a real big office. It's got a a greeting room with a, a desk for a receptionist and some waiting waiting chairs to wait in, and then a secretary's office, and then they get to her door, and James notices it's uh well how how would you keep and they get to they get to in the secretary's office right before the doors into Angela's office are two very well armed men. Probably from that um that what was that military contract? I think that might have been called Blackfish. I know it's called something else, but let's say they're from Blackfish, the military subcontractor. They got some M sixteen type guns and they're big, big six foot four dudes. Quiet. Full body armor. Good afternoon, Miss Bessos. Good afternoon, boys. No one's been in my office, right? No, ma'am. Uh, no one in, no one out, just like you said. All right, well, excuse us. This is my friend, Mr. Ibex. Larry Ibex. Good afternoon, Mr. Ibex. And they open the door to the office, and Angela closes it behind them. So they go, they go into Angela's office and she closes the door. She locks it. She goes, so James, you really trust me. Do you, you really, you got to trust me. I have a, I have a plan here. And I think this horn of Jericho is going to be the key. Let's go in the bathroom. Ooh, Angela, um, I got a full bathroom in there. Full, full and a half bath or whatever. One and a half baths in case I, for when I spend time at work. Well, Angela, I'm not a, well, we, 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 I thought we were going to talk. No, no, James, don't worry. You're not going to watch me go to the bathroom or anything strange like that. Just come on in here. They go in the bathroom and there's a bathtub, uh, full bath, full bath, you know, with a curtain, vanity, real nice bathroom, a couple sinks, 
toilet, probably one of those new fancy toilets, bidet combo, analyzes your bathroom stuff. And Angela says, okay, James, you ready? She pulls back the curtain for the full bath and hanging from the ceiling by handcuffs, leg shackles, is Mother Nature. And directly below her is a tub filled with what one could only assume is a herbicide. And Mother Nature's kind of passed out and Angela reaches back and slaps her. Mother Nature comes, you know, Mother Nature's gagged and she's shaking and she, it looks like she's been, she's been beaten up a bit and, and she, she looks like she's in rough shape. And Angela looks at her and James is, sh- what, 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 is it M- Mother Nature? It wasn't Mother Nature's fault, Angela. Mother Nature wasn't having anything to do with being in her ear. I'm sorry, I don't, I, Oh, man, we never stayed back to make this clear. It's, there was nothing bad about Mother Nature. I thought, I thought actually, you should have known that because you were there. But remember that de- Mother Nature was trying to fix your ear and then she fell in. She wasn't trying to, James, I know. I know. I, I have a much higher IQ than you. I know that Mother Nature fell into my ear. But I also know another thing. Mother Nature, I got this thing. It's called the Horn of Jethro. Probably some saint or did some battle in the Old Testament, I believe, with uh, Satan's minions or such, some such. It, uh, it's been known to destroy Satan's minions. And I was just curious if I, if I aimed it at you, what would happen? I, I know you don't work for Satan, but you're kind of like a neutral, semi-neutral earth goddess or something. Would this, if I blew it in here at you, would I? She lifts the horn to her lips and Mother Nature just kind of starts struggling. Because I'm not sure if Mother Nature knows. She's gagged, so I don't know if she knows that the horn will get her or not. And it goes, oh, well, maybe I'll wait. And then she pulls the Biden out of her backpack. And James like, what are you, Angela, what are you doing? Don't worry, James. I asked you if you could trust me. Why don't you just sit on the vanity and watch? Well, I can't. I can't. It just seems like it's wrong, Angela. James, sit the fuck down. Now, Mother Nature, she runs the Biden across some of the tiles on the wall. Tick, 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 tick. Then she goes, touches the herbicide, and it sparks and tosses, and a little, just a little tiny droplet hits Mother Nature on the ankle and sizzles her ankle. Mother Nature struggles with her bonds and, Angela says, I've been thinking about what Mother Nature's power is, because she is the life giver. Is that right, Mother Nature? And without you here, with with you even in my ear, I was causing all this havoc. So if you were to be erased from existence with this horn of Jethro, or just injured or tossed, I could maybe I could figure out how to make this Biden open up a little doorway to hell. And if he fell into hell... What would happen to all of life? It wouldn't be good. And I would probably lose my life, which, alas, I'd have to deal with. But what would happen to all the little bunny rabbits and all the little creatures of the world? So I was thinking I'd I'd make a little deal with you, Mother Nature. Angela, I, I can't be a part of this. Shh, James. You make James into a real man. And I don't mean real man like sexually. I mean a real human man. 
James, James is for you. She's going to make you into a human, and then we can be together. And we'll go down. Once you're human, we'll, we'll fix everything. Don't worry. But it, this isn't the way to do it, Angela. This isn't. You, you're already. You've got Mother Nature all tied up. And. Oh. That's, so that's not okay. Like. Didn't you kidnap Hans? How come you could. James, you, uh, you, you kidnapped Hans Zimmer Gorbelli and pulled him into hell. I'm just trying to, I just want you to be a man. And then we'll go down to hell. Once you're a man, I'll help you fix everything, James. We'll go down to hell. We'll get Mr. Gorbelli. We'll make sure RW's okay and Jif. I'll even help the old employees. We'll get everything's fine. But not until you're a man. And I'd hate to see what would happen if I lost my temper and before you even became a man and had to wipe Mother Nature out of existence, right? Mother Nature? Mother Nature struggles again. So, Mother Nature, is that possible to make James into a man? Mother Nature's not even sure. She has that look in her eye. She has that look in her eye like, I, I don't I don't know, of, of fear. But she, she, she nods anyway. She's good. That's what I wanted to hear. And James, what about you? Are you uh, ready and willing to become a real man. Angela, this is like a perversion of... Oh, I don't, Angela. I don't, I don't know. Well, maybe this will change your mind. And Angela reaches out to Biden. Points it at James. And that's where we're going to stop tonight. Whoa. Cliffhanger alert. I don't know what she was doing with that Biden. I don't know what she's thinking, what anybody's thinking. Maybe it's love. This is kind of things that passionate love drive people to. But we're going to stop there, and we'll be back with another episode soon. Que pesos. Thanks for listening. And I hope you get a good night's sleep. We're back with another episode of Get Pesos. The tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Petty's Escape from Purgatory. Return to Earth on a quest for vengeance against Jeff Bissos, founder of Amazon.com, and the man they feel crushed their retail empires. Older episodes you can find at www.sleepingpodcast.com slash getbesos, G-E-T-B-E-S-O-S. When we last left off, James Cashpenny was in a pickle with Mother Nature and Miss Bessos. I think it's time to catch with our buddy R.W. and see what's going on with him. Because the last time we saw him, he was the man who, who may or may not have been seen. So let's check in on another episode of Get Bessos. Hiya! I love doing that. Hiya! Get Bessos. Hiya! I wish it was actually a horse-related show, because then it would actually make sense that I was going hiya, or like a hero that was Indiana Jones-like, but. No, it's just I just like doing it. So after that little interlude there, we're back with another episode of Get Bessels. Hiya! So as we open, Richard Warren Sears and this man in the black hat, the big bad wolf as he calls himself, are walking down the street towards a park where Richard Warren had told the police and the press that they could find Jif Bessels in a babushka. 
and they're just chatting. Let's pick up. Let's like let's uh let's just sneak right up and listen in. Richard, 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 Warren Sears. My, where are we walking to anyway? I'm not a big uh, walker. You might imagine uh, where I'm from. It gets mighty hot, hot, mighty hot, and I don't, you know. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, I gotta, I gotta run a little. Uh, <laughs> you ain't running any errands. Your errand running days are over. Uh, no, actually, I do have to. Uh, it's important. Uh, uh, what, what, uh, so you're uh, trying to scare me, eh? With your, uh, big bad, uh, wolf thing about, are you, uh, from hell? Are you, uh, the devil or are you just some, uh, uh, idiot? Uh, wait, them, call me an idiot. Well, well, uh, Mr. Rip, uh, may make a man angry. You can make a man angry. And, uh, I'm liable to, uh, not be a gentleman. But that, that's not normally my ways are. Wait, hey, you're, you're a gentleman. Uh, you're from hell. You're the gentleman from hell. Uh, the gentleman from hell. Uh, what can I? Uh, do we have a bed for? Uh, I don't go to all. Hey, why? Why? Yeah, right, 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 right. Bye, 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 bye. Uh, uh, where is my friend? Where? Where? What do you mean? Uh. Uh, where's your friend? That's why I'm here to speak to you about your friend, James Cash Penny, and tell you the consequences if you don't reveal to me his location. And, oh, uh, okay, oh, wait, 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 where is my buddy, Jason? He's my best friend. And all of a sudden, nobody are here to find this out. You, and, uh, he, he's in, he was in, uh, you, uh, what do you mean you don't know? Why are you asking me? You're supposed to be, aren't you like omniscient or some friggin'? What do they got? You don't have, you must not understand me. I'm, I'm going to ask you again kindly. I know this is the games you human folk play. I need to know where James Cash Penny is and what the three been up to. Or oh, I'm, I'm about to lose my cool. And the kind of thing, I mean, have a look at me, son. I'm about six inches tall. I, I'm liable. I'll just take you right down to the worst place. You cannot possibly. Okay. What? what why do you? What, what, how? How could you possibly not know? What you, you're, you're the deceiver. I know your game. I mean, you're the deceiver, the tempter, the seducer, whatever. You, you're here to make me do something. I, I've already done. I've made all the mistakes I can possibly make when, suppose, I don't even know if I lost, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to account for my actions. So whatever the price I got to pay for screwing up and pulling out, I, I, I take responsibility. James is an innocent man and, uh, uh, you're an idiot. So we'll just, let's get to a deal. What do you want? Well, 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 I'm glad you uh, don't be around the bush, Mr. Uh, R.W. Richard. Can I call you Richard? Richie. How about that? Nah, Richie don't sound. R.W. sounds nice. Uh, I need your help finding your friend and your other friend, your boss, Mr. Gorbelly. And I know three of you are in cahoots. 
And yes, you're going to have an accounting, but I need all three before I can make an accounting for your actions. Well, well, what? Why should I? Uh, you, you're trying to negotiate for me, but you, you're here. I, I, I'm obviously in the position of power because you're asking me the questions, right? <laughs> uh, listen, man, well, I, I, I'm the devil. I, I'm from hell, and I can make things very uncomfortable for you forever. So why are you messing with me? Just tell me where your friend is. Well, why would I tell you if you don't know where he is? Uh, what are you going to do, kill me? Uh, send me to hell. I mean, the chance of me going to hell, uh, are you going to make it worse? Well, that's entirely possible. Or I could, uh, when, when I, I could hurt somebody care about, well, uh, well, most people I care about are, uh, up, uh, they're not in hell or purgatory. So, uh, and, uh, the only other person I care about, you can't seem to find Mr. Uh, okay. Okay. Listen. Oh, wait a second. You're the deceiver. You're trying to mess with me. You already have, James. And you're trying some sort of trick. Well, you don't need to trick me. Uh, but, but I, uh, you, well, maybe not. I don't, you're confusing me, Satan. Well, I'm not taking no Satan, but, uh, uh, I am in the, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, Satan's good. Um, why? I just need to know where he, where, I mean, why can't we work together here? Well, you, well, give me my, you don't know where your buddy is, really? Really? You don't know? You don't know where my buddy is? Uh, no, no, I mean, I mean, I, 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 when power went out, I just don't know what to do. The whole power, when we got, with the power, your buddy left, and the power went out, and I need to know where he is so I can figure out what you guys did. Power? What? What are you talking about? The power went out. Wait, you don't know what? What? You, you and James, okay, you're not trying to trick me. You're not trying to deceive the deceiver, are you? No, no. Obviously, I don't need to, because you're, as I've said, a nincompoop and a moron or whatever. Okay, so your buddy, he left hell, and then uh, the power went out. Well, the po power went in and, and out in, in hell. That doesn't, that is, you don't have a... Yeah, I know, I know. I have no idea what happened. It's never happened before, and I've been down there running things for quite a long time. <laughs> So, yeah, it's a uh, it's bad it's bad bad thing, and uh, I, I know. Okay, here I'll tell you the truth. Okay, I, I was I, I was lying about needing your help. I was just trying to catch you guys so I could, you know, mess with you and then, you know, get to Gorbell. I know he's like your boss, and uh, I think so. You were lying to me about needing my help. Well, I was lying at first. Now I really do need your help. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I still don't get it if you're supposed to be safe. Well, well I was, I was kind of lying about that too. Like technically, you know, your, your human mind, wait, well, you're not human anymore, but you don't really, you haven't gotten any kind of all compassing knowledge yet. So your mind's limited. So you, you know that you, you have this idea of one Satan. There's not one Satan. I'm like the head manager of hell. Basically I run things down there. You know, I've been trying to 
work on stuff. I, I'm not in communication with, you know, any of the higher powers, but I'm trying to make the, you know, I try to predict what they would want. I'm trying to get out of there, you know, just like, I mean, they say eternity, but, you know, whew, I don't want to be there. So anyway, aside, aside from that, yeah, so I was a little bit lying that I'm not the devil or Satan as you know him because that's just a construction of your mind. Just like, so, but the bad news is it powers out in hell. And what that means is that, like, oh, this is just tough because you're my, like, let's see, I make up some stuff, but it's kind of true so that you can accept it. Like, hell is actually, you know, when they talk about the whole stuff, hell really is down, down below you. Like, close to Earth's core, there's this rift stuff that's, you know, we can't explain it, but that's where hell is down there, close to Earth's core. And that's why it's so hot, you know, they say it's hot. And, uh, there's lava and fire and stuff, that's real. And we also depend on the Earth's core for a lot of the energy. We have like a spiritual type energy and then the lava heat energy. So, I, didn't, I mean, how could you turn out the power? I don't know. But there's been a couple of red flags we've been seeing recently. And we just saw it was like changing the population. We had this huge spike and then things dropped off. And, um, okay, okay, buddy, you're uh, losing me. Uh, uh, oh, you, you're going to get fired. I, I, hey, I mean, I got to get God or the devil on the phone here because they got this guy running hell. He doesn't know what he's doing. And that's you. I, I, well, I'd I couldn't tell you what I'd love to do more than lose my job. <laughs> it's a bit of a punishment. It was a little mix up with what, what where my loyalties lied about 7,000 years ago, but in pride before the fall, as they say, as they say, but okay. So the, listen, buddy, these people around here, that, what, what's with all the gathering and TV truck? Oh, well, don't worry about it. I didn't take care of that in one minute. Well, so, uh, thing is, so hell is, is within the earth, okay? Now, when the power goes out, theoretically, really bad stuff's going to happen. I mean, I don't know how, how long, I, I, I don't have like a cell phone back to hell because the power's out, so I couldn't have charged it. Uh, technically, this is all theoretics to explain it. I'm constructs, I guess, whatever words you, but. So people are going to start leaking out of there and coming here. And there's a place that I'm at that I'm in or mix, you know, because you, well, you, you see, you, you're escapee, which is unheard of to begin with until ever since that. But, you know, this is all new stuff. I wasn't, there's no training manual down there. You know, you might think, oh, it's all pretty. Oh, God, you there's, you know, everything's clear. It's not it's just like here when you try to figure stuff out. You're like, what's it? Well, should I believe this or should I believe that? Or, well, that doesn't make sense. Well, I'm going to believe it because it makes me feel safe or whatever. But and, Okay. Can you uh, focus uh, again? I don't know who interviewed you, but you're, you uh, are not a, a good God. And I mean, bow. I wish I didn't. Good gracious. Uh, what is going to happen here? Okay, well, first, you know, it's funny because these people down here, they, 
up here. These people here, they're obsessed with these zombies. But that's really what's going to happen first First thing. It could be, you know, people are going to die. They're going to have anywhere to go. But the bodies are going to decompose. I mean, this body, once the, once the body stops working, it starts to decompose. You know, Mother Nature is going to reclaim what is hers. And the, But inside, the drive for life, uh, lust for life, whatever soul, whatever you want to call it, whatever, however you can wrap your head around it, that's still kind of stuck in there because it can't go. It, it's going to gum up the works, and that's going to be zombies. And the, the, these people, I don't know, they're swift. This uh, Kirkman yeah, character I've read. There's a lot of other good guys out there doing zombie-type stuff, but they're going to... What the zombies really do try to feed on the souls of the living. They need that energy. There's something I, I don't want. I can't get into. It's way too complicated. But it's gonna be that's gonna be the first thing that's probably already gonna be going on in a minute because people are dying and they got nowhere to go. Well, what about uh, having them? It's a whole system, brother. I can't I can't lay it out for you right now. But all I can tell you is that's just the start of it. We're talking like. Judgment Day stuff, but no one's playing it. I mean, I didn't get any memo that is Judgment Day, and what you know, hell on earth. That you heard that term? I don't know, man. I, that's why I need your help. We gotta get your buddy because when he left, that's when the power went out. And I can tell you that I know this Gorbelly. I've been trying to keep track on him because he's been doing stuff, and oh, I should have listened. This other guy who have. Uh, that damn Virgil stopped by, and he was telling me about this Gorbelli. And he's crazy, man. I told you. He's, he, you know, he, but he was telling me all this stuff about alternate, like what if there was a secondary hell and and a manpower. When he was looking, we were going over the the census numbers down, and I was like, no, nah, people are just, you know, maybe people. I I, I I was just not tuned in, man. The one decade I missed. And so there could be, I don't know, Gorbelli could have his whole army of, like, souls or something. I don't know. Oh, my Lord. Oh, what? Oh, I mean, being in hell with you would make it a lot worse. Okay. And then if I knew that I was, like, a servant, if I was in one of your minions, I would, uh, oh, man, if you need to get me, just, all right, I'll put that down. That's a heck of a good idea. So I'm running. Listen, I'm running things. That's not uh, as of right now. I'm well. I'm kind of stuck here. Is the other thing because with the power out, I, I, I'm the only one that had the power to get out because I have you know more power than everybody else. But I'm not gonna be able to get right back in there either to see what's going on exactly. And uh, so I need your help. We got to find your buddy. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh. Uh, and you're not, are you lying to me now at all? Probably. I mean, I'm a devil. I mean, I'm a devil. I mean, in some sense, as as you understand it, I am. And yes, I mean, I might even be lying and I know it. From what you're telling me, I'm, I guess I missed some stuff, some red fo- I guess I'm not as on the ball as I thought I was. I'm getting rusty with all that time down there, so. All right, all right. Well, I don't, I mean... How are we going to find James? Oh, boy. Oh, all right. Uh, so we got to find James. And then what? Well, well, well once we find James, uh, 
I could ask him. Well, he was with Goldbell, right? I, as far as I could tell, they fell through a rift of hell together, and then they just vanished, right? So, uh, I mean, maybe he, maybe your buddy is like up to no good with this Goldbelly fella. Mm, my, uh, what are you doing? Don't accuse my best friend of anything, you rat. Son of a gun. Forever, forever. Okay, well, take it easy, boss. Take it easy. Now, uh, well, okay. I, I, I'm having a lot of trouble buying all this. I mean, oh, you got a whole history. I mean, my whole lifetime. I mean, I was confused when I got to purgatory. Believe me, it was not what I expected. But in a whole lifetime of living, and then a whole boring existence in purgatory. This isn't, and even when my visit to hell, but with you, I mean, I'm confused. So like I said, it's not meant for, this isn't meant for your human minds to understand. I can only, I'm only scratching the surface here. And, and obviously I'm not, I'm not omnipotent sentience. So I don't know everything's going on, you know. I'm not, I'm not the brightest Biden, you know. I'm just running, you know, I'm good at coming up with bad things for people. I, I'm good at, uh, I used to write a lot of limericks when I was a living man. And so I liked, you know, our puns. So I like to say, hey, you know, you liked eating a lot of spaghetti. And spaghetti, eating spaghetti is a sit. No, no, I'm just using an example. Okay, can we cut it? Why don't we just call God in? And, okay, you're not getting it. I don't know God's enough. I mean, whew. Listen, okay, I'm going to lay it on you the best I can. It's not going to make any sense because you don't understand already. But So your mind creates all this stuff to try to understand it, you know, like we're talking and, and, and I'm in this body and everything. So, you're, you know, when you're alive and even when you're in the, in the in transition, kind of like you, you're trying to understand stuff. But once you start believing in it, it kind of makes it come. If enough people believe in something, then it, it's real. As uh, all I can explain, I don't, I don't know. So if enough people believe that God is a belly dancing clown, uh, we are not. I mean, it's, it, I'm, I'm just using, I'm trying to make a, explain it in a way you understand, but you don't understand it, right? But so say, you know, you're, the, you, you're saying I'm dumb. You're just overthinking it, buddy. Listen. All I can tell you is stuff bad, stuff's going to happen. Do you care about people that are alive now? Um, uh, uh, wait a second, there's Swed that Swedish girl's waving at you there. There's two Swedish girls. They're coming up. Okay, we can't, we can't talk about it. I gotta, I'm your just buddy. Um, yeah, my name's, uh, yeah, Willie, Willie. Call me Willie. Hey, uh, Guten Tag and Volker. I must say, I forgot. You got deaf at that goes. Oh, yeah, you're, uh, uh, you're at the hostel. You do, uh, uh, when, uh, you know, my friend here, Koto Shimto, in Anuma, sir. Oh, well, you point at the press and stuff. Don't worry. I'm going to do something. I, uh, I'm just hit this by Willie here, uh, well, how you doing? How you doing? You from, uh, where you from? From one of those, uh, oh, good night. Uh, oh, that's, uh, my friend here. Yeah, she said something to her. 
Uh, or your friend dies or something. Oh, no. And then all of a sudden, her friend pulls out a gun because her friend is Jif Bissos, dressed as a Swedish woman now with fake ponytail. Don't ask. Dressed as a Swedish woman with a fake pigtail, blonde pigtails. Hey, what? R.W., who's this guy? Is this is this like some reporter or something? I'm, I'm Willie. Nice to meet you. What's your name? I'm I'm a Swedish woman with a gun because this guy is a the jerk. Oh yeah, we uh uh, calm it down, Jeff. All right, uh, uh, this is Willie. You don't. He's not a reporter or anything. Calm it down, Jeff. He's a yeah, I'm just, I'm not a reporter. I'm, I'm here, uh, with a business proposal for Mr. Uh, I, I, uh, you, you're probably selling me out to, uh, sure, I'm supposed to believe he's a reporter. I started thinking about stuff. And Danica and I, this is Danica. We were talking and you, you really did try to screw me. You, are you some kind of devil man? You've been stalking me, and then you try to ruin my business, and you did ruin my business. You ruined my life. You probably put some poison in my eyes. Uh, it, you, you, and then the whole thing with the sticks. You're the worst man alive. I, I can't believe you. You, you. I can't. I can't believe you. you you're, you're a jerk. Uh, I, I am, but you're making a scene now, so you need to calm down. This is my, my girlfriend. She's out of control because she's from Sweden. And calm down because the press people are starting to look over here. And, uh, you better hide that gun. Uh, oh, wait, that's your shoe. That's a woman's shoe. Uh, those are my shoes. My shoe, my shoe, my shoe. Give it back, please. Uh, calm it down, Jeff. Okay. Um, I got bigger problems than at least you look kind of like a, a Swedish fish as dressed as a woman. Uh, uh thanks. 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 All right, thanks. I, 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 you ruined me and you ruined me on purpose. How can you live with yourself? I mean, I'm going to restart here with Danica or someone else that sees me for who I am. And, and, I wish I had a gun so I could kill you. you ju- well, you see, this man's not alive, so. Would you, would you shut up, you idiot? What, uh, what, what, not alive? What do you mean, not alive? Well, this here's Rich Warren Sears. Richard Warren Sears, R.W., you call him R.W. You must know he's R.W. Sears, right? He came out to you, right? He came out to you? Came out to me? What you, you're like a stalker and you're in love with me? And you're pretending to be Richard? This is. So, and then who's this Southern gentleman you're with? This is weird, man. Weird. No, 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 no. He's not uh, stalking you for sexual purposes. I believe I can explain it to you. Yeah, could you shut up? Uh, could you? I know, man. You've been enough huffing and puffing, and we need to get to work here, so I got to get to the point. Well, you're not good at getting to the point. Anyway. He is Rich Warren Sears. He was up in purgatory. And what happened was he paid a man. Not sure what he paid a man. Oh, wait, he paid him to do favors for him. To get out of purgatory to come ruin your life, Mr. Bissels. And the man he was working for actually tried to take over hell. It's the strangest thing or do something strange down in hell. And I know that because I work down there in hell. Matter of fact, I'm a manager. 
I'm, I've been very ins- inspired by some of the work you've been doing up here, to be honest with you, with the logistics and the shipping. And I've, we've, we've been working on some modeling and we had, well, we had this guy down here. He was great, fresh spray gay, but then somebody kidnapped him out of hell. Uh, um, you know, somebody worse and, and okay. So then, oh my goodness, uh, you're, you're still fucking with me, right? This is all you, you, you're not just satisfied to ruin me. You're trying to drive me crazy because after you tried to ruin me and then I was like still optimistic about restarting my life. Now you just want to drive me crazy. So I have some kind of nervous breakdown and then you're going to 5150 me. And you know, my, my aunt, Angela just already tried to do that twice to me and try to take over the company. And now I, 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 I listen, I'm going to share I'm having, I'm having. What in the good noise? I'm going to go breathe my bosom. Breathe my bosom. Which I had to go to go touch bosom. Breathe in my bosom. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, uh, can you uh, not do that here? Because it looks like some sort of uh, sex. Uh, oh, my. Uh, now, now, let me just finish up my point. So I, I didn't get to the worst part is that it, this guy triggered some sort of power outage in hell. Which means now you're not going crazy, but what, what you will go crazy when you see the aftermath of all this. So we've got to get ourselves out to uh, uh, find James Cash Penny, another person that escaped from purgatory. To be honest, Mr. Business, we we got to track this James Cash Penny down. I don't know if there's any resource. I know you're freaking out with those beautiful bosoms you're breathing into. But by the way, Hey, I'm just kidding there. I, was like, I used to write puns when I was alive. You know? um, or, and now I think of invasive ways to torture people in hell. It's funny. Huh? I wonder, you know, you'd be qualified for, you know, all right. Okay. Uh, Jeff, I know you're mad and I, I take full, uh, I'm, I will be punished for eternity for what I've done to you. And I want to make it right somehow, but I don't know what to do. But we got to find my buddy James because, like, what stuff he said about hell is real. And there's going to be zombies, which I'm not even sure. He kind of, some sort of zombie people and dead bodies eating people, or I don't even know. What the, what the, what, 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 the fish, douche, that was based on, that was idea stolen for Swedish with all good ideas, you American South TV movies, you steal from our people and say, you, you, you just steal your ideas and say, oh, we got this great idea for a vampire little girl, she trapped us, so you steal from us in our part of the world, you, you, you uncreative, you American dirtbags. Okay, okay, uh, Jeff, can you ditch this Danica? Because we got a lot of work. Um, yeah, Danica, you, 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 you uh, oh, I'm breathing so much better now. You are like a rose, Danica. And every rose, I, I'll get your number, okay? You go back to the hostel. What, I'm the, what, what, the, why? Yeah, I'll get, I, I'll come back to the hostel. You stay there. Here's, here's uh, $40. You can stay there all week. I'll be back. I'll come visit you. Okay, dude. Oh, kissy, kissy. Oh, yeah, we do the kissy. Okay, focus, Jeff. I know you're uh, restarting your life here, but uh, we don't need to have kids today because there's not going to be a world to have kids. Okay. Okay, well, wh- where would your buddy, uh, where where was your buddy R.W. last? Last time he was there, he was in hell, and then the power went. Okay, okay.
you talked about her, your aunt, 50, he was uh, in love with Miss Bessos. And I thought that was your wife or your fiance or something strange because you're strange. That was your aunt, huh? Yeah, this is my aunt. Okay, well, uh, James in love with him. Okay, okay. Well, I got, I got that girl. I have Danica's phone. Um, so maybe he's with uh, Miss Bessos. Well, she's uh, froze me out of the. She she took over the company. She froze me out. Oh yeah. Well, uh, you got any, okay. I'll, I'll call. I'll, I'll call Loki. He's uh, remember him. Remember Loki. He was he he was part of the. He's part of. So, Luke, Luke, it's Jeff. Luke, stop shouting. No, it's it's really Jeff. No, I'm not a part of eco terrorist group. No, of course I love whales. Okay, Lukey, calm down. No, I didn't abandon. No, I haven't lost my mind. I do not need to be fifty-one fifty-eight. No, this is not an episode. Lukey, listen. Okay, I need to know some. I need to know something. No, I didn't need to know that. You should probably go to the doctor and have him look at that. Lukey, did that guy? Uh, Larry Ibex show up at the headquarters. Is he, is he with Angela? He what? Le- Lukey, Lukey, I need to know if you've seen that guy, Larry Ibex at all. Okay. Angela fired you. I know Larry. Ibe- okay. So he's at, okay. All right. What do you mean? Have I checked my email? No, let me, let me log it on this phone. Okay. Bye Lukey. No, don't worry. Well, I don't know if they'll have to do a catheter. Just go straight. Just go to the, go to some urgent care. Lukey, bye. Okay, he's at he's at okay. He's at uh, Amazon headquarters with Angela. All right, we gotta get there now, Devil. You gotta ride. Well, as a matter of fact, I, I don't, but I'm quite good at it. I steal some car. I'll be right back. Okay, he said uh, something about email. Okay, hold on. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, here it is. It's an email from Hansomer Gorbelly. Have you ever heard of this guy? Oh, boy. An email. Email. Did you, could you check to see if you got any emails from me? Because uh, I sent you uh Okay, do you want me to check now? Because Luke, you said this is some crazy email about the end of the world. Oh, okay, better read that one. Okay, it says, uh, huh. It's like to like the, uh, wow, I didn't even know there was an email list of the richest people in the world. But so this guy's off. He said there's an impending apocalypse and he's offering an escape from death and the apocalypse. Oh, huh? he said the sum will be disclosed. Oh, okay. Well, wait, wait. So there's an email list of rich people. Uh, apparently, I don't know. I, I don't know how I got it. It's probably somebody over at that. Uh, that's probably some leak from you know, Google or Moogle or whatever. Oh. But yeah, so. Okay, we need to get to the headquarters and take this shit down. We need to get to James and find out. Oh boy, this is wholly crazy. Right, we, we need to get to James and then a car pulls up. And a news van just peels out, skids right in front of the guys. Door slides open. All right, boys, get on in. It's time to ride. And R.W. jumps in the front seat. And then Jeff, right as he's about to jump in, his hat had his little Swedish coverall 
hat falls off and the press turns and they start taking pictures and the van peels out. That's where we're going to leave it tonight because that's the end of this part of the story. But we're going to catch up. I don't know if the guys are going to make it. I don't know how much of this can be relied on as fact. If you're kind of worried about the afterlife or your religious beliefs or your cultural beliefs or your mythological beliefs or whatever, because it's just a story. And this guy, if this guy is from hell, he's probably not telling the truth about any of it. So I wouldn't let it, you know, disrupt how you deal with the world on a daily basis. This is just um, a crazy person telling a crazy story. But I also hope it didn't keep you up. Um, cause there's really nothing to worry about, uh, except for the fact about this mailing list for like the top 0.5% or 0.05%. I don't even know cause they didn't really say, but that's kind of disturbing, right? Like they would get an email. There's like, a, I mean, that's like that whole cross and bones, Bilderberger and Illuminati stuff, which I didn't think was real. I thought only crazy people believed in it, but now I'm finding out that there might be a, some email list. It might not be. It was for marketing, though. So who sold? Can you imagine if you had that email list, how much we could sell it for? It's like, oh, yeah, I got all the emails, all the rich people. Like, I'll sell it to you for $8 billion. I mean, they're per, like their email that they actually check, because obviously the email address that R.W. sent the email to, to Bissos, he never got those emails because he probably has an account for crazy people that he doesn't check, that some assistant to an assistant to an assistant checks. So, yeah, and it's strange that this nincompoop boob is running hell and that it's like that there's this kind of hierarchy that I thought I, I was under the impression. I thought, like, I mean, I've had different impressions of what's going on in hell, but that, well, it doesn't matter. You know, you're asleep. I'm I'm not asleep. You know, get, get some rest, stay asleep. And thanks for listening if you're still up. Or those of you that, Listen and fall asleep and then wake up and fall asleep. I hope it stretches out enough so that you fell asleep twice or that you're ready to. If not, try to count the workers in this alternative gore belly hell. They're all sitting around. Just go ahead and start counting them. And we're back with another episode of Get Bessos. The tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny's escape from purgatory and return to Earth on a quest for vengeance against Jeff Bissos, founder of Amazon.com, and the man they felt crushed their retail empires. Older episodes, www.sleepwithinbepodcast.com slash getbesos, G-E-T-B-E-S-O-S, spelled Bessos because he's a fictional character, lawyers. Um, I think that's it. Well, we last left off, R.W. and Jif and some guy that worked in hell were hopping in a news van. But the episode before that, James Cash Penny was in a bathroom with Angela Bessos, who had taken over the company, Amazon.com, and Jif's absence. She was, she had uh, Mother Nature Suspended above a tub of herbicide. I'm laughing, but it's not funny. Mother Nature, please do not be mad at me. And she wanted Mother Nature to turn James Cash Penny into a man. 
because at this point he's a man, but he's not a living man. It's confusing stuff. So let's just get to it. Thanks. And here's another episode of Get Bissos. Hiya! Here's another episode of Get Bissos. Hiya! Yeah, hiya! That's how we do it. So we open, we're still in the bathroom of Angela Bissos' executive office. She's got a full bath or a bath and a half, I think she said. So, would it. Can you have a bath and a half in a bathroom? Does that mean you have a full tub and shower and a shower? Does that make it a bath and a half? Or does a bath and a half have to have two toilets? I don't know. she got a big-ass bathroom. Let's just say that. It does have a shower with a tub with a jacuzzi. But right now the tub's full of herbicide. Mother Nature's suspended above the tub. And James Cash Penny's like, what the f- fudge? No, he's like, what the fuck? Is going on here. So let's just pick right up. Uh, uh, Angela, this, this is just, this is no good. I, 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 what? James, James, just calm down. Just calm down. I'm going to make you in a man when we're going to get married. It's that simple. Mar- married, married. Uh, we have, well, we didn't have sex even. Oh, oh, James, don't worry, we will. We just shared that wonderful kiss. And well, I have, I've captured Mother Nature. Why aren't you happy? Don't you want to become a man and, and live your life, live a second? This, no, one, no one else gets a second chance. Why are you being such a jerk? Okay, I'm just really surprised because we were making out and... Part of me was like, James, what are you doing? James, hello, this is not a good idea. And then part of me was like, whoa, baby, because your mouth kissing you is like kissing professional kisser or something. Oh, thank you, James. That's why I love you. That's why I want you to be my main man, my husband. Okay, so we're that, and then you know, I was like, well, I got, we got a lot going on here and something – all of your workers were mad at me, and I you know you'd find out. You know, I was just in hell about I don't know forty-five minutes ago, maybe, my time. So yeah, I was a little mixed up, and 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 maybe yeah, a little. Uh, you dragged me in the bathroom. I thought, all right, James, let's just get this out of our system and move on. Even though part of me was like, dude, dude, come on, what are you? You're you're acting out again. But this is important. What's important is then you brought me in a bathroom. You've got Mother Nature above this tub of whatever it is. You're threatening me with a Biden. And this is crazy. This is crazy. Oh, James, crazy in love. Remember that movie? Crazy, crazy, sexy love. One of those was, I think, a Beyonce song. And one was a, a movie. Crazy, sexy love. That's what we have for each other, my future husband. But we'll have to change your name because you're dead. Mrs. Larry Ibex does not sound good. Angela Ibex, actually. Ooh, Angela Ibex. James, I love it. I love it. So, um, Mother Nature, we'll just, I'll just, do I need to untie you for this? Oh, yes, you're shaking your head, yes. So, you can you just marry us? Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Angela, we can't, you can't just, we can't get married in a bathroom. I mean, if I'm going to make you Mrs. Larry Ibex, we can't just do it here. I mean, I thought we were going to do it here, but right, Mother Nature, you can't, you can't, you, you need some nature stuff, right? Like some, you know, rub dirt on our hands and, and seal us as one or something. Mother, Mother Nature is nodding. And don't you need like another something? How are you going to just, you can't turn me into a man in this. I mean, look at Aunt Angela, baby. It's all dead around us. Let's go someplace nice and get married, okay? Oh, James, you just changed your attitude so fast. Was it just, was that my singing that changed you around? Boo, ba, ba, ba. You like that, James? I, I fancy myself like, I w remember, what a man, what a man. Remember that? Uh, no. Angela, you're getting a little manic. Well, well, well you, you don't love me anymore because I'm manic. Well, wait, now you're the one changing. I'm just trying to go with the flow here, Angela. And I know we can't get married in this bathroom. And Angela, you know, Mother Nature needs some stuff to power me to turn me into a man. Some seaweed and mud. Oh, James, you're so right. I was looking. We're going to have a beach wedding. How about that, Mother Nature? Is the beach work for you? We'll have some water. It's going to be wonderful. So let me get on my phone, okay? And I'm going to call us a limo, and we'll all get in a limo. And I have plenty of armed guards here, so no funny business, you two. And I will get everything set up because, and then we'll go down the limo. Okay. So, uh, James, could you just, I'm going to take all these weapons here, the horn of Jethro, the Biden and the Miss Piggy lunchbox full of whatever this frothy stuff is. So if either of you two misbehave, James, I'm just going to torture you, but mother nature. Well, James, you will. Yeah. It's going to be bad. So, okay. Don't you go mother nature. You love your bunnies, don't you? So don't mess around. Okay, I've got a lot of calls to make. So, James, you, you get, I'll just sit here and you get, can you get Mother Nature down and then we'll go down to the limo. So, James gets up and he grabs him and he's like, buying us time, okay, buying us time. So, he helps her get down. Next thing you know, flash forward, not, nothing important happens. Just Angela on the phone, like, get this done, get this done, get this done. And, of course, the whole phone is also ringing a lot with the press and stockholders and stuff. But she's kind of built some kind of firewall around her. And but that's probably why the company's stock is in the toilet. But anyway, next thing you know, fast forward, we're in a limousine. With Mother Nature gagged, James Cashpenny, a.k.a. Larry Ibex. A couple armed guards, but they're in the front. And Angela Bissos. She's like, oh, it's my wedding day. It's my wedding day, hubby. Hubby. Hubby, you're, why are you so quiet? Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Angela, you're, you're not acting like yourself. Like, ooh, Angela, it's just, it's just like all of a sudden you made this power move or something. Whatever was with the, uh, I, you're not the same woman that you were just a little while ago. I don't know. I know, James. I'm just, I'm just super excited and I tend to act a little crazy when I'm excited. Before I was just focused on one thing, work and crushing Jeffrey and taking over the business. And I have ulterior motives. Okay. So we can get to those at some point. 
but then we felt, I, you know, I kind of fell for you. And I, I don't know, maybe I'm just, maybe I am acting manic. There's a lot going on and a lot of it's strange. I did have, you expect me to just react like I was before all business when there was this woman who supposedly is a mother nature, which I didn't believe in, no offense, until before. And there was a rift in hell, which I didn't believe in. No offense, hell. Uh, okay, so just don't get off my case, honey bun. Well, Angela, I just don't know if I want to marry you in this time of crisis. I'm just having cold feet. Oh, James, don't you worry. My love, my core, I'll warm your cold feet with my heart. Okay, I, can you just stop? I need to think because we need a best man for you. Which one of these? The limo driver, his name is Gunther, and he will be our best man, I think. And in your bridesmaid and Mother Nature, you're going to be the minister and also the Mother Nature-er to turn him into a human again. So, and I'd like to have a flower girl. So, hmm. Oh, let me make one call. I got an idea. Hey, Lukey, it's Angela. Oh. Okay, Lukey. Oh. That sounds terrible, Lukey. Oh, that must hurt so much. What I would love to do is rush you to the emergency room. And I could find, you know, the, did, did Jeff ever tell you about how him and I go to this special concierge doctor? Yeah, because you, you were just in the inner circle, but yeah, I could bring you to that doctor. Yeah, because that sounds, oh, pus. Oh, okay. Okay, Lukey. But I need you to do some stuff first, okay? How do you feel about being a flower girl? I know you're not a girl, Lukey, but you're the one that does stuff. I know, I know, Lukey. Okay. We, okay. I will send, I'm going to send a card to pick you up. Okay, Lukey. And then we'll take you to the hospital. You talk to Jeff, the whatever. Okay. You're a flower girl now and I do not want to hear it. Goodbye. Whew. Okay, James. Don't worry. I have us a flower girl named Lukey. But whatever, whatever. You know, the kids today save whatevs, or they did maybe like six to ten months ago. Oh, and now I have to call my parents, which is going to take everything in me because I hate them. Okay. what? Why are you looking at me like that, James? Honey, just Aunt Angela, you're acting. Are you sure? Are, are you sure you want to get married to me right now? Because... This just doesn't seem like, are you sure? Did you hit your head? Or like maybe something that happened to your mind when, oh, my mind. James, you just don't know everything that's been going on. Do you think I just let this rift open my ear and I just let you into my life? Like I'm just some schoolgirl and I'm a freshman and you're the senior and you're like, we're ignoring me and I found you. And then you got me pregnant and it, whatever, wrong, okay? That doesn't happen. Lightning does not strike twice because you only go to high school once. So shut up, okay? That's what I mean, Angela. You seem, you're mad. And this is supposed to be the happiest day of your life. And that's what I want for you. Oh, okay. It just doesn't sound like that, James. It sounds like you're trying to rain on my parade, and I don't like it. Okay, well, 
Let's, let's think, Angela. Don't we need, we can't get married till we have something borrowed, something blue, something old and something new. You're right, James. Okay. Uh, let's see. Blue. Blue. Is there anything in this limo that is blue? Oh, I have a pack of winter green. Oh no. Winter green is usually like blue green or. I think this one's like a yellow green. Something old, something new. Some okay, you, James, you think on that because I need to make some more calls about. I gotta call. Oh no, wait, I already did the call the caterer, and everything's gonna be set up. I I don't know. Something old, something new, something borrowed. I mean, honey, I don't think we should get married without these traditional objects. That well, do you even know what they're from, James? Hmm. No. Uh, uh, right. So how important is it? I mean, what tradition, how many traditions are we going to follow? Do I need to, um, pay your parents a dowry or something? Well, oh, Angela, that was another question I had, you know, as your husband, when I become human, isn't, I need something because you're just acting so strange, honey. And I do love you after that kiss, of course. I have undying love for you now, but how am I going to trust you that you're not going to change things around on me? You just fired the entire inner circle, and I, I don't know, baby. Oh, James, what are you saying? What? How much money do you want? Because I have a fortune, and and I just don't have my money on paper. I converted a lot of it, so I have... uh Lots and lots of money. Oh, Angela. Um, well, what about the paper? Is that not, that's not worth a lot? No. I mean, I have total control of the company. I picked up about 67% of the stock. So no chance of any kind of takeover threats or anything like that. So total control. Why don't you see, just give me that stock. Could you do that for me? Oh, James, let's not fight. Uh, I wasn't really fighting with you. I was just trying to request a dowry in it. Like an unrealistic dowry. Oh, well, I, I already, it's all going to be taken care of. I have seceded my rights to the company to my husband, Mr. Larry Ibex. As soon as we're married, we're going to have all the papers drawn up. My lawyer's going to get you a birth certificate, driver's license, everything, honey. Don't you worry. You know, Angela, I, I keep trying to tell you this, but I'm worried about you. Like, Mother Nature, don't you think there's something strange about her? See, she's nodding her head. Oh, but Mother Nature's out to get me, honey, sweetie. She doesn't want to turn you into a man. It's un unnatural, she'll claim. Oh, oh, why are you tying me up? Oh, a herbicide burns. That's all that kind of it's garbage talk, James. And she doesn't understand grand plans. She's all, oh, I'm all harmony. Don't, don't make eyes at me, Mother Nature. And no, there's nothing wrong with me. The two of you, honey, don't, don't get involved with her. She's bad news. I'm just excited that we are getting married now that I've met me Lord's dowry. Oh, master of the house, where have I been? You like that, James? I think that's um, 
That is from Les Mis. Have you heard of Les Mis, James? Honey, honey, uh, over here, the hills. So, James, my parents are not going to be here. I was also thinking, okay, so something borrowed, something blue. I have a Dory keychain, and Dory is blue. So, blue, taken care of. I'm going to have it in my pocket. Something borrowed. I'm going to rip out some of Mother Nature's hair. Oh, sorry. You couldn't scream because you're gagged. So that's borrowed. I borrowed some of her hair. Oh, it's so... Is this algae? Is this good for your hair? Is this... Or moss? I guess it would be moss. You're just staring at me. You're not nodding or shaking your head. Mother Nature, you're such a grouch. So, honey, um, you will get to see the bride... I have a wedding dress that is waiting for me to change into. So I will change into that. That's new and something old. Remember I was saying you're old. I was just kidding, honey, because you're going to be young again. Mother Nature, I'm thinking he's going to be 32, but maybe you could have him age slowly. Oh, I, I'm singing just too much because I'm just so happy. So I'm going to go change, and then Gunther and the the, the bang-up boys, they're from Blackfish. They will bring you down. And I have so many surprises. I have so many surprises because Gunther, he sent me an email. He says he has a big surprise. Okay. Bye, sweets. So she kisses him, hops out of the limo. And then Gunther and his cronies drag James and Mother Nature out of the limo. And James realizes they're at the Overlook, where he first met Miss Bessels. Maybe they first fell in love, though she kind of dissed him. But it is a spot where the magic happened. But now it's like late afternoon, and there's a pathway down to the beach. And they drag James and Mother Nature down there, and he gets down, and it's all set up for a big wedding. Now, there aren't really any guests, and it looks like they're doing, like, at one end of the beach, they're doing some sort of construction or building a pier. There's a bunch of equipment down there. But at James's end, there's a little gazebo, some chairs, and Lukey, the uh, Amazon employee, lowest member of the inner circle, I think. Maybe he wasn't the lowest member, but he's got a little... Uh, pillow with a ring on it, or two rings, a ring, the, and, uh, yeah. And then they put James at the uh, end of the aisle and then they drag mother nature off. And then, uh, Angela comes out of some dressing hut, like a beach gazebo. Uh, what do they call those things? A cabana that she was changing in. Well, it's beach cabanas. That the ultra-rich get to use are famous celebrities that you see on beach shows or best beaches. I've always dreamed of having access to one of those cabanas. Of course, <laughs> I don't know what I, I mean, obviously part of my mind, what am I doing? I'm. A, this is not time for a non-sequitur about my cabana fantasies. James, it's me. Do you like my wedding dress? Angela, whew. You, you do look beautiful. 
mean, my body, my gut is reacting. You do, you do look lovely, but again, I, I do not think. I, listen, I got to. We can't get married. We're not getting married. Okay, James, I had a feeling you'd say that. And what I'll do is, you can see over there. We're gonna get. We. This is like our marriage prep area. This was for show to keep you relaxed. And I have one more surprise down there, the other end of the beach. But yeah, if you don't want to get married, what I'll do is just um, have Mother Nature terminated, and we'll all die. And I have, uh, we'll just get, when we get back to hell, you know your way around, we'll get back together. And we'll be married and forever in hell. And I have spoken to Mr. Gorabelli. That's one of my surprises. We'll talk about that later. But he's down there waiting. He said, I said, be on the lookout for me and James. He's making a comeback. So, yeah. I just still don't think there's something right about you, sweetie. And I just love you so much, Snookers. Oh, is that your new pet name for me? Sure, Snookums, Snookers. Snookers it was. I like that better. Snookums is too. That's like you call it dog Snookums. Okay, Snookers. Uh, I guess we're getting married then. Let's do it, baby. Okay. Well, Gunther's got a little surprise up there. See up there at the top? Of, here comes some stuff. Ooh, 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 ooh. Is he pushing a news van? Oh, dear. Gunther and his cronies push a news van over the cliff and push, dush, dush, stumbles down the cliff. Boom. Hits the ground. Not too far from them. And just sits there. So, oh, we drain the gasoline out so it's not going to explode. But just wait. And then the side door opens. And Jeff falls out of the news van. And he's got a bloody thing on his cut on his head. He's wearing a blonde wig still. He must have put it back on or something. And, and, so, and there's our guest of honor, my little nephew, Jeff. Jeffrey, come over here. Whoa. Uh. The next person comes out of the van, climbs out because the van's on its side. Out of the driver's side door is RW. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. poop. I don't know why we changed drivers. I know you said you knew how to get here. Oh, I remember we were at the headquarters and I started feeling all E3. Oh, wait a second. I got an E3 hangover. And did we go through some sort of, uh, uh, space spiral? Oh, I'm spinning. And he falls down on the ground. And she goes, and, the, and there's the best man. James, your best man is there. And Jeff, you'll give me away. And I also have, Jeff, don't worry, I have another surprise for you, honey. Angela, Angela, what are you doing? What, could you gag Jeff? He has a, a tendency. Angela, Angela, what kind of aunt are you? I thought, oh, Jeff. You look great in those pigtails. You look great. You look like a little Swedish grandmother or a Swedish girl with some sort of disorder. You know, you definitely look like you have a disorder. But um, guess Gunther just gag him up. Oh, Andrew. Okay, okay. What are you doing to Jeff? What? Uh, oh, oh, Miss Bessels. Good God. What are you doing? Are we on a beach what oh my goodness my buddy 
R.W. sees James Cashpenny. He pushes himself off of the sand, stumbles forward, wraps him in a giant hug, and they both fall to the dirt together. Oh, buddy, buddy, I've been so worried. Oh, buddy, what have you been doing? Um, I'm getting married today. R.W., what are you doing? Coming off cliff in a van. Oh, what it was, you didn't, oh, I thought you were in hell, and then I heard, did you know, where's, oh, God, we got so much to talk about. Wait, you're getting married? What? Yeah, I'm getting married to Miss Bessos. All right, today's my wedding day. Well, but did you tell your dad? And what the hell are you doing? This is just not, the, not a good time for this, buddy. Uh, there's somebody else looking for you. Oh, no, I thought, no, that's, never mind. Um, oh, God, James, have you lost your mind? No. And what the heck are you guys doing? You lost the company? We were stranded on a darn freaking island when there was, like, the most dangerous game in a Robinson Crusoe, and I was trying to deal with this chiff. I was alone with him, buddy. Alone? He's a maniac. And uh, uh, then I, oh, uh, yeah, I guess he's ruined yeah, so you got what you wanted. Now we're in... Now... Okay, I'm gonna say calm. R.W., we are in a literal fucking shitstorm, bro. And I don't know what to do. So you just gotta play it cool. Oh, buddy, I can play it cool. Uh, who's the bad guy here? Well, who's the bad guy? That's a good question. That's fair. So fa- uh, uh, right now... This Bessos is going to turn me into a man by some sort of uh, strange thing with Mother Nature. She has Mother Nature tied up somewhere, and then we're going to get married. We're going to be the Ibexes. So I kind of have a plan. But, and then Ray James is about to say something else critical. Probably critical. I don't know. Probably pretty important, though. Who climbs out of the van? But the dude from hell. I don't know. We, we can call him the devil, but, you know. Whatever. So he gets a climbs out. So he climbs. Falls to the Man, this is a terrible driver. It was a, a pigtail in your eye. What gosh darn. Oh, what the hell? We're on damn beach. I thought, whew, I, man, it feels like I've been unconscious or something. Darn. Oh, you were unconscious, sir. I don't know who you are. Um, who, who are you? Uh, I'm Angela, Mrs. I'm Angela Bissos, formerly future Mrs. Larry Ibex. Angela Ibex. Powerful woman. Don't fucking mess with me. Who the hell are you? Um, I'm Willie. I'm Willie, ma'am. Well, Angela Ibex is not ringing a bell. Say your birth name or a pseudonym. Are you some sort of, uh, what are you like, J.K. Rowling? Some E.L. E.L. James? Because, you know, I don't think, don't think I'm not on to them people. Oh, wait, you're Angel Bissos. Okay, we're supposed to get you guys at the office. Why are we on a beach? Well, I'm getting married. Oh, congratulations. That's wonderful. Uh, who you married? Mr. Larry Ibex. Larry Ibex is not. That's a fake name, man. There's not, according. 
I mean, I, well, I guess I'm, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just poking fun. I don't know everybody's name in the world. Oh, look here. It's James Cash Penny. R.W.'s best friend. You know, this guy loves you. Oh, no, 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 no. Shut up. Yeah, he'd be a, uh, Richie, who, who's this guy? Ah, pleased to meet you. I'm, uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm a big bad wolf. He's not a big bad wolf. He's like, uh, uh, idiot wolf that would have starved to death because he was so stupid, but he's like uh, somehow he got a job where the I don't whoa uh, sir, what are you you're what are you doing with R W and Jeff? Well, that's a funny story. See, uh, uh, uh yeah, what, honey, honey, who's this man crashing our wedding? Well, well, I, I, I love weddings. I've never been to one, believe it or not. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, well, I guess maybe can't remember back in the day when I was on Earth because I just remember I wrote puns, and then somebody was telling me about those uh, uh, what was it called limericks. I love, I, I love limericks. Most of them are from no to yeah. Oh, excuse me, uh, Willie. We have a wedding uh, to deal with, and it has a couple complications. So I'm gonna ha- no, I'm not going anywhere, Miss. We got. Some problems. I need to speak to James Cash Penny about some. Oh no, no, shut up! We got some power problems in hell, and yeah, we got some power oh, proud problems in hell. Hmm. Uh, Gunther, Gunther, uh, can you uh, tie these two up with Jeff and gag them? And if uh, yeah, I'm not gonna be tied up at all, ma'am. I'm not the kind of t- I'm not the tying up type. Um, I'm I'm out of that pay grade. I'm way above that. You're not gonna be tying me up. Man, oh really? Um, you are. I I know who you are. You you're one. You Gorbelli was telling me he, this is was, was key to our plan. You were you're the idiot running hell, right? <laughs> Half me idiot running hell. Yeah, oh yeah. You, you know about Gorbelli? Oh oh dear. Yeah. So I have the horn of Jethro if you moment. Oh dear, you got that horn of Jethro. I was hoping to get that thing. Yeah, oh dear. You, I guess you're gonna tie me up then. So Gunther starts tying up and gags Willie, our buddy from hell. Oh God, James, are you gonna let your wife uh, do this up? Uh, we're not married, R.W. We're not married yet, buddy. Okay, well, I'm gonna tie you up, R.W., and then we're gonna take the three of you, and th- this is perfect, cause you're the best man. We needed a best man anyway. You, Mr. Willie, can pretend to give me away. Because you're very patriarchy type garbage figures a mass man man would be symbolic leader of hell. But well, not for long. It's gonna be couples rule soon in hell. James, I haven't told you our our big plans. And I'm not going to yet. But we're gonna take them, I'm gonna put them off stage a little bit, and you could just stay here and warm your cold feet. Well, no, no. Let's come, let's snuggle. And let's bring you down. Gunther, you go ahead with them. And me and my, me and my hubby to be. We're going to walk down here. Lukey, Lukey, can you uh, follow behind us, please, with the rings? Cause this is, well, Angela, this is, aren't we getting, when are our guests arriving? Aren't we getting married here? No, this is for show, honey, because it's my wedding day and I wanted to feel like I want to see these wonderful white chairs lined up in this, what do they call this thing in the aisle? the coaster or whatever for us to walk on. 
and we have some the little gazebo. I didn't know what I I I'm not sure what ibex what what uh what 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 uh cultural um, beliefs you have. So I just kind of prepped for almost anything. I know it's not a church, but it's, it's Mother Nature's church. I was going. That's what I was going to say. If you so we're going to go down here and see that crane. So they're raising, and then this crane raises up from another. We call those things again. Well, it's the rich people thing, bungalow or whatever the fuck it's called. Beach cabana, uh, beach cabana. The crane pulls out of the beach cabana. R.W. Jif and the devil all tied together, hanging from this crane, and then it swings out over this lagoon that's surrounded on three sides by breakwater. It swings out over you know lagoon over the breakwater, and in the lagoon is a boat with more Gunther-type henchmen, and they're throwing chum in there. And there's some crazed orca whales just eating the chum and dangling about 10 feet above the water is Jif, R.W., and Willie the Devil. Hey, honey, uh, that's my best friend up there. My best man's above a... Oh, don't worry. You see, we got a lot to talk about, James, but let's get married first. Mother Nature's getting dressed and stung a few times. I gave Gunther the, the Biden. Well, that's not a good idea. Well, don't worry, honey. So what's going to happen is, unfortunately, Jeff, Jeff, can you hear me? Yeah, he can hear us. There's a little life for life thing. So Mother Nature, Jeff's going to have to lose his life to give you life. And it's kind of a sad thing, but I thought it'd be more dramatic if he lost his life to, I love these orca whales. And the, whole matriarchy thing and being married to you. Okay, can you stop with the singing at least? There's no way I'm going to marry you. Can Once we get married, can you just never sing again? Oh, honey, you make my heart sing. I can't, I just can't not sing. I'm trying not to now to sing. Plus, that helps me. I'm a little nervous because you're saying that I'm acting crazy. And then when I tell you everything, I'm afraid you're going to be, like, really mad at me. But I don't care because I'm, I'm mad with power, James. I am mad. I am being crazy. I am manic because I've got a big plan to who could save the world. Oh, wait, no, it, isn't that, isn't that uh, James? I don't know. James could be the sunshine. I think that song's about saving the world, but, and that's what I'm going to do. I think it's changed the world. I don't know, James. And I'm just talking nonsense. But so we're going to take a little break here. And then what we'll do is get married once Mother Nature's dressed. Uh, Gunther, can you hurry, hurry the fuck up with Mother Nature? Okay. I don't give a care what she's wearing. Just throw some seagrass on her and make sure you cover all her parts. So my husband to be. Okay, please, Angela. I need to like steal myself for this. You're not going to kill our W, are you? I don't. Uh, yeah, I think so. We'll see. Are you going to marry me? Is that is that a trick question? It is a trick question because depending on your answer, you didn't answer fast enough. So I think I'll kill our W. Wait, are you going to marry me? Yep. Yeah. Oh, maybe he'll live. And this devil guy. It's definitely going to not live. 
but he's not alive. I don't know. I don't know, James. I just want to hold your hand and let's look out over the sea. We can see that the sea is shining with the sun. It's got like all the sparkles. This is just a nice interlude for us. It's almost like we could take a little nap and, and fall asleep until the next time we meet. And everyone's together. We have our best man. Oh, wait, I don't have a matron of honor. Oh, dear. Lukey, Lukey, Gunther, Gunther, send one of your guys out there and get that um wig off of Jeff and put it on Lukey. Lukey, you're going to be my maid of honor, too. Lukey has passed out. Gunther, wake up Lukey, too. Okay, James. So it's just cheek to cheek, okay? Cheek to cheek, we're cheek to cheek. We're cheek to cheek. We're cheek to cheek. Yeah, we're cheek to cheek, and... You do, Angela, you do have lovely cheeks. And, wow, I can't believe I just said that. Oh, James, you just made me cry on the inside. I, I've always thought my cheeks were a little bit grandmotherly-like. Of course, I don't care because someone said that in sixth grade, that I was a grandmother face. They're nothing now, so... Yeah, I just had to uh, take everything of theirs, so... Yeah, now they live in a van down by the river, just like that guy would say, yeah, live in a van down... Okay, James, that's it for right now. We'll be back for our wedding soon. And anyone that's listening in to me and James's wedding, because James, I'm broadcasting this on my iPhone, streaming it for all my friends, which I only I have some followers, James, don't worry. They're, they're, they're loving this. It's like they're, I feel like we're on The Bachelorette or something. So, yeah, we'll be back with our wedding soon. Kiss goodnight. James, can you say something? Or, like, come on, like, pretend we're on The Bachelorette, and I am The Bachelorette, and I've almost decided on you. Well, I thought you did decide on me. Well, I did, but, you know, for drama's sake. Oh, I don't know there you go good night tonight another episode of Get Besos the tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cashpenny's escape from purgatory and return to earth in a quest for vengeance against Jeff Bezos the man they feel crushed their retail empires older episodes can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you consume your podcast, or at our website, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com, slash getbesos, G-E-T-B-E-S-O-S. When we last left off, we had a wedding prep episode, and James Cashpenny and Angela Bissos were getting ready to get married, and they had some surprise guests, R.W., the guy from hell that runs hell, and Jif. They got thrown over a cliff in a van. They're okay. And, of course, Lukey, one of the former Amazon executives, Lukey, was the flower girl. So let's catch up and uh, see if this is going to be a nice day for a white wedding. Yeah, except it's like an uncouth term. 
Nice day for a weird wedding. Yeah, that doesn't flow. So let's see if it's a nice day for a whale wedding. Yeah, I don't know. Never mind. <clears throat> let's uh, let's see on the latest episode of Get Vessels Yeah. We're back. We're back on the beach. And Angela is making final preparations for her wedding. So let's check in. Uh, Gunther, Gunther, is Mother Nature. Okay, you could take out her gag. And Gunther, I want you to hold the, the Biden to, uh, you cannot be in any of the wedding pictures, Gunther. So you're going to duck down, get your body. Okay, duck down now. I didn't, it wasn't a figurative term. Yeah, you, well, I said you're gonna, meaning do it. So duck down behind her. Yeah, Gunther, that's a ducking down. You just pushed a van over a cliff and you can't duck behind. Ooh, okay, stay calm. So you're gonna duck behind her. You're gonna take that bident. It's, it's not pitchfork, it's a bident. I know you think it's a mini pitchfork, but that would have three prongs. It's a bident. Okay. Bident, Gunther. And, just hold it to the back of her throat. And if you just think about electric shock or if you push it into her, she'll get a little bit of a jolt. And if I give you the signal, Gunther Biden, then you just poke her a little and that'll correct her. Okay, Mother Nature, are you, are you with us? Mother Nature, do, 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 you can't get dehydrated. You look, Gunther, Gunther, no, you stay there. Who, who's, who's this, who's this, Pater? Peter, Peter, Peter. That's an interesting. That's like a Peter, isn't it? Okay, Peter, Peter. I need some water for the mother. Na- mother Nature, do you drink water? Do you need still or bar- spark? Okay, just bring both, Peter. Bubbles and no bubbles. Okay, great. Bye. Oh, Mother Nature, Mother Nature, Mother Nature. So it's just the two of us here. Uh, you're not saying, are you just giving me the cold treatment or you, can you not speak? I don't know if have, you gave us a very long speech, so I know you can talk. Okay. You're looking at me like I'm insane. So here, I wanted to do a little run through the wedding with you and don't worry, you don't need to talk. So what we're going to do is you're going to see them up on that crane up there and they're going to be over there and so just tell me what you need to do, which I want you to do is I want to be a dramatic, dramatic. So Jif's going to plunge, plunge into the, into the whale's mouth, the orca whale's mouth, hopefully. That would be the, ideally, but unideally he'll be chopped up and they'll just eat him up. Now is what, what do you need us to do in order to get it, get his, Life force. What are we working with? What what are we what are we working with? Mother Nature. Can you can you tell me? What was that? What was that? Oh, Lukey just fell down. Lukey, Lukey, Lukey. I'm trying. Oh, Gunther. Oh, where's Peter? Peter, Peter. Oh, I don't like yelling on the day of my wedding. Okay, give me, Peter. Hurry, Ria, run. That, that that's that's the universal sign for Gunther. Where do you get these men? I thought these were the elite military force people. Okay, never mind. Okay, 
Okay, give me the water from Mother, here, Mother Nature. You can choose bubbles or no bubbles. Okay, Lukey's, it looks like Lukey scraped his knees. You're a grown man who scraped your knees. It's just ridiculous. Okay, take Lukey and put something on his knees, please. And just please, just, just get Lukey ready. He's going to be the flower girl. And suppose, I guess, my maid of honor, great, scraped knees, great, good, nice, Lukey, Lukey. You see, you hear my voice, it's cracking. Okay, good, 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 good. Mother Nature, we're, I'm, I'm back with you. Okay, did you have some water? Because we need, you need to be able to speak. So, I need to know what we're going to do to make my husband a man before, and then you marry us, you say, you know, with the power Vested in me. Who vests your power, by the way? Like, have you been Mother Nature forever? Or is this the game you're playing? Because these are legitimate questions, Mother Nature. Have you always been Mother Nature? Or is it like a new thing? Or like, are you like the 12th Mother Nature? Your mother was Mother Nature. And then she... I'm just curious. I... It's not like we have to be enemies just because at one point you were in my ear. Okay. Do you got me? Do you got me, woman? Just woman. Okay. Let me. Okay, Mother Nature. Maybe you're going to marry us because, right. Okay. So what do we need to do? Can we talk? Oh, yes, my dear, my dear, my dear. I just needed that bubbly water. You see, now you have me singing. Now, my dear, I am not pleased about this at all. As Mother Nature, I am not pleased about this situation. And you just, you're under the mistaken impression that I can just snap my fingers and make your husband a man. Now, this is, we're we're in unprecedented territory here, young woman. I don't think you're, yes, Mother Nature can do it. Because you're threatening Mother Nature, the existence of all my little children, all my little children, all my little bunnies and guinea pigs. Did you ever have a guinea pig, young woman? It's, it's Angela, Mother Nature, Ange- Angela or Miss Bessos, if you're nasty. Miss Bessos, if you're nasty. That's Janet Jackson, Rhythm Nation, Nation Tour. Okay, I don't. I I know the stylings of Miss Jackson, but I'm not a. Rhythm Nation fan and more control. But that's besides the point. Well, but that's good, Mother Nature. We share a love of Janet Jackson music. Oh, dear girl, dear girl, you are playing with universal. I, I don't even know. These are powers. I do not. But I, oh, I, I just am beside myself. And you're going to have the, your. Who is that man? You you have the same name, and you're going to have him. You're going to feed him to those whales. It's just awful. And those other two men, and I heard the talking, and I know that man's from hell. And the other man, I mean, these men are. You want to? Okay, new tactic, new tactic. You really want to marry a man who's escaped from purgatory? We don't even know. I mean, what what kind of man is this you're marrying? Sure, he's a handsome, strapping man. But he he could be a demon in man's form. I mean, girl, what, 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 
it, you, there's a cost. Whatever I do, if I, if I, or when I take your relative's soul out of there or his life force and I put it in your man, your, your new husband and, and reverse, I, I'm not even sure I'm, I'm going to be improving my magic. So things could be, could be going horribly awry. Well, that's not, I, I, I could just dispose of you and if, you, 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 you're ruining my wedding right now. I'm not trying to ruin your wedding, girl. I'm just warning you. You're going to be betrothed. Is that the correct use of that word? To a man. Who, first of all, it's no judgment here, but a bit of judgment from Mother Nature. I am Mother Nature. He, he, he's in purgatory. Why? Why is a man in purgatory? I, I, I don't know the afterlife, for I am the mother of the living. But I do have some suspicions. Not exactly husband material. If you're in purgatory, where's he going to leave you? If he, if he left whoever the, the great, the, the, the almighty, we'll just call it, the, the almighty decided he's not good enough, but he's good enough for you. You're a pretty, beautiful, beautiful woman. I mean, your insides, and I'm talking, but not about your insides. Your insides are actually quite lovely too. It's amazing. Your, I'm watching your blood flow now. It's, Oh, your, your counts are. Oof. Well, I, I, you know that, I found a, I, I sigh, I, I sigh, I, I do that, that berry, I, I, I something like that. Oh, I, I, yes, uh, that's, that makes Mother Nature sad for a whole political, social, economic reason, so let's not talk about it, but, yes, my dear, you, you're ugly, and your behavior is ugly. Let's just say that, I don't even know, I haven't even grasped everything that's going on, but, um, so, there is going to be usually when we do these type of things that I've seen. See, a lot of uh, I, I, Mother Nature, it's my wedding. You're really killing it here. Um, can we just get to the? Well, my the, all the witches and all that sort of folklore is is based in truth. And when you do this kind of changing magic, there's always a cost. I mean, even if you were to talk to Einstein and talk about energy cost and. And things like that. This isn't a closed system, or uh, maybe it is closed system. I never get those things mixed up a bit. That's why I have the forces of nature. They, 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 they run things. Everyone thinks Mother Nature does everything. I, I don't, my dear. And Mother Nature, I get the sense you're just buying time. You're just wasting my time. Uh, is that, is that the case? Cause Gunther, can you give her a little, po- oh, oh, my dear. Oh, 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 you're making Mother Nature sad. You just made a tidal wave. Oh, okay. It almost crashed over American Samoa and Guam, but it avoided them. Oh, I can't. I can't stand to lose another atoll, dear. And you are like an atoll to me. I don't want you to lose. This could be a nasty, nasty man, my dear. Mother Nature, what? Can you just get to the the bad part that you're talking? So there's going to be a curse or a downside to this. So when I give your husband life, it could be he becomes horribly aged, or you. I hope to goodness you're not planning on having children. Well, seven children, as a matter of fact, with a with a de- Oh dear. Well, rum, you know, Rumpelstiltskin, something like that. He could, some kind of creature could show up and demand one of your children, or, or 
I, I, Mother Nature, come now. You're just playing. You're, just, this, you're making a whole Benghazi out of this thing or something. You're just trying to using scare tactics with me. Well, dear, I am because I'm scared for you. Okay, Mother Nature, just... Oh, goodness, you are... Gunther, can you lead much Mother Nature over there? And, uh, Peter, Peter, are you done with... Peter? Pete, Pete, Peter, Peter. Yeah, you, with Lukey. Lukey, Lukey you, you don't need to make small talk with Peter. He works for us. What works for me? Peter, go get my husband, my future husband. Yeah, Mr. Ibex. Angela Ibex. Now, go get him. Well, thank you, Peter. Hey, honey, are you ready to make it married? Uh, hey, Angela. Uh, hey, I don't know. Are you, are you, uh, are you ready to get married? Of course I am. I, I do birds and chums suddenly appear. Okay. Okay, my dear. Yeah, you're back. You're, you're here. Hi, honey. I, I, um, I, I think we're almost ready. I talked to Mother Nature and she says everything's going to be perfectly fine. Did I, I was, I was always wondering did, it, if, if we could talk for a minute about, cause you know, this thing with you dying and you, you know, I know you have a whole life without me before I was here and before we met, but what did happen with you in purgatory? Is, is that, I mean, I'm not perfect. I'm not even, but, but I, I know it's none of, Angela, this is not. This is our wedding day. I thought you wanted to marry me. Do you not want to marry me? Because I could tell you, it was terrible. Well, it couldn't have been that terrible because you were in purgatory. What well, I mean, I'm, uh, uh, did did you did you take care of the dowry, Angela? Oh yes, honey. Okay, could can I use your phone just to check check my um things? Honey, you don't use a phone. <laughs> you silly. Thing, goose. May, I, can you just tell me why you were in purgatory? Don't worry about it, baby. We're gonna be great together, you know. You can trust me. You can trust James Cash Penny, or Larry Ibex, or any other pseudonyms I've ever had, baby. I'm a hundred percent good for you. Okay. Um. But I, I do need to. Before we get married, I want to know about that. Uh, you know, I want to see some kind of confirmation, digital or is that the digital, right? Digital. You can e can you email it to me and give me an email so I could check it with your phone. Oh, honey, are you trying to? Use, I don't. I get the sense. Well, you know, you know what, honey, just stop, just stop. Okay, okay, let's just get married. Let's not fight anymore, honey. Okay, okay, baby, well, there's nothing to fight about, you know purgatory or not you know you and i oh honey i can tell now you're a terrible actor you're trying to do like a reverse psychology thing because i was a little nervous about the purgatory but yeah if you were bad if you were a real bad boy you would have been in heck or hell which we will be interesting interestingly enough i forgot all about the consequences of the other stuff but Let's just get this. We got to get this wedding moving. Well, one more thing. Did you have that confirmation about the dowry, about me controlling the company? Oh, honey, uh, it's gonna take me a. Will you do that? Uh, that's fine, baby. Um, I get. I gotta talk to my best man. 
because before, you know, I got to tell him he's got to make a speech. No, that's at the rehearsal dinner. He missed his chance for, well, I'd like him to make a speech and he's been married, baby. So I want to, I want to chew the fat with my best friend. Tell him how much I love you. Tell him what I, how your neck smells like my kisses and that, uh, Remember, I'm, we, I sacrificed my life to save you, almost, kind of. Okay, honey, I will call my attorney, and uh, and then I'll show you, I'll give him you something on my phone that you can look at. And, um, well, we just had that, your best man up in that, I guess that was a test run. Gunther, you can leave Mother Nature and go get, uh, go get RW down from there. Okay, thank you. And I'm just going to go to the bungalow. I'm just not feeling great. Don't worry, baby. This is going to be great. We're going to be married. Get out on that company. You know, great stuff, honey. Okay, I'll be right back. Lukey, Lukey. I need, I need, I need, I need, oh, Peter. Lukey can't walk? Okay, I need to lie down in the bungalow for a minute. Okay. Our mother nature. Um. Uh, is that guy still behind you? That guy is still behind me. Okay, well, don't worry, I got plenty. What's up, plenty of Gunther, Gunther, don't leave Mother Nature with, 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 with James, Mr. Ibex. Take her with, take her to my bungalow. Thank you. So Gunther and the Mother Nature go, and then uh, they get RW down, or RW. Peter brings RW over to James. Oh, buddy, buddy, you won't believe how much Bitso stinks. I think he, uh, he, uh, he doesn't smell like bathroom. He smells like, uh, I don't know, sweat stuff. I think he must be, I oh. All right, Richie, Richie, I need you to focus, man. All right, buddy, buddy, buddy. My name, I mean, I'm focused. I'm focused like a, a focusing foker. Uh, what, what do you mean? What am I, uh, folk? Uh, you, so you, you, you really think it's a good idea to get, no, I don't think it's a good idea to get married. I thought we talked about this already. I need to, I need to know everything you know about Jif and Miss Bess. Like how, how are Jif and, and Miss Bessos related? I, I, I either forgot or I don't know. Uh, oh, this is a crazy, crazy. There, uh, she's his aunt. His aunt. And why do you think, why do you think she hates him then? Uh, I, I don't, he didn't, I just know she's his aunt. Okay. So since I, what, where, where, like, what, what else do you know about Jif? What, what did you guys do? So you were on the helicopter, right? We were on the helicopter. The helicopter crashed on an island. We were alone on the island, me and Jif. Not a, uh, he's a lunatic. He, oh, well, I guess he, at first, I felt like he, he was all like building shelters and all this crazy. I told him, uh, we're dead. And, uh, I thought I lost you, buddy. And I, mi- I miss you. By the way, I tell you, I miss you. Congratulations on this wedding thing. It's your best man. If you're happy, I'm happy. Not that I think that, I think there's a, I mean, we got way too much. Richie, this, not, uh, Jif, focus. Okay. So Jif, he, uh, yeah, we spent all this time together, and don't worry, he did not replace you as best friend. But ends up, guys, uh, he, he reminds me, 
It's kind of like you, but a wuss. Or not a wuss. Uh, it's kind of like you with the, I don't know, he has a spine. He's actually a pretty good guy. And he's got this positive streak that drives me crazy. Like yours, but better. And I don't know, I tried testing him a couple of times. He's like, uh, it seemed like he was letting me get away with stuff. To a mute, I, I don't know, he's like one of those people that's like 10 steps ahead of everybody, I think, man. And I mean, no offense, I'm like 22. But, uh, you know, I've been dead. And you, you're like, I mean, to me, you're like 19. But I think with Jeff, next to Jeff, you're like 9, 8. So, yeah, buddy, he's uh, he's the real deal. So, did are you still going to get him? Well, I think we got, uh, you got her. I got him. I, I mean, he's kind of screwed. And uh, it was, uh, you know, I realized there's no reason. Um, yeah, so it turns out I got him, and uh, it's not so it didn't. I got him, and it's not so great. Oh, yeah, he's a great, yeah. Oh, boy. I'm losing it down here on Earth, buddy. All right, well, let's see. I need some other... <sighs> He's smart, okay. What do you need, buddy? You need me, uh, you want my A-game? You need me, uh, I heard somebody say that. Hey, bring your A-game. I got my A-game. Well, who's it? Who's this other guy? Oh, more. Uh, he, uh, manages hell. What do you mean, ma- manages hell? He's like, uh, the manager of hell, or, well, more like, uh, you know, somebody that manages, uh, buildings and stuff, like a supervisor. He's a boss down there, kind of. Like, so the devil? Nobody. It's, uh, you know, that's just some conceptualizing of stuff for our minds to be able to accept it. I don't even know if what he, if he even knows what, what, uh, but yeah, he works in hell. He manages stuff down there. And, uh, so that's what he does. Um, listen, uh, James, uh, besides that guy, oh, he, he manages hell. Like, so does he get to pick who goes? No, 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 no. He's just like in charge of it. Like, very, it's a charge, charge, charge of the logistics and operations, I'd say. All right, that's just, I can't, I can't. Listen, buddy, I gotta, before this whole wedding thing, and, uh, doesn't look like, like your wife's, uh, plan keeping us around, and don't worry, I'm coming up with a plan, RW, don't worry. Oh, yeah, well, if the plan doesn't work, I know we we were, we weren't sitting pretty in that purgatory there, but, uh, I'm sorry I got you roped into this one. It was a big, big mistake. I mean, I thought we'd, Come down here, we'd get Bessos. That'd be it. Oh, no complications. We just get them. We give them a, 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 that devil guy was telling me about wedges. I would have given him a wedgie. Pull your, pull the underwear up and it rips and stuff. Pull it in their bottom crack. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to get you married or to a human and she's gonna change you. I don't, I don't really want to go back to purgatory without you, but, uh, uh, well, apparently power's out in hell, too. I don't know if you caught that, but the uh, dead's going to rise or not ri- not die or was. Uh, and then 
bar logs and mood jogs are going to be coming from hell and beasts, something like that. I, he said, I have something. I don't know, buddy. But, uh, yeah, so I'm sorry. Is it, do you accept my apology, please? Yeah, R.W., don't worry about it, man. I, I wouldn't have done it. I'm your friend. And be honest, I don't want to see you come down here and get hurt. And I was a whole, so, yeah, so it's okay. All right, well, uh, that guy's coming to get me again, so I'm going to go with him back up in the crane. So they take R.W. off, and then uh, they put him back up in the crane. And then Angela comes running back. Honey, honey, honey. Did you, did you and your bets, man, like, have a little conference? You just, did you talk about strippers or anything like that? Where, uh, no, no, honey, we talked about purgatory. We are in purgatory together, you know. Honey, I was thinking while we are gone that being in purgatory makes me love you more because you're not, you're like a big gray, gray zone. That's what life is. You're not good. You're not bad. You're, you're right down the middle. You got a little good and a little bad and that's, Sometimes I need a little good and sometimes I need a little bad. And so we're going to get on uh, going through Scott Everything Staged with Mother Nature and Jif. So what's going to happen is Jif's going to be fed to the... Honey, uh, I can't go through with this until I see confirmation. Well, here, just take my phone and open up. There's an email to you. Well, it's to me, but since we're going to be married. But you can see all that. It's legal contracts and... Yeah, you can just go ahead and, 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 and use my phone. I'm sure that you can't do any harm with it. It'll be, you don't know anything about it. So, and then just come over here after you read confirmation into the bungalow. That's the men's bungalow. You and well, it's just going to be you because I can't, I got to keep your best man up in the crane. I don't trust him. So yeah, I'll meet you on the wedding side, my love, my darling. Ooh, time flows something so tender. I'm longing for your... Okay, honey, stop the singing. I'm trying to check this email thing. Wow, this is really... So I just move my finger up and down like that, huh? Yeah, and just press... Boop. See? To Larry Abex, a.k.a. James Cashpenny. See? He's a lawyer, so he can't tell anybody. All right, babe. I'm a, you look great. Oh, thank you, honey. I can't wait to be Angela Ibex. Angela Ibex. Private Eye. Oh, I just like the sound of it. I'm like a, I'm like a fancy antelope or something. So, the wife of a fancy antelope. You are my antelope. Okay, Angela, I need some time alone with my dowry. Okay. Well, what do you plan on doing with the, what do you, what do you plan, Angela? What do you plan on doing with your plans, your planning? I know this. Okay, honey, let's just, let's just get married. Okay. Yeah. Let's just get married. Let's just not talk about it. Okay. Deal. Deal. This is the kind of, we're compromising already. We are already conflict, compromise. Boom. Go ahead, Oprah. Put that on your network is that we can do it the two of us, because it's love. Love. Did you know, uh, honey, that uh, Mother Nature and I both love Janet Jackson music? Who? Honey, babe, I don't know. I, I need to look into this diary thing, babe. 
I don't... Janet... Janet Jackson. Yeah, babe. I think I'm going to... Oh, I need my phone. Let me go ask... I think Lukey has a phone. I'm going to get a little... uh, Do you have a preference? You don't know any Janet Jackson songs, do you? I got to think about what song... Control. I got to think about what song I want for our wedding. I think a Janet Jackson song that's romantic. But uh, anyway, okay, babe, go on. So Angela goes off down the beach. James is doing some stuff on the phone. And they're about to get married. And yeah, this is kind of a strange thing. I think James is buying some time, which is, is boring. And the fact that they're getting married conventionally with this stuff with Mother Nature is strange. This whole, this whole thing is beyond strange, huh? Got a dude that manages hell who doesn't do a very good job at it. And I have to agree with some of these other characters. I'm like, hold on. I thought, as far as I could tell, and as I was able to piece together in preparation for these episodes, is that the devil's like imprisoned in hell, even though he runs hell. At least in the, um, I don't know if that's the Dante or the Milton, but, you know, he's like the prisoner at the bottom of hell. I mean, I, I go, I mean, at least as a kid, I, I did believe that hell was below us, and that the fact that it is, I mean, convenient for, for those people going to hell. And also, makes sense i mean from an economic standpoint from just shipping people there and stuff like that or i don't know how you get there maybe ships just a that's a it's a harsh word you go by boat so yeah that that was news to me that there would be a manager type down there and that guy's a boob and but then from that guy's perspective he's like i'm just trying to do my job better and it seems like there's a lot of bureaucracy and there's been a lot of avoidance of of this God issue. And I'm sure that's raising issues for all of you. And it's for, it's hard, tough to understand. And maybe that's where this podcast is plugging into something bigger than me. Is that, yeah, I'm getting all mis- mystified. And like some sort of spiritual fog is, is laying down on my, on my mind as I get too close. Because, I mean, what if, what if I was evil? And I was going to unlock some of these secrets if I was learning them and then explaining them in the podcast. It would be dangerous for everyone because I would already know them and I'd be sharing them with you. Uh, but so that's, that's strange. Then we got poor Jeff Bissos who seems like just a smart guy. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, he's purgatory bound at best. Let's just put it out there in my opinion. It's a character, Jeff Bissos, ladies and gentlemen, because it's not like he's an angel, or maybe he is it. We didn't get into his good qualities very much, but he's done some wrong, or some wrong's been done in his name and for for his company and profits, Amazon.com, the imaginary company. My dog was agreeing. My dog's like, dude, I, I thought last episode you said I was going to be your sidekick. Now I need to do some pounding in the background to say, hey, it's like, hey, 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 I agree, I agree, I agree, or I disagree. So my dog's co is piping in. 
And yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm just trying to give you a little extra boredom here. Also, just say what's on my mind. Oof, was I going to make a point? I mean, the point is the episode we're going to catch up at the wedding. I thought, I mean, in all honesty, I thought we'd get to the wedding. Like, I, thought, I was waiting just like you. Like, okay, when's this wedding going to happen? But Angela and Mother Nature did have a lot more on their minds than I was aware of. And so Jeff, I mean, I knew him in RWD as a talk. But I didn't know, you know, I didn't know so much. I don't know. Mother Nature was so protective. But makes sense too, right? If you were Mother, Mother Nature is protective. That's one of her, well, I don't know what, it, what her duties are. She said there was like forces of nature, which would seem like the natural order of things. And... But then there's still Mother Nature. So she's like, yeah, I don't know. Is she like the birther of of things? She seems like the matri of the whole universe or at least our planet's like a matriarchy, Mother Earth, Mother Nature. I guess maybe it's just conceptualizing stuff and, and I'm trying to put concrete terms on something that's just not so concrete. And even in this story, which by the way, I mean, this story is about as concrete. Um, as uh, you can get, I'm not just, you know, I'm plugging into the uh, the greater subconscious or whatever you want to call it when I'm spilling these beans here. So that's why it's a sleep podcast because your mind wouldn't be able to be on overload if you're if you're wide awake or thinking clearly. Like this guy's a maniac, but because you're in the state. Is that what a fugue state is or no? I'm not sure. Well, I'm not even sure what my point is. The point is that we don't, I mean, I, that Mother Nature understanding hers beyond me. I mean, I could read every myth from here to Canton, Ohio, home of the f- pro football or basketball Hall of Fame. I don't know why. That Canton, Ohio just came out of my brain, man. I mean, that's Mother Nature's HQ. Canton, Ohio. Is it Canton, Ohio? I think there's a Canton, New York. I know someone that listens to this podcast is from a city like Canton, but not Canton, like Cantonville. Don't let me know, because I know you're a a loyal listener, I think. I I don't know. I was trying to figure out some analytics you think about like analytics, the, that devil guy, the guy that works in heck, hell, he should be, um, he doesn't seem like he could handle analytics. I mean, I couldn't, I was trying to figure it out today. And that's the only thing I like looking at the map. That's so fun. You know, looking at maps is great. But anybody else out there? I, I guess my dog doesn't agree with me about maps. Remember when Google Earth first came out? You just spend like how you just you're like, oh, day went by. I was just playing on Google Earth. Oh, it's five in the morning. I was spent the whole night on Google Earth. Now it's I don't know. The last time I checked out Google Earth, couldn't tell you. I I could tell you actually. And this is this is how I'll end this podcast with Mind of a Lunatic, your podcast host. I tried to create this because I think at one point you could kind of create your own plugins and there was like a Wikipedia plugin, all sorts of like different people's photos, plugins. 
So when you zoomed on something and I tried to figure out how to do it, but I'm not, I'm like, I'm, I'm in the gray zone of technology. I'm in a purgatory. I'm not terrible at it and I'm not adept at it, but I was trying to create a, um, like something so I could zoom into San Francisco and East Bay, Oakland, California, uh, of the, uh, I think it was the San Francisco Chronicle used to do this thing. I don't, I don't subscribe to the paper anymore, but like top 100 cheap eats, the top 100 best cheap restaurants. I mean, this was before, this is during the internet, but you know, before it became more convenient not to use the newspaper for this kind of, so I was trying to plug all those restaurants in. So I'd be like, oh, what do we want to, what do I, what do I want to do tonight? Or can be in this neighborhood for this thing? Oh, let's eat at this restaurant. Good. Thank you, Google Earth. But I couldn't, couldn't quite figure it out. And I think once I did, I realized it was way too much work. And I was hoping somebody else would do it. And somebody probably did, but I didn't catch on to it. So, yeah, I guess just like at the beginning of the podcast, just like at the beginning of the podcast, instead of helping you fall asleep, I'm just making it all about me. Sorry, SLJ 2011. It's about people like you. And I, I'm honestly here to help you fall asleep, not to talk about my failed attempts to create a Google Earth database of cheap places to eat. Bargain Bites, that's what it was actually called. Bargain Bites, San Francisco Chronicle Bargain Bites. But, I mean, maybe SLJ2011 has a favorite place that they like to eat, Bargain Bite Place. And if you do, let me know. I don't care if you're from um, Carson City, Nevada, or... Caleb, Illinois, or Caracas, or other cities that start with a C, like Cozumel. I don't think that's a city. I think that's an island. Maybe it's a city. Or Columbia, Maryland. <laughs> See, I got you on that one. There's one person laughing at that somewhere. A dog ain't, though. So anyway, go Let's get some sleep. I hope you're already asleep. And if you weren't, I'm trying to get these episodes over a certain length for the people that need that extra 40 minutes. And it's a, a balance trying to manage my bandwidth caps or whatever the heck you want to call that. But hey, it's not about me. It's about you getting a good night's sleep. Thanks for listening. And I appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> We're back with another episode of Get Bessos, the tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cashpenny's escape from purgatory and return to Earth on their quest for vengeance against Jeff Bezos, the intranet entrepreneur they feel crushed their retail empires. Older episodes can be found at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Slash Get Besos, G-E-T-B-E-S-O-S. Last couple episodes have been a build-up to a wedding between James Cash Penny and Angela Bissos. And this is no ordinary wedding. There seems to be strange workings. Since James Cash Penny's technically dead, uh, Angela Bissos has to go. She's using Mother Nature. Let's just get to the wedding. Why am I, why am I uh, complicating things? Prepare yourself. Prepare for another, hey buddy, buddy, another episode of Get Pesos. Yeah.
All right, folks, we're back. Let me set the scene. We have, as we've said in the past, a breakwater filled with chum and hungry orca whales hanging above that breakwater about five feet. It's about it. These, these aren't trained orcas, so they can't really jump much higher than five. Maybe not. Nah, let's say they're 10 feet. Hanging above the, about 10 feet above the water, the limit of the height of the jumps of the orca whales are is a crane suspended from the crane, 10 feet from the water. It's Jif, RW, and the guy from hell who calls himself Willie from time to time. On the beach stands Mother Nature and James Cash Penny. And then an aisle running down the beach. What do you call it? What, do you, what is that thing? A runner? Runner. A runner runs down the beach. And at the end of it, five feet from the end of it, it's a bungalow. Well, you know, we've talked about bungalows the past couple episodes. It's where rich people hang out at the beach. Station, station around the area are different uh, citizen soldiers. I don't know what you call them. Private, what do you, there, there's a good term for them. But, you know, private, private for-profit soldiers. No, it's a, soldiers of fortune. That was the old term. That was when it was cool, when, when it was hip. Oh, I'm, old, I'm a badass. I'm a soldier of fortune. Now, you're just uh, some dude looking to make a buck that can, uh, oh, but I, what am I doing? I'm insulting soldiers of fortune, the modern-day equivalent. Just wrote my own death certificate. Luckily, this is only, uh, this isn't, this is a, this is a, this is a, yeah. Let's just delete that. Stationed around the beach are various soldiers of fortune. Members of the security contractor that Miss Bessels has hired to protect herself and now her wedding. And then, emerging from the bungalow is Lukey. Let me tell you, I, I, I was going to say, let me tell you about Lukey, but I'm sure you can picture Lukey in your head. So go ahead and get a good idea with this. The lowest man of the Amazon inner circle. A young man, Lukey, who gets pushed around a lot. He comes out, he's in a dress, flower girl dress. He's also carrying a chartouche dress. That's more of for a maid of honor. And he's got flowers. His knees are scraped, so he has a, this thing's called gauze taped to his knees. And he's also wearing kind of wig you might see a Danish backpacker wear with uh, two pigtails or ponytails, however you, however you refer to your tails. So Lukey's there, and, and Lukey's carrying his, his phone in front of him, and then he's... He looks in and someone's motioning from the bungalow. And then he hits play. And no, no one, she's like, turn, Lukey, Lukey, turn it up. No one can hear, Lukey, 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 no one can hear you. Lukey, you have to turn it up. Lukey, turn it up. Lukey turns it up. I'm on a rock with you all night. Dance to the va 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 sunlight something. I think it's Michael and Janet Jackson rock with you. 
or it might just be Michael. I don't know. Then Angela Bissos emerges from the bungalow. She's dressed in kind of a a beachy wedding dress, not even a formal wedding dress. Just a nice white summer dress. And she, I mean, she looks good. I don't even know what else to say. She's a beautiful woman by any any stretch of the imagination, whatever, whichever, whatever is beautiful to you. And you can hear everybody gasping, even Jif is like, whoa, man. And she, not only does she look beautiful, but you can tell that she doesn't think she looks good. She knows she looks good. And she, not only does she know she looks good, she feels good. And she sits there while the sweet notes of Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson play out over the beach. The sounds of orca whales grinding chum between their teeth and waves lapping. Sweet waves lapping against the rowboat that's distributing chum. Seagull passes overhead. Serene. Beautiful woman on the beach. Handsome man at the other end of the, the runner. Next to a woman who was only dressed in some sort of a, like sea, sea, sea clothes. Clothes made from seagrass and such. Pretty, pretty, uh, Pretty nice view, except for the people on the crane and the chum. Okay, Lukey, 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 play the next song. Lukey hits the song. Let me take you on an escapade. Let's go. Escapade. We'll have a good... Hey, Lukey, Lukey, that's, that was... Oh, never mind, Lukey. Just pause it, because that's like for after we're married, like for our honeymoon. Okay, Lukey, go down the aisle and just, um, just never mind, just go. And then Angel looks a little bit disappointed, but she goes down the aisle. And then Lukey probably, Lukey, uh, never, just never mind, just leave it playing. Lukey heads down the aisle to the sounds of escapade. Let's go. Escapade, we'll have a good time. Your worries, and it's strange because you have this beautiful, beautiful environment, and then this sweet song playing, and and it does for a split second. Everyone's worries are are left behind, and Angela just kind of glides down the aisle to escapade. Let's go, escapade. I don't know the. Um, I don't really know the the chorus. Oh, that's the chorus. I don't know the uh, whatever the thing that's not the chorus is actual lyrics. But everyone is struck by that they're everyone's thinking about a, an escapade. I guess. No, that doesn't work. Angela she just glides down the aisle. James is waiting for her. Part of his worries are long gone, and they they make eye contact and. Kind of dreamy. James has just got this kind of goofy look on his face, and Angela goes down, slips her arm into his. She puts her head on his shoulder. It's, it's. It, I mean, it's one of those like tender, touching moments when you see that. Like, wow, those two people, really, really good couple. It looks like 
She gives Mother Nature a dreamy look and sighs, snuggles in a little bit closer to James. And then the sweet sounds of Escapade come to an end. And there's like a, a little bit of a moment, silence, quiet, except for the water. Mother Nature, Angela tilts her head to Mother Nature. Mother Nature, Mother Nature's pretty composed. She seems to have kind of reached some sort of transcendental meditative state during that escapade song. And she says, uh, Dearly beloved gathered here today, we are here to observe the wedding of Angela Bissos and James Cash Penny Larry Ibex to each other. And also James Cash Penny's ascension Descension, I guess I'm not sure. Oh, dear. I, I just don't know. I was, was, the narrator just confused, confused me so much. But James Cash Penny's transference into a man from a man from a thing. And we're going to get to that. And I've decided that we'll wed you first, my dear. Oh, because this is so beautiful and touching and and wonderful this moment. And I don't, I don't, I just think we should, okay. All right. Oh, okay. Okay, Mother Nature. Mr. Cash Penny. Oh, wait one second. Lukey, Lukey, you got to change. Mother Nature, Lukey's got to change his dress. Lukey, play, um, play the next song while. Let's wait. A, is that the right note song? Yeah. Let's wait a while before we go too far. Lukey runs into the bungalow and changes into a chartreuse dress, runs right back out. But da, 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 da. It's all I know is let's wait a while. But Angela and James are kind of swinging back and forth. Yeah. They're not thinking about it. I mean, she's probably not. I don't know. In a while, they're going to be waiting if this was any other circumstances. You know what I'm saying? They're kind of, well, she's strut, strutting back and forth with that, and Loki runs back down the aisle, gets back. So then that takes everybody's mind off of sex, and they just start thinking about sweet nothings. And well, she says, James Cash Penny Larry Ibex, do you take Angela Bissos to be your wife? You know, the better and poor and all that. Do you, do you take her to be? And he says, yeah, sure. Yeah. Angela Bissos, do you take Larry Ibex, James Cash Penny to be your husband? I do. I do. Okay. What? Yeah, Ritter, can I just take over from here? My dear. Well, the nature takes. Oh, wedding seriously with the most seriousness of utmostness. And, well, usually weddings are what, I mean, people are wed to help propagate the species. I, I, well, I don't even know. Is that why humans came up with it? I, I, I know I'm a humanoid, but I'm just a little goddess in a humanoid body. I don't understand these. This is a ceremonial thing 
I guess as we see these chum-eating mothers and and sons of the orca whale, they, they do the same sort of thing. It's just lovely. Well, my dear. All right, well, Miss Miss Bessel's the future Mrs. Isaac. Before I can pronounce you man and wife, we have to make your, your husband a man. I was thinking we could just marry you and then make him a man, but I guess I can't pronounce you man and wife. So what, what, how are we going to do this? You have him way up in that crane, the man whose life you're planning on me taking, right? Oh, yes, Mother Nature. Um, okay, so here, Lukey, Lukey, where's the, where's the table? Where's the table? Oh, uh, Pater, 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 Pater. Pater. Yeah. That's your name, right? Oh, no. What's your name? Rolf. Where's Pater? Okay, go get Pater and you and get the table from my bungalow. It's got stuff. Don't drop anything. So then Rolf and Pater, they run back to the bungalow. They pull out this table. They carry it down the aisle. They get to the end of the aisle. Okay, so here's what we have, Mother Nature. We have something borrowed, which is the Horn of Jethro, which is borrowed from, I'm not sure, there's probably some ancient artifact, which Gorbelli borrowed from someone, and James borrowed it from Gorbelli. So that's borrowed. Something blew us my Dory keychain. Dory, I love her. Dory. Because everyone thinks she's not smart, and then just wait. She's she's the smartest one. Just wait, and then we have something borrowed, something blue, something old, which is in this lunchbox, which is slush from hell, and it's probably thousands of years old because hell is so old. And something new, which is this bident, which is just so new and shiny. So that's so that's so. Here's what I'm thinking, Mother Nature. I'm, oh, I don't, well, I guess I wasn't thinking. I was thinking we'd stab Jif with the Bident. And then some of his blood would drip and then they would get mixed with the chum and they'd get a taste of him. Jif, honey, is your, how sweet's your blood, Jif? Jif, Jif, can you hear me, Jif? He's, he seems to be struggling with his bonds. Uh, Pater, 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 no. Wait, what, what, what security contractor are you guys with that you're not English isn't your first language? I don't care if it's German or it's not German either. What? It, oh Lord. Okay. Um, we're going to. I guess we can't just stab Jeff, honey, honey. Oh James, oh Larry, I, Mrs. Larry Ibex, I'm just in such a hurry now to. Honey, you don't have a plan? I thought you were going to, like, just drop Jif in there. Calm down, Jif. Don't worry. Uh, And then he would get eaten. And then Mother Nature, what do you need to do? Well, my dear, I'm... It's a plan. It's a plan. What do you... Mother Nature, what do you... What's that? My thing. Oh, no, I said the plants will pull him down from there. So... The plants will pull him down. So they're going to pull him down. And, oh, so you're going to, oh, that's great, Mother Nature. Some seagrass or some, oh, yes. The seagrass from the sea will come up and pull him down. And then we'll, we could just, do you want me to have him quartered by the uh, seagrass? Or do you want to do it with the Biden? Or what, my dear? 
Oh, Mother Nature, I don't know. That's such a... Yeah, let's just... Well, I think I should have an active part because I just... Honey, honey. Uh, yeah, just have a, just have the seagrass do it. Okay, and then what I was going to do... And, and James, you might not like this, but... I was going to um, use the ice to freeze your friend R.W. and have him put in safekeeping. For, uh, well, patron Rolf, I'm going to just, just go... Hey, why are you standing so close to me? This is my wedding, and you're supposed to be hired help, Peter. Rolf, back away. Thank you. Um, I was going to have Peter and... I was going to have Gunther. Yeah, Gunther's your supervisor, right? What do you mean he's on break? It's my wedding. Okay. Go get him now. I'm not paying. Okay. Thank you. And so I'm going to freeze RW and then put him in safekeeping with Gunther or something. So that if you cross me or anything, honey, because I love you. Well, listen, honey, let's not meet. Uh, this whole wedding thing is just junk. What do you mean, babe? I mean, I'm, I've been faking it. W- what do you mean you've been faking it? Yeah, you don't think I'm some blushing bride, do you? That I was just waiting to marry you? You're dead. And no offense, but you're in a wool suit. That is like scratchy. And what do you think? I just want to be Mrs. James Cashpenny, Mrs. Larry Ibex. I'm already the most powerful woman. One of the most, I was already one of the most powerful women in the United States. Now I'm going to be the most powerful woman on earth. In the afterlife. Well, what do you mean? Baby, what do you mean? Did you make some deal? And with Corbelli all along, you fool. Just what do you think? Buddy R.W. just came up with the idea to go to hell. So I'm about to make you all pay. I'm going to start with Jeff. Jeff, you are still going to be killed. You just, you're just going to lose your life, though. So, um, Pater, Pater. No, no. Oh, you guys really, you really are idiots. I thought you were playing along. Okay, listen. I'm going to take this Biden. I'm going to poke you in the fucking eye. If you don't get Gunther, if he's really on break, believe me, you guys are screwed. You're going to go up there. You're going to, when he's going to climb out on that thing or press some button and Jeff's going to drop right into the mouth of one of those orca whales. Got it. And Peter backs off. Honey, honey, can you relax? Uh, I'm not going to relax. You're all mine. <laughs> I, I would cackle, but I'm not the cackling type, James. And, don't I look lovely? Don't you, don't you consider yourself lucky to be my my hubby? I was going about to tell you my uh, the rest of my plan. All of a sudden, the sound like a a marine horn sounds, and then all of a sudden, this cutter comes flying in from out in the bay, and it's colored in the colors of the rainbow. It's blasting its horn, and then it's water cannon hits. Water cannon hits Pater. Water cannon hits Rolf. Water cannon hits Gunther, and they all hit the ground soaking wet, stunned, because these are high-powered water cannons. Standing at the bow of the ship is Freddy Sprague, the former plant pervert. He's ringing the horn. He's shooting flares. He's manning the water cannon. And he... He grabs the uh, PA. He, he, he's got one of those uh, blow horns that makes the sound. 
what do you call those things? Uh, megaphone. Freddie Sprague is on the uh, on the megaphone. Attention all world, attention all world users, touch all world users. This is the uh, People's Republic of uh, Warriors of uh, the Sea and uh, Eco. We're uh, here to stop using whales. We're here to stop this wedding between a man and a whale or whatever. We have reports that you are abusing orca whales. We won't stand for it. We're using all peaceful means. So he's spray. He's, they're still spraying. They start spraying James. They start spraying Angela the water hoses but at some point pater and gunther and luther or whoever the other germans were whoever these aggressive hard-sounding named men were they they go into some uh bungalow is that what they're called cabana bungalow that has arms weapons so gunfight breaks out and they're shooting from the beach and they're shooting from the ship but the ship is uh you know, established position, I don't know, protected position. So the guys in the ship pick off Pater, Gunther, and all the other guys, and then... All right, please stop fire. We want a peaceful, this is an attempt at a peaceful uh, stop of the whales. And, uh, okay, you with the chum boat, you, you, you surrender. And the guy in the chum boat, who I didn't even learn his name, maybe that was Luther, but he has his hands up, and they send in... A little uh, landing craft, one of those uh, Zodiac boats, I think they're called, with Freddie Sprague, and uh, he pulls the uh, guy back to the ship, and he sees uh, R.W. up. R.W., he, he notices R.W. Jiff, and then he sees James. He says, guys, guys, uh, what do you, I didn't expect to see you involved in this. And James like, Freddie, I'm the one that had emailed you at... Uh, Sea Warrior, whatever your email, what was it? Uh, Prince of the Goldfish is, is my name now. Freddy Sprague, Prince of the Goldfish. Now, what are you doing here abusing orca whales? Well, Freddy, was it? Oh, why are you interrupting my wedding? What are you doing? I was just about to take power here. Well, I, 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 I got to, oh, I'm confused. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused. I was having a wedding and then you spraying hoses. You sprayed me. I have a dress on, and now, luckily, it has layers, so you cannot see through it. But you can see right through Lukey's dress. Lukey, go cover up. Oh, I was just about to sacrifice Jif to the... Oh, so you were the one going to sacrifice a man to a whale? You know, man's blood's no good for orca whales. You got you know how much heavy metals are in that guy? It's no good. Oh, what were we talking about? Uh... Oh, and then Freddy's guys cut down, or they lo- well they lower the 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 boom or the, or the crane with R.W. and Jif and and the Hell guy and everyone gets together on the beach. Every uh, oh buddy buddy, uh, was killing me. Oh, what was killing me? Oh Lord, I'm confused. Oh, so confusing this wedding. And strange things just keep boats, water hose, and uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm this is Jiff here. I I just don't understand what's been happening. I mean, we were up. I had the sun in my eyes. I think I did. I have sunscreen on. Did I, Angela? weren't you? Were you gonna? Oh, I'm so so. Guys, guys, James Cash Penny here. 
There's a lot of confusion here. Everyone's confused. I'm I'm noticing. People, 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 it's me, Willie here. Uh, this is some sort of fog. Oh, there's a fog. Fog. Fog of knowledge. A, uh, the veil of, veil of ignorance. Oh, it's, uh, the mist. Something. We're getting, this is some sort of confusion on purpose. Okay, well. Uh, we just got to, what was the last thing anybody, oh, dear, I'm, I think I, I remember the power went out in my home, and you guys are trespassed in my home. That other, that other, what, what, who, what's your name again? You're, uh, Albex, right? Or we're, no, we're, Angelo's going to sacrifice an I. oh, dear. And they're kind of, everyone's kind of arguing, but they're not arguing about anything that makes any sense. And then. Gunther and Pater get up as zombies and they start heading towards the group and the other guy, Luther or Willard, I don't know, Willard, that's an, a, how come nobody names anybody Willard anymore? It's a great name, Willard. Well, there's Wilford Brimley. There's Willard Scott, I think was the, uh, he was um, that guy before he was that guy on the Today Show. But I can't even remember that guy's name. But not Matt Lauer, the other the weather guy, former weather guy. I don't even think he does the weather anymore. But anyway, unimportant. They, the zombies start going, and then they jam. Oh, okay, wait a second. So, so the, the, and then, you know, and they're dragging. And luckily, Jeff, Angela, and Lukey all watch The Walking Dead. So they're like, "Those are zombies!" And Lukey's screaming. Like a flower girl would scream if they saw a zombie, which I'm not going to do because obviously you're trying to sleep or you might be asleep already. So I don't want to scream like a flower girl that sees a zombie. And so they could start coming towards them. And, but everyone, like, well, why are those guys? What's wrong with the, and then Jeff's like, oh man, why, why are they split those seasons in half? Those are zombies, but I don't get it. Like, are they splitting the seasons in half so they don't have to pay people bonuses for the new season? Or is it just to be on both sweeps weeks? Or is it both? Or is it, I don't, oh man, why is, oh, I can't believe, uh, oh, Carol, Carol, I don't want to spoil it for Lukey. He's still on season two, but Carol, oh, oh dear, 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 dear. Well, Jim, what are you guys talking about? Well, this Jif here, Jif, this James is a, a very popular show called The Walking Dead. It's about like uh, those guys that are coming at us and they, something about brain. Okay, okay. James Cashpenny sees some focus. So James digs deep and he, he gets some focus and some sort of devilish mental cloud. And he grabs Freddy Spray, he shakes Freddy Spray. You spray, spray me with, spray me with water, spray me with water. Call it, call it, spray this guy with some water. So they spray James in the face and he shakes and goes again and they spray him again. And this is like ice cold, high pressure water, which if James was a, James was a real human, it might even like mess his face up. But since he's only projected human or I don't know what the proper term is, but post-life human. And then James, one more time, they spray him again in the face. And then James, like, okay, okay, this has got to be Freddy. 
we were out in the ocean. Where did you, you got my email. Where where'd you, Freddie's like, well, you wouldn't believe it. There's all these sea serpents out there. And we were trying to get escape from a sea serpent. It was breathing fire. And as a, well, where, where you saw a sea serpent breathing fire. Was it a, did it have, how many heads did it have? Just, just one head. It just had, oh dear. Hmm. Yeah, we've been redoing heck down here in hell. We've been redoing a lot, and uh, we'd taken all the uh, submerged creatures and put them in a a holding containment area. And power went out. They probably got out, but yeah, we were we well, we've got a lot going on now. Okay, James Cashpenny's thinking. I James and I'm talking about myself in the the second or the third person, but okay. So, okay, the power went out on hell, and I almost married Angela, and everyone's confused. This is, okay, they don't, they need to stop us. And we, you, Willie, what's, what's, how do we put the power back on in hell? Or what are we going to do? Well, we, well, yeah, you got to get to the center. Got to get to the center, which would be, you got to go through all the, you know, you remember the two right? So there's no more circles, but they're still kind of, it's countries, but the worst people are still in the middle. So you got to get to the middle there, which would be like old Dante Alighieri. <laughs> Dante Alighieri. What was I talking about? Hell, hell. Oh, yeah. So you got to get to the middle and there's emergency override there. And also there's an alarm. If you could shut that alarm off because... That alarm uh, will alert heaven that there's some hell is broken down into chaos and they're going to nuke hell. They might restart it or something. Kind of like your DEFCON 4. Remember that movie, uh, How to Learn to Worry, Stop the Bomb movie? Uh, what was that called? Dr. Love Me. Dr. Strange Love Me. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. We need to get into hell. Well, I locked it up. <laughs> I locked them in there, but I guess it didn't work. But, but well, can I just open the Biden? I could. I, well, only I can open. I can open the Biden. But you're just gonna go into hell and just go in the middle and turn the power back on. Well, what if I don't? What's gonna happen? Well, hell's gonna keep. I don't know what Gore Belly has planned. Whatever Gore Angela, you remember what? I I don't. I I feel terrible. I, my ambition has caved into a mass of confusion. I'll have to sort this out in another time. Oh, okay. Gra- grab the Biden. Devil guy. Willie. All right. Open up a gate to hell. I'm going in there. J- James, you can't go in there alone. You'll be killed. Angela, you-, you don't care if I get killed. Oh, that's right. Well, maybe now I do. I don't know. Buddy, buddy, buddy. What are you doing? What are you doing? We, uh, we'll figure this out. This is Willie guy, right? Willie, don't you got, uh, somebody? And we got, uh, James. Uh, we got, uh, Jeff, Jeff, we, we need you to start thinking your big brain on. We need you to think like Gorbelly. Oh, oh, I'm confused again. Yeah, see, I, we got to get out of here. The confusion is some sort of byproduct or some sort of thing. We're getting hit with a confusion ray by Gorbelly. I don't know. I'm going into hell. And, well, the thing is, James Cash Penny, hell's going to be in chaos and you're doing equipped to deal with it like you can't you could bring the horn at jethro but we're gonna need to hear in case you don't succeed so you're gonna i don't think 
you probably, if you get eaten by some demon or something, you're just gonna, I don't know. It's, uh, I would, I mean, if I'd, I'm nice and protected in my office there, so I I wouldn't go in there. Well, well, I have to. Otherwise, the world, all these poor people, you got these zombies are right by us. Oh, wait, Lukey, what did you do? You poked them in the eyes. Oh, great job, Lukey. Wait, maybe Lukey. Lukey, are you a zombie or not? Are you just pale? Okay, well, just Lukey, just stay away from us anyway. Yeah, Lukey, just go so we don't need your help. What? Don't talk to me like that, Lukey. No, I'm not. I'm, I own the company now, bro. So don't bro me. I don't even know what that means, but just go. Or see that other guy. Go deal with that zombie. Okay, I'm going to go into hell. And if something bad happens, heaven will nuke it, right? Well, yeah, yeah, but there'll be some splash over. So I don't know what that means for your world here. Uh, probably not good, but you're probably just, you guys will just be some heaven, hell on earth a little bit because I don't know what kind of riffs. And I, I honestly don't know this Gorbel is up to. She's confused as anybody. So, uh, what, what was I? Okay. Open the rift to hell. Do you, can you open a specific spot or now nah, we well, I'll try to open it. Wanna, no, I mean. I'm going to shoot for as close to the middle as I can get, and I'll try to focus, but I can't guarantee nothing there. Uh, what's your name, my big Ibel? All right, I'm on it. Okay, buddy. Uh, um, what was that? Oh, oh, are you, uh, don't worry, RW, don't worry. You guys stay here. I'm sure you're going to be fine. You guys are going to have to defend yourself against the living and the dead. But you guys are, Jeff, can you understand some of the stuff I'm saying? I think so. I think I think I can understand some of it. I'm processing. I, I mean, whew, talk about all your beliefs being turned upside down. But luckily, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think like an evil evildoer. Not easy because I try to be optimistic. But yeah, I'm on it. And well, I think I'm I'm probably operating at like 17 brain percent capacity or something where I'm usually at 22. Oh, come on, Jeff. Don't brag. All right. Okay, you got the hell, hell, okay, I got a portal to hell right here, right in the sand here. What you're going to do is go down in this hole and go ahead, put your head in that hole. Just put my head in this hole. No, I'm just kidding you. I just want to see if you do it. Um, what we're going to do here is, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to cut a portal here in the sand here. See that? that? Wow, that is, that's scary. I did that already once. Yeah, I guess you came right through that lady's ear, so maybe you couldn't. Since you are going up and in, you might not have been looking straight down. It's quite intimidating. But remember, the gravity, you still have the human gravity, but there's all sorts of other forces, so you, you'll be fine. If you land in lava, just remember to move around. Or James, James, here, take this Miss Piggy lunchbox. Maybe the gloss, the, the slush in there will help you. And here, uh, well, actually, we probably need this Biden and the Hornet Jethro in case, you know, the end of the world we will try to stave that off. Me and uh, Bissell's here, and Rit Rit Rar. What's your name again? Ribble, Art uh, Ribble Ribble. <clears throat> My name, you idiot, is R W, and I will I will be going with my best friend in hell, James. I know you're gonna protest, but you're not you know risking your existence or whatever. We're after uh, this is all my fault, people. 
And I'll, I'll just go, Jay. Well, RW can't just go. You don't. Uh, well, uh, 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 oh, okay. Well, I'm going with you, buddy. I'd be honored to uh, assist you even because my judgment is suspect at this point, buddy. Richie, you're a brave man. And actually, I wasn't, I don't think I'd have been man enough to ask you for your help, but I need your help. Are you ready? Okay, buddy. Um, can we, oh, James, come here. I think we could uh, hold hands when we jump in there. Everybody uh, turn around. Jif, no looking. You too, Lucas. Whatever you friggin'. You, yeah, with the pigtails. I don't want you looking. Oh, well, I need to look because I gotta, <laughs> I want to see you act all tough like you don't need friends. And now you're going to hold your friend's hand. This is kind of nice. Honestly, I mean, I feel like maybe my time on earth, how quick I, my heart is growing or something because it touched me. You just touched me. Even though I'm, I mean, I've been in hell like 7,000 7, years. And uh, I'm touched. Okay, buddy. Uh, okay, you got my hair. Hold hands. And we're going to jump in one, two. James, James, don't forget. I'm sorry about this whole mess, and I'm confused. Okay. All right, Angela, we'll get to it. Angela, we'll, 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 it'll all make sense later. We'll figure it out, okay? You'll be forgiven, everybody. One, two, three. And they jump into this pit in the dirt that opens up into hell, and it closes. Shoom. The Willie closes the hole behind them. Uh, so we're going to stop this week because whew, that was a strange, strange episode. I mean, I feel like when I've been recording these past three episodes, the fog of confusion and knowledge or whatever you want to call it, it's been descending on me. It's it's hard when we're dealing with these. I, didn't, I don't know what I got myself into, to be honest, with all these heaven and hell stuff. Man, and I, I wish we had more time to touch on this. Uh, was it the rain? It wasn't the Rainbow Warrior, but whatever it was, and Freddie Sprague, he's not alive either, and he's like this goldfish prince of goldfish or whatever. And but I think everything's gonna be all right. I mean, James Cash Penny and R.W. are back. They're back, and they're working as a team. So we got a hero, folks. He's got a sidekick, and the world is at stake. I think, or, you know, some, something, something's at stake. So rest easy. James Cash Penny. The world rests in the hands of a man that came up with a store that sells. And I guess like Sears and, and Penny's, I never understood them anyway. I mean, I'm, I was uh, always raised to shop at Marshall's. I think that was what it's called where I grew up or. Ross, you might know it as, or TJ Maxx. So even Pennies and Sears, I, I think Sears would be a target spot. There's a little while I lived in the Bronx, New York City. Bronx, we'll get down Bronx. And the main place to go was Sears. There was a Sears, kind of like in, I think it's Lola Del Rio. And just like in downtown Oakland, there's a Sears. So the Bronx is like way more... Uh built up than even downtown Oakland. I mean, it's mostly in San Francisco. Not important though, but there was a Sears there. Other than that, I guess you, I think I bought a vacuum cleaner once at Sears and it, it didn't work out so hot. Maybe it did, but I don't know. Sears the place like you buy something and then you got to pull around back and give them a ticket and then they give you what you bought. 
And then pennies. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just never. I've probably bought stuff at J.C. Pennies, and I'm not hating on it. Just always seemed like, I guess I wasn't the target audience. And what is the target audience? I think I've asked that question before. Is that like middle, middle class people? Because the lower middle class, I would assume, I think I'm entrenched in the lower middle class. Uh, making it about me alert, but, or whatever, or maybe that's just, how, I, I guess I behave like a lower middle, like, yeah, it's like a, your Marshalls at Kohl's. You can roll in the Kohl's and get some Kohl's cash, not a sponsor. Those are the kind of places. So it's like, and and now, unfortunately, this is not to get political, but the middle middle class is kind of gone. And then you got your upper, upper middle class. Those are your Macy's shoppers, I would say. Though Macy's does have some good deals time to time. So not important. I guess, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to bore you to sleep, so. Let's not make a big deal about these stores and their customers because, you know, we all know that Amazon.com is where we're buying most of our stuff. And if, you, if you're ever, this is not a, I guess this is an advertisement. If someone in the audience is super rich and you don't always ha already have a, like an Amazon affiliate for your kid's school or something else you support and you're going to make like a, a huge purchase at Amazon. If you could go to www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash Amazon, there'd be some help for the podcast. But if you're like a regular person, you know, living pay to check to paycheck or more or less paycheck to paycheck, yeah, don't worry about it, man. Most of those people, most of you got your Amazon affiliate already in check. So I can monetize this. This is just a boring way to talk about monetization. I hope you fall asleep now. Maybe I, I hope I didn't stir up any resentment. Because then I gotta kind of buy more time, huh? Uh, well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get done with this, and then I'm trying to eat my dinner. And I got cookies. I made some chocolate chip cookies, so that might not help you sleep either. So, um. But I'm only gonna eat like one or two. I got thing I do with cookies is uh, I'll 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 uh, ball them up and then put the uncooked dough in the freezer in little balls and then you make your cookies when you need them. So let's put this discussion. Let's ball it up. Put it on. A lot of people recommend using parchment paper. I find parchment paper a little a little pricey, so you can ball them up, put them on tin foil. I just put them right on the cookie tray myself and then peel it off. Sure, got to do a little washing. Maybe not the best use of resources. I don't know. I'm not a mathematician. I've said it in the past or a physicist, so I don't know what uses more resources. Washing a cookie sheet with cookie crust on it or throwing away parchment paper. Maybe you can reuse parchment paper or foil. For all I know, I'm just throwing that stuff out the window. So, yeah, uh, I hope you get a good night's sleep. I, and I, I, I don't take this, I don't take it lightly. That's why I'm just droning on and on, just in case. Just in case that one person, and, and if you can't fall asleep, I've been there too. Like, uh, So I think the only thing I can say is I read something today. I was reading, skimming a book, 
and uh, saying, you know, just remember this is going to pass too. This this moment might not be great, but it's going to pass too. And I know it's the worst thing to say when you can't sleep because that's the one time when frig, you know, well, you know. So you just get up and do something, breathe. Uh, um, yeah, but I, I got to get to these cookies. So sorry about your problems. <laughs> Oh, what a terror, yeah. So, yeah, good luck with that. No, seriously. No, seriously, I got to go deal with these cookies. But seriously, I hope, uh, oh, if I can't help you sleep, I hope I'm, I let you know that someone else recognizes your suffering, okay? And that you're not alone. There's other people that listen to this podcast. That, that was the one thing for me when I couldn't sleep. I always felt like no one understood and that I was all alone. And that no one was going to help me or cared. But they said, oh, I care about you. Oh, but you just got to get over it. No, I can't sleep. I can't get over it. It's a, so that's a message to carry forward. Let's wrap that message up. Let's put it in the freezer and the fridge. Put a little piece in your pillow because it won't rot away. Say, hey, there are people that know how you feel or at least can relate to how you feel. So you're not alone. It might feel that way, though. But you're not. And in, 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 in this universe, in a, in a metaphorical spirit way, James Cash Penny's on the case, right? So rest easy. Our hero. The man that's become our hero. Or man that's become my hero. You might, you might despise him. It's, it's working on it, all right? night. And as we open tonight's episode, James Cash Penny and Rich Warren Sears are asleep on the ground of hell. And the ground in hell kind of represents the, like at the surface of Mars as, as rendered by the uh, Mars rover, you know, as red sandy. Or as a point, uh, or the surface of the American Southwest as portrayed in the uh, Roadrunner cartoons. Uh, not too much different. One or the other. Just go ahead and picture one of those in your mind. Face down in the sand drooling. James kind of wakes up. Surveys around there in the canyon. Yeah. Not that far off in the distance of a river. You can hear screaming and moaning. And yeah, a lot of commotion. Oh, man. Oh. Richie, Richie, wake up, wake up. He kind of shakes Richie, Richie, Richie Warren Sears. R.W. Sears, he tries to wake him up. Richie, Richie, wake up. Oh, God, what is it? Richie, Richie, wake him up. And R.W. comes to, oh, geez, buddy. What uh, What are you thinking? Do not have this nightmare. You got married. It was, oh, it's not a nightmare. So that means everything. Oh boy, where? What the heck? Back in hell is the Grand Canyon. I remember once I went to the Grand Canyon. Before I was stricken with brights to everyone saying, oh, you guys, that was awful. Awful, buddy. All right, Richie, calm down. Calm down. Oh, God, that was awful. Go on. Okay, buddy, calm down. We uh, we don't have time to talk. We're, okay, we've got a river here. We gotta figure out where in hell we are. I mean that, like, where, where in hell are we? 
Oh, jeez. Okay, you got a river. What's that? Oh, God. What's that noise? It's a commotion. Some sort of commotion. Oh, it's a fight. Oh, look at the surface of the water. Oh, let's go. Uh, come on, buddy. They're almost uh, right at the edge of this river thing. Oh, what the, what the heck? There's and look out on this massive river. When they're around the edge of it. And the river's just full of people fighting. Men and women, old and young, just punching each other. It's just some, basically a giant fight. I don't even know. Mob scene? And, uh, oh, oh, God, what's up, friggin'. Like, okay, well, this is or James is like, okay, this makes perfect sense. Hell's descended into chaos. Let's just try to extend. And then they see this guy coming towards him on a skiff, a, a boat. Oh, God, we got somebody coming. It's not, he's not fighting. Oh, God, he's coming right at us. He, uh, I made eye, Jim, I made eye contact with him, buddy. Okay, well, he seems to be human or human-like. I know he's not the boatman because I ran into that guy and the ferry guys that ferry the people to hell. Okay, well, uh, okay, I'll handle this. This guy pulls up in the skiff. Regular, regular looking dude. Doesn't wear a shirt because it's hell. Uh, semi, 30 to 40 years old. Not ripped or anything, but decent shape. He says, uh, well, well, morning, governess. Morning, governess. Oh, God, he's an Englishman, James. Uh, afternoon, sir. Uh, uh, pleasure to meet you. Well, go on. See you, uh, new arrivals in hell here. Yeah, things have been, things have been, uh, you, you, we haven't had a new guy down here. A couple guys. You guys kill each other something, eh? Um, uh, oh yeah, we killed each other. We're very evil. And, uh, well, you're evil, eh? I don't know. We're, we're in the right place. Uh, welcome to hell. Uh, did anybody show you around? You just show up here. Oh, a, uh, is it a name tag you have on? Oh, yes, it's a part of the new Hell Initiative. The big boss got us all wearing name tags. Okay, uh, for, uh, for, for PDA, James, keep taking that, uh, hey, hey, how you doing, man? What's your friggy, you got a lot of oh, I got a play class, play class, please let me jump on W. This is James Cash Penny. Uh, well, it's, it's actually not my name, mate. Oh, yeah, plate glass is good for you. Uh, play, 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 yeah, plate glass, uh. Oh, all right, whatever. I don't have him talk to him. I a good conversation. Everyone, seems you two, uh, you, you go back. Common sense. It's a, you sure you're in the right spot, eh? Oh, uh, well, uh, what do you, flaggy, uh, plate glass, uh. How, how come you got a boat and everybody else is fighting? What are you doing? Well, I just, uh, you know, back in the day, uh, I gave uh, Virgil a ride. I gave a couple other people a ride, and uh, they let me keep this skiff here. And uh, I just uh, tend to boat around a bit. And then every once in a while, my ex, she'll come and grab me and, and take me to a feast and freeze me in a rock for like a... A decade or two, and uh, make me watch a feast that lasts a decade or two, and I won't have anything to eat for ten years, and I just watch the meat. So, oh God! So you, uh, what, what did you do? Uh, with, hey, wait, what you, you, you? It's confidential, mate. You, what did you do? Oh well, well, um, okay, Richie, Richie, can't, let's not have a swinging whatever contest here. Foot, play, f- f- play glass. 
uh, uh, well, 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 you can't get my name, right? I'm not going to be giving you a ride in me skiff. Well, that ended and say we need a ride in your skiff. Uh, but it is a nice skiff. Wow, thank you. Well, I'm, I'm some private property in hell. You believe that? So you said your girlfriend th- freezes you in a rock? Oh, yes. Long story, mate. She's across the way there. Lovely lass, but she's a bit on the... She, well, she's been punishing me for eternity, more or less, but I get to have this skiff, so it's not... So so hell's totally uh, gone crazy, huh? Well, what you mean, eh? Well, they look at all these people fighting. They're like, uh... Uh, you notice pa- the power's out? Yeah, power's out, eh? That's, uh, oh, it's, uh, no, I mean, I'm just here at this river. I just, uh, skiff around. It's, gets a little bit dull, but it's better than, uh, being frozen in a rock, watching a feast. So, uh, oh, you say power's out, eh? I did not notice. Well, what, those people are just, oh, those people are always fighting, man. But you know where you are? You're in Wrath. Welcome to Wrath. Wrath. What a... What's wrath like? Uh, we're, we're really mad type stuff. More or less, mate. Mate, saying we don't need to get into it. But yeah, they're all fighting the wrathful down there. And then there's the sullen underneath the wall. Well, actually, oh, the sullen are up fighting. That's a bit strange. The sullen are up and about. Usually they're milling about under the water, just grouching about sullen. Mm, I don't like it under. But you know, that water's uh, made of acid or something. I don't know. And they just punch each other. And the wrathful, they don't get their, their muscles ache from fighting all day. Their faces ache. That's all they do. So yeah, you're in wrath. You, 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 you're odd fellows. So you, uh, hey, listen, uh, play glass. Can you give us a ride over? Uh, we're trying to get like what's that castle over there? Well, it's a yeah, walls of dis, eh? That's uh, through there's more of the hell. This uh, keeps you know the real nasties are in there, mate. You, uh, you guys. Uh, you going in there? You sentenced in there? You said they should have uh, dropped you off there. No, listen, play class. Just give us a ride over there. You seem like a decent guy. You got a name tag on, which creates a, a sense of trust. And you, you got a girlfriend down here, so you can't be here. Uh, you got this lovely skiff. Listen, power's out in hell. You might not have noticed, but maybe that's why the sullen are up and about down there. And, uh... They're going to new Cal, according to uh, that, that boss of yours. He, he uh, said heaven's going to nuke you guys because there's an alarm down in the center of hell. And also people are sneaking out of hell to earth and the dead are backing up. It's going to be awful. Wait, is, it worse, how could be, is it going to be worse than here? Well, it's going to be awful for the people that aren't here, you know, people on earth. And uh, look at the sullen. I mean, they came like fighting and they just wanted to grouse about. Well, you know, it's, I mean, they might be, they might be liking the change, but I, I, you know, I like you too. And that's a little action. Let's change it up. Let's go get my skiff. We'll go across. And then, uh, I guess you'll be on your own after that because, uh, well, uh, well, let's get in a skiff. And, uh, well, I don't, yeah. Come on. So they climb in a skiff and he starts, um, he's got one of those stick things, you know. Nowadays, you don't see a lot of transportation by stick. You know, more in medieval movies and older than that. Or for some reason, hell, you can, it doesn't really defies common sense a bit that someplace full of acid and lava, you'd be using a stick, which has to go into the water. And probably in hell, there's probably stuff under the water. Like I think that one guy was talking about some pitch piranhas or stuff that's going to eat your stick. I mean, were you thinking someplace 
just fresh water, no corrosion. People be using sticks, but also a lot of work. A paddle, I would assume. I don't. I don't understand why they use sticks in hell, but he's sticking his way across with his big stick. I don't even know what those are called staff, stick, whatever. They get across the river pretty quick. The, all the wrathful and the sullen are just fighting each other. And they get and there's this long plain, and towards the edge of the plain are all these rocks, big, big rocks. I'm talking three, four story rocks, the size of uh, Apple stores or. Uh, mausoleums or other things that are big. <laughs> Why well, I chose those two objects to describe something completely useful, uselessly. But, you know, there are big rocks off in the distance. Picture, you can picture those. And then giant, these giant walls with giant locked, closed gates. And they say they get, get to the side of the river and there's a little dock and they all go out and you know, it ties us plate glass, flagias or something. I think that's his, what his name tag says. I can almost read it, but transmission I'm getting here in my mind's not perfect. So guys are standing on the uh, edge of the, the plane. Yeah. I don't, something feels different here. The air feels different. Yeah, buddy. Uh, the air feels uh, a bit different. It's like it's, th- I don't know. Sounds are different. Oof. Like, oh, oh, guys, don't worry. It's uh, just your ears there. It's a little different air here in the uh, planes. All right, can you, uh, play class, can you take us meet your girlfriend? Oh, no, my, 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 I can't, uh, I can't. It does, uh, it does feel different today. I think it's that power out. Does power have to do with sound? No. Well, yeah, I can't take you to meet my girl. Uh, she's, uh, she's a jealous type, mate, and, uh, like I said, last time I seen her, last few times I seen her, she uh, she likes to uh, kidnap me, turn me into a rock, and she has these feasts with these demons, these phallus-laden demons, and they eat and they eat and they feast and they, you know, do their thing to me, lady. And I have to sit there the whole time and watch, and I smell the food and I hear the sounds. <laughs> It's terrible. And it goes on. Like I said, I think I told you, it's a decade-long thing, I believe. Feels like hundreds of years. It could be. could be. So now thanks, mate. Uh, I'll wait till she comes get me because I don't want to uh, have me skiff. So I'll be skiffing about. I, I much prefer skiffing about. Uh, but you just, uh, you just, wait, wait, when was the last time you picked somebody up? Uh, I believe it was that Dante Alighieri. There might have been a couple few here. few people coming through but uh been a bit but i just skiff you know go skiff cross skiff back i make little games you know see how many poles pole strokes i can i can get a cross in <laughs> and uh yeah so you're just gonna skiff about when did you know did i tell you the whole fate of the the world the earthen world hangs in the balance kind of the Fate of hell does too. Well, uh, yeah, mate, don't tell me that. Well, it could be, things could get worse. Cause, you know, you're in what, wrath? What is that like? Well, right after grade, mate. Oh, God, thanks, God. Oh, oh we missed greed. How about that, James? We missed the greed. Yeah, that was lucky. But yeah, so, uh, what are you saying, mate? Well, the, the walls of this, I bet you whatever's going on in there could break out and come here and, more than likely, somebody's in there is going to want your skiff. 
Me skiff, eh? You're telling me they're going to take me skiff. In me pole? Possibly. Uh, well, I don't know, mate. I'm still on the fence here. Uh, could, could just get, oh, man, we need, cause we need help to deal with your, I, I don't know. What are your sister and her, what is your uh, girlfriend and her sister's going to do? Well, I'm probably, um, mess you up, mate. I bet I'm, I'm presuming not, nothing good. Um, uh, tell, tell me about your girlfriend, Blakeless. Is she silver haired? Oh, yes, she is, mate. She's got that silver hair. Is, uh, what, what is her skin green? Oh, yes, mate. It's a tone of green. That's, uh, well, I've, I've learned to love it. I've learned to love it. It's, it's, uh, at times, at times I've learned to love it. Okay. And, uh, what about her nose? What could she say about her? Her nose, mate, uh, yeah, it's, uh, interesting, interesting nose she has there. She's got, say it's boxy. It's boxy. It's not boxy. Unnatural and boxy. And, uh, is her name Julia Megara Meg? Um, pretty close, mate. What? Oh, dear, my, hello, love. And right behind him is... His girlfriend wearing a name tag that says something like Meg, Megaria. Uh, oh, love, you come and see us here. Now, what the boys have met you, these are my boys. I took them across in my skiff. Oh, don't, don't look cross, dear. I wouldn't say anything too nasty about you, dear. These are the boys. This is R.W. here, and uh, this is James Cash Penny. Now, boys, she doesn't uh, speak in the uh, normal way, so just be prepared. Um. Well, it's nice to meet you, ma'am. M- M- Meg. Oh, yeah, nice. It's great. You're saying such good things about you. And, uh, don't, don't look at me. Dear, don't stare at them. They're, they're just, they're not even friends. They're just, uh, people I took across in me skiff. And me skiff is nothing to me, dear. Don't look at me skiff, please. Please don't look at me skiff. But, dear, um, the boys won't meet you and your sisters. I have a little thing they want. We were thinking, um, yeah, well, I had a new idea, dear, because I have my love you, and I missed you so. So, your sweet green skin, and that sweet boxy nose, I can't wait to, to, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't had you in my arms in so long, dear, and I missed it so much. And these boys, I think, figured they'd be good for your sisters. They're a couple of, couple of rascals there from, uh, they're here to fix the power. There's a power out by your place, dear. She's she not talking, boys. Um, because we're going to go, they need to go check on the power. Oh, okay, boy, she's going to say something. Get ready. Alright, dear, um, I don't know if I caught all that. She, uh, she does speaking of operas, a bit dramatic, and I'm, wasn't Italian. I'm not sure what language. I, dear, could you take us to see your sisters, please? Sisters? You want to see my sisters? I'll have your heads if you see my sisters. My sisters want to see you. They want to take you. They're going to take you. From me, no, my love, my heart is 
hurting you. Oh, my sisters, take you. Oh, my sisters, slay you. And my heart to try, and my soul to die. My sisters, take you. Ah, dear, um, no, I don't, I don't, I just want to stay here. I just want to stay with you, dear. It's nothing. These boys want, want your sisters. I mean, actually, dear, they just need to get by. If you could call your sisters and they could hide in the rocks or something, then they could just be through to deal with that other one. They could need to just get in the power. The power's out, dear. You see, the, uh, the sullen are up and fighting. And it's no good. The people on earth. And, uh, we just get you want to help these men? You want to help these men? You don't. Son of a gun. My help. Where was my help? When the Gorgon fished on my heart. Wadogonda. Yerabombay. Okay, day day. You're going in mixing languages, ass. Following it. Um. Okay, let's try. Okay, boys. Hey, boys, come over here. Hey, Dick, can you us to sing a bit in your head there? Like, you know, when, when it, when it, okay, boys, I don't know if she can hear us now. That's good. Right, come on, come on, close. She's going to get mad at this just because we're close, but then I tell her, I'll spin her. Then you guys will make a break for those rocks, all right? Oh, dear, dear, how, how are you, how, how are your sisters there? Are they, are they well? I remember you. It's been a bit since I've seen them. Oh, no, do my call on the U.S. How are they? You don't ask how am I. I call on the gods to strike you down and punish you. Oh, dear, that's uh, from that uh, Game of Thrones there. I think you were just laden into. Remember we got that signal? You're a damn fool. You're a damn fool. You accuse me of stealing and you ask my sisters. Oh, you wish my sisters well. Go ahead, boys. Run off. Run off. Okay. That's all I call. I'm going to sink your skip. I'm going to sink your skip. I'm going to punch it down. That devolves. The boys, they run down towards the rocks. And they get down towards the rocks. And like I said, in the distance, these rocks look big, but up closer, even bigger. I thought they were maybe three, four stories or two, three stories. They're like 10 story rocks towering above the guys. And they could just barely see not the, the walls of this these giant walls, kind of like speaking of Game of Thrones, similar to the White Wall. Is that what it's called? Whatever, the ice wall, white wall, towering, towering in the distance. These are wooden, metalish hell walls. Actually, it's interesting that they didn't make anything out of wood, especially in hell because of the temperature. But also when you have a, a dearth of lava. So if I, I guess if I was to be, I don't know who they put in charge there. Sounds like ma- man, human, males especially. I mean, where would they even get the trees for the wood? I'd make lava walls. Well, I guess maybe not because then the lava would cool. I guess I'm wrong. Sorry. Sorry, uh, hell engineers. Anyway, back to the story. Uh, so the guys are in between the rocks and then these two women step out. Giant women, seven, eight, 
six, nine feet tall, somewhere taller than the boys. One of them, well, let's just get to the story. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Lovely ladies of hell, I'm R.W., and you seem to be... Tis to phone. Tis phone. I hate that second word. Phone. 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 What's that? Those, uh, damn. Uh, you know, as I and Bryce's ring, ring, ring. Uh, kill the man who invented the phone. Uh, tis a phone. Tis. Tis. Can we call you Trista? No. Well, you. Tis a phone. Tis a phone. Well, your name's Electo. Electo? Electo. 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 I like the sound of that. Electo. I am R.W. I'd like to, uh, could I bend your ear there, Electo? Now, Electo is like this tall, like I said, beautiful, long brown hair. But a little bit mousy other than that. She got this long brown hair, but it's up in a, a, what are those things called? Beehive? I mean, anybody know, I mean, in hell, they're not exactly cutting edge down there. But beehives have been out for like 40, 50, I mean, they should be back. And probably in certain spots they are back. But, I mean, even the old people nowadays, oh, excuse me, that's a pejorative term. Even the older adults these days, like 60s, 70s, they used to scoff at people. Like people that wore beehives were even uncool. But anyway, she got a beehive. she got reading glasses, which you'd be surprised that someone in hell has reading glasses. Something dangerous about this woman. Let's get back to it. Uh, yeah, I just bend your ear over here. Uh, so, Electo, I'm R.W. Sears, and, uh, we, uh, I'm gonna, you, uh, we need to get by here. I'm on a, a quest, quest, uh, I was on a quest for vengeance, went wrong. So I'm on a quest for vengeance, you know. You have the wrong sister. What else? What? What? Uh, oh, I have the wrong sister. What? I, uh, what? what hey, uh, uh, James, ditch that one. Come over here for a second. I gotta, what it, what, she's trying to say something, but it, uh, do, did you have a uh, jaw surgery? The wire shut. Uh, they do that down there. I said you have the wrong sister. I'm the wrong sister. What do you mean? My sister's in charge of vengeance, you son of a frick. Oh, she's saying, uh, she's not in charge of vengeance. I was just talking. Uh, what's it? Can you, let's call the other, good James. What's, what are you going to do with a double dating? By double dating, I mean, you know, by double dating, I mean, we, we uh, I don't, I was trying to think James maybe should take over, buddy. I screwed it up. Quick. All right, uh, Electo. Electo. It's interesting your name ends in an O. Usually, well, I'm not a language linguist, but I thought a lot of uh, females. Never mind. Don't, don't. Stay calm, babe, babe. Don't call you babe. No problem. That's insulting. Well, I'm James Cashpenny. This is my compatriot, R.W. Sears. You're Electo. Hello, dear. Hello, lovely orange woman. Tissaphone. Nice to meet you, too. 
we're here to uh, fix your power with the uh, power. We're a outdoor contractor, and we were just on our way to. Well, strangest thing, we were trying to. Uh, we ran into that guy who they had had come across. Did you know your power's out? Fucking powers out. Fucking. Do don't think we know the power. Okay, can you? Maybe, ma'am, you just seem like you're having trouble talking. Let's, uh, uh phone? Could you, uh, help? Oh, yeah, the power. I, I just wonder if just who put the power out exactly. Is it, you guys just put the power out and then you come back in, you're going to charge us. And then you're just going to charge us up the, up the thing. Well, we don't charge actually. We're, uh, you know, we work for magical stuff. So we're here to put your power back on and we're, t- but, I, I'm just a good citizen of hell, too, of the greater hell area. You know, I'm not a resident contractor. They bring us in from outside. You know what I'm saying? I could be coming from anywhere. Oh, you just coming down here to uh, tell us how to do things? Tell us how to do things in hell? Tell me and my sisters how to do? Well, that was the thing I was worried about. Is that your sister, and there's this guy, Flem Plate Glass, your sister's megaphone or something. So they were... I don't, I don't want to say conspiring, but she was very jealous. And, and I think my buddy here, he was saying, he, he, he tried to be helpful. He said, why don't you work stuff out with your sisters? And I think she got the wrong idea. So I have this, oh, oh, so you're just putting ideas on my sister's head. My sister's ill, mentally ill. Okay. And that's her ex-boyfriend and they have abusive relationship and you should have just left things alone and mind your own freaking business. And now, you two are on my list. On my list. And unfortunately, that means uh, I'm going to have to get you at some point. And well, we, can we just get the power back on? Because otherwise, hell's going to descend into chaos. And the what, what I'm thinking is those walls are going to come down. And I don't know what's on the other side of those walls, but you probably don't want to know either. Oh, oh. And I don't know. It was your sister in play class. That, I mean, they were just talking... He, I think he convinced her to freeze you two into rocks or something and make you watch them. And then he was saying like they would, he would, she would take over both your, whoa, 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 wait a second. So oh, hold on, hold on. What? What? Calm down. Don't blow. If she starts yelling, uh, there's going to be just, I, I, my sister, who, okay. Um, so she's going to try to take our jobs. Figures, don't you figure? Okay, don't don't get mad yet. I'm, she's like, um, you know, those comic books. You have like the Incredible Hulk. She's kind of like that, but she gets so mad. She's rage filled, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna think of a plan to get my sister. And I don't know, I don't know. What do you, what did you guys want again? What, we just need to get. Can you do you have the? Can you open those giant gates there? Beyond, <laughs> no, you have stuff to. Uh, to get get through the gates, get past the guardian of the gates, and uh, good luck with that. You just thought you'd stroll in, I bet, and you thought we'd we'd take care of it for you. And so, uh, yeah, you you just thought you'd stroll right in, huh? Well, why, hey, why don't you go think of your plan? We'll stay here and keep electocom, and you you know you 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 will work on your plan. Why don't you go scrap out? Well, you better spy on your your uh, sister and her boyfriend. Oh, you're, you're, oh, you're going to tell me how to do my job? I know how to do my job, which, yeah, maybe you're a little bit right. But, okay, Electo, you can you come after you're done with these guys and 
they're going to be trying to do something. They think they know everything. So just to, okay, bye. I'll be right. I'll be right around. I'm going to climb to the top of this rock and see what's going on. I'm so sick of you people. Oh, oh. Okay, bye. So this phone climbs up the rocks. So, uh, Electo, you, you seem like yeah, you're the Furies. And I'm trying to, I'm picking up on some of these themes here. So you must be the Furious of the Furies. Am I right? Listen, Electo, me and my buddy, why don't you let some of your rage out? Go ahead and blast us, scream at us, and we'll cover our ears. And you can just scream at us, express yourself. I don't, I don't want you to. Your sister wants to keep you under control. We're not here to keep you under control or whatever. You, you just let your rage fly. So the boys cover their ears in this. I mean, obviously I can't do anything, but I translate. She just starts yelling about thousands of years of rage and that she hasn't been able to act on it. She's just been uh, complaining a lot to her sisters and they, they just fight between each other. And she's screaming and the guys, it was like, it's like in the movies when their faces are flapping from the wind and their, their eyeballs are peeled back kind of thing. So they, they do that and then she gets done. So she's screaming and, uh, she gets done. Let's take it from there. Okay. Do you feel better? I don't feel worse. Well, um, what's it? What, you know what? It seemed like you had a lot of anger. And it might be that you release some mental anger, but you probably need to still get rid of some of this physical anger, huh? And I know there was a time I have had many children and I haven't been the greatest father. And so my children had to go see one of those people they talk to. I don't need to talk to anybody. I know why I'm mad and idiots. No, well, your sisters are going to probably, let's just go. And this might seem funny, but they used to take my kids and they would have them punch. Well, first it was a pillow, but then my daughter, she wanted to become a Kung Fu expert and we took her high in the mountains and she was out for revenge, kind of like your sister, but she was also very angry like you and this, uh, samurai master, she got a, a special sword and then she went into the hills to train with this master. I can't remember what happened first. She needed to get this guy, her old boyfriend husband or maybe it was i don't know it was her wedding but she went up and she it was we, we get these bootleg we got these bootleg dvds up in purgatory for a little while like somebody cut it off but so she was i know this is my daughter in real life sorry and so she would punch they would punch she would punch rocks but i think for you let's go to this gate and we'll punch the gate what do you think i'm so mad i don't feel good to punch the gate and then i'll tell you what after you punch the gate for a while I'll let you punch R.W. Oh, nobody. I'm, uh, I'm out of punching. I'm, uh, you know, Bright's disease. Oh, my Bright's disease. Oh, goodness. Oh, you don't know the horror. Bright's disease is incredibly painful. It's not a joking matter, people. You too. And don't let, oh, Bright's, my Bright's disease. I need to lie down. No punching. You can punch James, probably. He's, uh, healthy and fit. Lived almost twice as long as me. You've torn a lot. You've sent a- yeah, no, we're not alive. We work for Hell Power. Power and Bell or whatever. I don't know. We're contractors. They don't tell us anything. They told us we have to go. So just go to the... So they start walking to the gates. I like to kind of seems a little bit calm. 
So they start walking to the gates and they hear around this corner, the sound, sound, thousands. Jim's like, oh crap. It sounds like a bunch of snakes. And then he turns around and he sees plate glass coming. He's waving his hands. His plate glass is coming. He's yelling something. I don't see uh, the other sisters. And then, yeah, how do we look? And Lecto's like clenching her fists and she's shaking with rage. And Hardaway's like, well, plate glass is coming. And plate glass runs up. And I'm like, What's up, buddy? What's up? What you, what you're supposed to distract the broads, you know? Don't call them broads, dude. And I like those right here. She's going to get, she's going to, exactly. I'm going to see if she, there's a bunch of snakes. No, that's a, what might say? It's those aren't snakes. It's the Gorgon. Medusa is right around the corner. So you can't look at her. Oh, darn. I thought I'd get away, but I see her. You could, if you have a good provision, pro, pro, Peripheral vision, eh? You can watch a move. You just can't look in the eye or the face. So say, turn your heads. Can you see that? Oh, no. It's like, it's a... and they, out of the corner of the eye, I can just see a movement. In their mind, it's like imagining. Is it a snake woman? Is she walking? Is she giant? Is she small? They can't tell. Shh. Shh. Don't like those next time shaking. And next thing you know, just phone. And Megaria, Meg comes running up behind him. And so they got the three girls. And then they have the girl. She says, uh, and pardon me if you're, who, I'm back up from the microphone in case you're asleep. Who does enter my kingdom and come to the gates of this? Uh, yeah, we, uh, we, uh, uh, power's out, ma'am. Uh, uh, we're here to, uh, repair your power. Ah, I was wondering why I couldn't watch my novellas. I'm not pleased with the power being out, but no man shall pass through these gates without uh, permission slip or something. I'm not sure. I just need to punish anyone who comes near these gates. So look at me. Uh, no, man, we can't look at you, and unfortunately we don't have a mirror we could trick you with. James, do you have a mirror? You would think I would fall for that tricky mere trick no more. I've seen the movie where Perseus tricks me. And I won't be tricked. Whoa. Uh, uh, hey, RW, I gotta play. Hey. Uh, hey. Play class, come here. Hey, Mike, what's the matter? Can you, uh, is she, is she, is, does she shoot arrows still with the poison? Are you talking about me, boys? For Medusa won't stand for that as well. Um, what do you, what do you, what do you think we should do, uh, play glass? Well, I, I might, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see me girl, I'm gonna make her a little jealous, and then she's gonna turn me into a rock, so I'll be fine. Then I can't turn to stone. I guess, I don't know. Uh, hey, uh, would you say play glass? You love Medusa? No, no, mate, I was just kidding. I, I don't love Medusa, dear. You love her. You love her. You love Medusa. How could you love another? Well, well, hold, hold, hold on, mate. I don't love her. I love my skiff and you. Just, no, not my skiff either. Oh, dear, me. You love her. I, you, you guys are just, this is, oh. Medusa, I'm, I think I found this. These two, you two, you just trick, you're tricking. You trick, Medusa, they're trying to trick us to fight all of us. That's, remember, 
This is like a typical mortal trick. You get the guts in fighting. Everyone just calm down. I know these techniques. I'm, I'm vengeful. I'm the vengeful one, you idiots. So that's what their move is. They're going to try to get us to fight each other. And then maybe Medusa will make us all in the stones, which I'm not even sure Medusa's power doesn't really work on us. But if we were fighting, that probably wouldn't help. You guys are boobs. So, yeah. We're going to break your skiff. And Medusa will eat your flesh. Ha, 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 ha. Why, why'd, you, why'd you just say that? Well, I was trying to, uh, I want to get out of this one. Well, let's just run. I got a plan. Just run. So boys start running because the, I think they had a plan to have the Furies fight Medusa or fight each other. Whatever. Didn't work out. So it seems like a pretty obvious plan to me because, yeah, it's just to have the Furies fight Medusa or each other and then everything would work out and they'd get through the city. Maybe they'd have Electo punch the gates like James. But anyway, they just run. Hightail it. And that's normally the best move in these situations. Unfortunately, is to run. So they're running down the plane. They're running down the plane. In pursuit are three Furies and Medusa. And Medusa can really move fast. I'm not sure. Whatever. They're, they're right behind them. And then they, boom, they get to the River Styx, but they had missed. James was the fastest, so they had misaimed the run, so they weren't at the, where the skiff was. And they end up right where the chaos of the fighting is. They were so they end right at the edge of this river. Now all the fighting's going on. It's just chaos. I mean, like I said before, it's just people in this river of whatever blood and acid and water. Boom, fighting, fighting, fighting. And uh, then the guys are backed up, and the Furies and Medusa get there, and the guys are turning their heads so they don't look at Medusa. They're cornered. That's where we're gonna stop it tonight. Cornered, the river sticks. What'll happen? I don't know. Who will win? The boys are trapped. We'll catch up soon on another episode of Get Bissos. Yeah. Good night. I hope you get a good night's sleep. Don't worry. It's a fictional story, so. And it's always interesting to see this combination of different characters from different religious belief systems, like. Furies, I don't really know a lot about what the purpose they serve other than in hell. And Medusa, so at some point I'm going to look into that for you guys. I don't know when. Or maybe you could look into it. Or maybe I'll put it in the show notes at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Oh, one other thing I want to talk to you guys about, and this probably isn't the best time, so I'll do it at the opening of another show. But if you're awake, I want to have a country, uh, a, a, a country showdown. An international showdown is what I meant. And, uh, cause we have about equal listeners in Ireland, Sweden, Japan, and Korea. There might be one other country in there. Maybe it's Denmark. I think it's Sweden though. Ireland, Sweden, Japan, Korea. And I want to do a little showdown. I'm, I'm not sure. I guess I don't have any details other than beginning of the next episode. I'm going to give more details. I'm not even sure if they're, what it'll be, but I want to see which country needs me more. Which, which, which country, which listeners in which country, I want to hear from you. If you're listening in Korea, send me an email. Even I mean, I barely know what the hell I'm talking about. Maybe you're a uh, expat, is that the term, living in Korea? Or maybe you're 
a citizen of Korea? I don't know. Let me know. Let me know. And we're going to have a little smackdown, international smackdown without war. We don't need war. What is that good for? Absolutely nothing. Put a little competitive spirit. Come on, let's see who can get me more listeners. I'm looking for regular listeners, people. So don't go game in the system, uh, Sweden, with your beauty and your, your good looks, okay? We're looking to uh, do it in a way that's, <laughs> I don't know if you're awake, sorry. Uh, but I'll have more information. It's a little fun we can have together. And you're like, dude, I'm just trying to sleep. And then you did some scary Gorgon stuff and you fucked up my sleep. Now you're swearing, which further agitates my sleep. So, you know, don't do an international showdown. If that's the case, email me too. Feedback at Sleep With Me Podcast. But, you know, I'm just trying. Just trying to say, hey, Sweden. Hey, Korea. Hey, Japan. Hey, Ireland. I know you're out there. Okay? I don't know. And then you might be in Australia or the UK or Canada where we all have a, a bigger base of listeners in the U.S. Guys, don't worry. We'll get to you. Okay? All right. I got I to believe it or not. I got to go to my regular job now. But thanks so much for listening. And I hope you get a good night's sleep. All right? Good night. Oh, and thank you for that lovely intro. Tonight we have another episode of Get Bessos, the tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny's escape from purgatory and return to Earth in a quest in a quest for vengeance against Jeff Bessos, founder of Amazon.com and the man they felt crush their retail empire. Now their adventure's gotten complicated. Older episodes can be found at www.sleepingpodcast.com slash Bessos, G-E-T-B-E-S-O-S. And when we last left off, James Cash Penny, Richard Warren Sears, had gone through a portal into hell. They had run afoul. They met this really cool guy who had a skiff, plate glass. And he was skiffing them around and talking about a skiff. And then they met the Furies, three... I don't know. Hell defenders? What's the right term? They work in hell. I don't know. We really, we didn't really get into it, but they cause a lot of trouble. Medusa shows up. And that's where we're at on another episode of Get Bessels. All right. So we pick up tonight. James Cash Penny. Richard Warren Sears have their backs against the river. I mean, they're backed up. To, their backs are they're backed up to the river sticks, and in the river sticks, the the wrathful and the sullen are in this giant mob fight, punching people are punch, just like we lost off a, a river full of fighting. And maybe I, I don't know if I undersold it last time or oversold it. Just depends on your imagination, because God knows I wasn't bringing the imagination to the river sticks. But we're not talking, I mean, we're, we're not talking about the Rio Grande, which I don't know if I've ever seen the Rio Grande, but I'm picturing it as a grand river. But we're not talking about the creek in your backyard either. This is a big, big ass river. And I would say, I can't get an exact head count because it goes off in the horizon, but just the portion we're talking about, pretty, pretty wide. It would, it would, you need a skiff to get across it. I mean, 
You know, you can't just swim across it. So you probably got like, just where the eye can see, 30 to 400, 500,000 people. Somewhere between 30,000 and 400,000 people fist fighting in this river. And they're really, it's, it's well, I mean, it's like something out of a movie. People just, you know, big fight. But James Cashpenny and Richard Warren Sears aren't watching that because they're face to face with the Furies. And out of the corner of their eye, they keep turning their heads because Medusa, and Medusa's just playing with them at this point. Every time they turn their head, she tries to like, like move on her little snake. I can't quite see her because I can't look at her either. Could you imagine that if I was doing the podcast and I turned to stone? Just kidding. Tricked you. If I turned to stone, that'd be pretty wild. And unfortunately, then it wouldn't help you fall asleep. So I'm not going to turn. I know. I can hear you thinking it. Yeah, it might help us fall asleep. You just turn to stone and shut up. Oh, okay. Okay, trolls. I got it. But, yeah, so they keep turning their head, and Medusa keeps trying to get in their field of vision, and then they cover their eyes, kind of like an old typewriter, you know, back and forth. This gets tiring after a while. Boring. Even Medusa gets a little tired out, so she stops moving. And meanwhile, the operatic fairy, Fury, I call them fairies. Fairies have wings, normally. I don't even remember. I never came up with in in the uh, after the glass slipper, like a universal rules around fairies. Fairy godmothers and fairies, I think, are different. And pixies, you have a lot of different. I mean, we can't start classifying all the uh, fantasy creatures because fairies, pixies, they don't have anything to do with hell. So, come on, man, get back to the story. So the Furies are face-to-face with the boys. we got the operatic Fury, who is Meg. 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 And then we have Electa. Or Electa, if she wants us to. But it's Electo, I think. And then the third one's Tissaphone or Tis, Tissaphone. Something like that. They have name tags on, but I'm trying to move my head and not get it. Lock eyes with Medusa. And then over the side is Plate Glass, and he's Plate Glass is nervous because stuff is about to go down. So, yeah. How long are you going to set the scene up, bro? Let's get to it. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, James. I don't know how long we've been standing here listening to that hot air blow through the canyon. Blah, 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 blah. Huh. Yeah, buddy, I, 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 I saw the same thing. Yeah, it sounded like you going blah, 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 though. A little bit. Not quite as uh, cool and composed as me. Speaking of cool and composed, uh, play class. What, uh, what do the, uh, because play class, I'm not clear on what exactly the sisters. Oh, mate, they don't, they don't, you better talk to them directly, mate. I'm just over here, uh, I'm just waiting to, uh, when she's when they're done with you, I want to clear things up with me, lady. Cause dear, dear, another I see you. I miss you so. I miss you so. What do you say, me and you? We we get in these skiff. We get me skiff. Spend a little time together, girl. What do you say? Cause I, I think I I think I love. Yeah. Why don't you guys go in the skiff? Um. 
Yeah, well, yeah, great idea, James. Why don't you guys... There will be no skiff for anyone today. For the tricksters to trick and the about to go away. When my sisters and I release a sigh, you will cry, 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 cry. For not to cross the furies, we are free and we're sisters. She's just going to go on. And uh, can you stop? Can you stop with the singing? Because I'm so tired of it. She... And they just want you to sing anyway. Look at them. They're trying to buy time. They're trying to buy time. They just want you to sing. And she's just going to sing on and on and on and make a scene. And it's all, you know, it's, oh, you can sing. And, you know, I was the one that wasn't tricked by these three. And that's right. Play, 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 play glass. I'm including you in this because you were, you were helping them. I'm clear on that. And believe me, when I get the three of you back and Medusa, you just slow your roll or whatever you call it, your slide, because I am going to take care of business with you three. You are on my list. And are you going to start singing it? Punishment? Punishment, you say, you will not punish my men in any way. For the land is dry, and my heart does weep. When I punish my man, he is my to keep. That's why I freeze him in a rock, and make him watch while I eat. A feast of food, and a feast of meat, that come attached to the palace demons five and we will stroke him blah 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 stuff writhing punish my man not will you do whether your skin is green or orange or blue um can you just stop please what are you you're just gonna sing on and on and on i can't punish you Meanwhile, Electo's starting to shake next to them. Shake. Electo's next to them. She's shaking and shaking and shaking. Hey, buddy, buddy. That's how these two sisters are fighting. I see that one's about to blow. Yeah, I see that one again. I got a little bit of an idea there. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I got an idea, James. Well, RW, I trust you. Just go for it, man. Well, uh, most of my days are pretty bad. I've, uh, just do it. This one, you do. You do for one. Okay, uh, you, you just keep an eye on these two. I'm gonna sneak over. So our W sneaks around, and he rolls up on Electo. Hey, uh, Electo, uh, this is our W here. What the friggin' fucking two sisters? You piss me off. You two, it's your fault. These sisters are fighting. I don't like fighting because it makes me mad. Plus, Medusa, I could feel her staring at me. I'm so sick of this shit. Fucking. Oh, yeah, well, uh, well, yeah. I mean, look at all those people in, in the, uh, in the river. They just get to fight all day long. Look at them. And just fighting and fighting and letting it all out. Oh, wait a second. You see that lady in the middle there? She's staring at you in a challenge, like. And sure enough, there's like this 
70-year-old woman. Her soul has been torn apart by torment, which rhymes for some reason, unfortunately. But you can just see the pure, unadulterated rage in her eyes. And she's staring right at... Now, the mistake is she's staring at R.W. Because she probably... I think one time she tried to return something to one of his stores. But besides the point, he's able to convince Electo. And Electo has one of those Pavlovian responses or lizard brain responses, whatever you want to call it, fight or flight, when she locks eyes with this lady, it triggers something in her. And we've all had that happen, or most of us, or maybe just me, where you kind of lock eyes with someone and you think think you're going to lose it. Well, Electo loses it. She dives over the riverbank, into the river, grabs this woman, starts shaking her, and then with her other hand, she just starts punching people in this river. And it's like full-on fight. She throws a woman. She starts grabbing people. Then this giant dude who's obviously like some sort of, I don't know. He could have been a Viking. He could have been a professional wrestler. He's about um, seven feet, 400 pounds. Takes his fist and boom, hits Electa on the head. Now, luckily they're in hell, so normal rules don't apply. She just gets madder. A lot of times when you get hit in the head, it does trigger even further rage. She grabs the guy, spins him around like Popeye, whips him up in the air. He goes about he goes about 300 feet in the air, straight up, arcs a little bit. Boom, hits the ceiling of, the, of hell, which is about 300 feet up there. Boom, plummets back down. He's picking up speed, picking up speed, picking up speed. Picking up speed, picking up speed. Boom, he crashes in the earth or the river. Well, neither, unfortunately. I don't know a dramatic way to say this, but he crashes right into the skiff. The skiff explodes into things smaller than toothpicks. Psh, skiff gone, obliterated. And unfortunately, one of these toothpick-like pieces flies, hits plate glass right in the eye. And then he realizes, me skiff, no, me skiff, oh, my skiff, me skiff, oh, me skiff. And his eye, oh, me eye, me eye. He dives into the river. He just starts punching people, fighting people, and throwing them out of the way. And this isn't like a normal hell fight because these people are perpetually fighting. But also, the normal wrathful are fighting the sullen. So it's confusing. So he's fighting, and it's just crazy, and he's trying to fight his way to get to Electo, and Electo's taking all comers. At this point, it is like mud wrestling gone wild, but no, there's no sexual element to this. I mean, there probably is for some people, but really it's just like pure ra- ra- rageathon. And so then he starts fighting everybody, and he's fighting women, and then... Egg sees it, and she's like, you fight my men, you fight my men with the passion. And she jumps in, and she's trying to fight people to get to her man, and she's trying to fight every woman that's trying to fight her man. And things are going wild. Yes, yeah, so, so the full-on fighting's going. It's going mad. Everybody's fighting. And up on the shore, up on the riverbed is James Cash, Penny R.W., and it's his phone. Oh, buddy, buddy, I always said that's crazy in there. Oh, man, they messed up his skiff. 
And, uh, yeah, it's going, yeah, you guys just think you're so smart, huh? Just trick my sisters into fighting and they wrecked it. Oh, he didn't trick anybody. Uh, that lady was staring right at your sister. Uh, well, I don't know where the lady is now, but, uh, so no, I was just pointing out, uh, 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 well, it's uh, good for you. Good for you. Well, if my sister gets hurt, I'm going to remember it. Well, uh, I, mean, I don't think you got to worry about that. Look at, oh my goodness. You see what you, hey, uh, uh, somebody's telling me they call that a pile driver. Uh, oh my. Yeah. Listen, listen to this phone. We're not here. To cause any, tr- we we need to just get your power back on. Remember, we uh, we uh, <laughs> you and your sisters are idiots. As Medusa, I will take these flesh bears because you cannot defend hell yourselves. We cannot let the dis- city of dis fall because your sisters can't keep their temper and they associate. Wait, when it, you know what? Uh, cool it, Medusa. Cool it. Okay. I don't want to hear about it. Uh, hey, Medusa, remember, remember, uh, back when, uh, you know, uh, Tisvon, believe it or not, I used to date Medusa. I would use a little bit of protection, if you know what I'm saying, but, uh, you, uh, uh, she used to say that you're, uh, what, Medusa, what was it again? Oh, it's a green, cause I think she's saying that, you know, because of the green skin. That, uh, her and her sister, that you were adopted, or I don't, well, I'm not, uh, 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 and all of a sudden then Tizophone just runs at Medusa, boom, piles into her, and boom, James and RW start off running to the city walls at this, and they run across a plane, and I think probably at some point that the pandemonium crosses out of the river and up on the, on the plane, on the plane, but not important right now. And they run across the plane. They get to the walls of Dis, which are these giant walls, as we talked about in the last podcast. For some reason, made of stone and wood and such. Doors are made of wood and iron. Or, yeah, I think iron. I think most, I don't know. Not a door maker. Not a cooper either. I never cooped a barrel or... <laughs> I mean, you think person that make a door, a person that can make a barrel, share. Some interchangeable skills. Maybe not all. But either way, I don't share any of those skills. So you get to the walls of Dis and the doors to Dis. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, buddy. Okay. Uh, wow. Those handles, those doors are about uh, 30 feet off the ground. And together, we're about 10 foot something. So uh, what are we going to do? Yeah, I don't know, R.W. What are we going to do? I was I was thinking originally we we're going to turn the sisters against each other, and then I was hoping Medusa would, you know, turn the doors into stone and they'd crumble or something. Oh, yeah, the probably wouldn't work because you let out. Whatever they got in there, they don't want getting out, you know? Yeah. Um, If the power's out, no, let's can't push on the doors. Oh, frick. My, um, uh, what do you think? Well, I, I don't know. I was thinking, you know, I have this lunch pail full of gluss, gluss, gluttony or gluttony slush. And I was thinking we could throw it on the door and crack it, but I don't think, 
Uh, buddy, what if we, uh, what do you think about knocking on the door? And, uh, uh, hmm. You say knock on the door. Oh, I mean, man, RW, you're killing it. You can go for it. Okay. Now the only thing is that hopefully, uh, whoever, uh, is in there has got great hearing because I don't know. Yeah, go ahead and knock again. At uh, that time, I knock like a bum, 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 bum. Okay. Do you, 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 you ever think about, uh, like knocking on the door or the doorbell? Like, what's the, uh, I hate waiting, you know? And what's the, uh, what's the wait time between your first knock and your second knock? Well, I think it's like your first knock and your second knock is fine. It's the third knock, the third round. Because first and the second knock, you'd say, you know, just making sure. But the third knock, if you go too soon, you, you, you what if they're, you know, they're like, I freaking heard you, you know. But, you know, if you go too long, then they, they might have, you might just be sitting out there looking like a boob. Or, they, or what if they're going to the bathroom? And then you never know when they're coming and what kind of mood they're going to be in. But the third knock, too, if they're in the shower. So go ahead and knock again. Boom, 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 boom. That time I hit it hard, buddy. Tonight's episode of Rider with Sound Effects. Why am I laughing? The creaking door. The Halloween episode where the crypt opens up. Oh. oh, buddy, the door's open. Do you hear that, you hear that uh, creeping sound? The door's opening. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. And also now out comes this, like, 11-foot-tall, depressed-looking guy with wings. And his wings look like they've been clipped. Hello, how can I help you? Whoa. Uh, yeah, we're here uh, about the power outage. Uh, we're hell, we'll help, uh, hell. Yeah, hey, hey, buddy, we're here with, uh, I'll take it, RW, because you've had too much good luck. Yeah, how can, can, can I help you? You don't have a name tag. Yeah, I didn't get a name tag. My name's not important. Well, well, we're here to fix your power, buddy. You're a little bit down. Oh, man, I'm just, I'm just here guarding the walls here. Okay, well, we need to get to the center of hell to, uh, did, did you notice your power's down? Yeah, I was watching some reruns of some shows. Uh, what, uh, what show were you watching? Uh, who's the boss? Who's the boss of hell? I, I've actually know, I know who your boss is, so your, your boss, and excuse me, you don't need to comment, but he's an idiot. No, no, who's the boss of the show? But yeah, the power went out a couple, I don't know if it was two hours. I figured it was some sort of test or there's, so we need to get in. Do you have like a permission slip or a pass work order? No, we don't have a work order because we need to, uh, it's an emergency call. Yeah, well, I can't just let anybody in. No one's allowed in. Like you need someone, if you want to get in without a, I need something that's signed, or else you need someone from heaven with a magic wand. Oh, uh, yeah, we got to get, you, don't you want to watch your boss, show? Who, who, who's the boss? Who's the boss, right? Right. 
but I can't let anybody in. So, so you're a fallen angel. I'm hearing some other knocking. Oh, don't worry. That's just people fighting in there. Things aren't going well. And uh, they're doing some construction right on the inside. They're doing some construction right on the other side of the door. So they're banging around. So you're a fallen angel? Yeah, fallen angel. I've had some bad, bad run. Messed up. Okay. I understand why they put you in. If you're a fallen angel, why they put you in charge of just guarding these doors? Well, they make me watch this TV. It only gets the channel that has Who's the Boss and a couple. I've seen every uh, Who's the Boss. You familiar with Who's the Boss? Uh, no, we're not. Uh, because I said I know your boss. Well, Who's the Boss is. Uh, uh, listen, we need to get in and shut off the power. I don't need to know about whatever the heck you're supposed to be doing. Don't, don't, don't you think you should be doing your job instead of watching Who's the Boss anyway? Because I had to knock three times. Wow, man, you're really mean. Not like our boss here. He's just totally, he's got all these plans and construction. I figured the construction knocked out the power. Why'd you tell me about this construction? Well, they got it all on the other side. They're moving around. They just, you know, they got a lot going on. They're going to, they got rid of the heretics. They brought them out of the disc to some, I don't know where. And then they're changing all around, like the sevens and the eights and the nines to like, oh, I can't remember. You'd have to ask one of the construction people. It's like, you have violent, the people, violent people, treacherous or something. And like, I can't remember. Ruinous. I've, I've just been sitting here, man. I mean... Okay, so you really like this show, Who's the Boss? It's basically like my whole life. I pretend like, yeah, I mean, I learned a lot from Tony. Tony Maselli, you guys like, are you a Tony person or an Angela person? Um, definitely not. A, he's an Angela person for sure. He was married to Angela. And, and really? You were married to Angela? Not the Angela from the show, not not the Angela from the show, though, right? Nah, I don't even know what show you're talking about. I almost got married to an Angela, but she wasn't well. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Angela on the show's not really well either, but, um, yeah, you know, Mona's in there, the woman that plays Mona. I don't want to throw her under the bus, but she's inside of this. And uh, this, I guess that's confidential. I shouldn't have told you guys, but. Yeah, and then Alyssa Milano, she's she's all growing up now. She was great on the show. Tomboy, Tomboy. Okay, dude, Uh, we got to get in here to fix the friggin' power. You're killing me. Don't you want to watch your boss show? Or are you just going to sit here and waste time and go on and on about your show? Um. Okay, RW, calm down. Listen, man, we don't have a work order. We don't have a magic wand. So I'm going to give you two choices. We're coming in to fix the power. And if you don't let us in, we're going to make sure that your power to who's the boss is cut off. That's starters, okay? And the second thing is I got my lunchbox here, and I'm going to smash, I'm going to rub stuff in your face and blind you permanently so you won't be able to even watch who's the boss. Now, I don't want to get you in any trouble. So why don't you just close your eyes and sing like your favorite song 
and keep singing it like four or five times. And then um, we're just going to go through the doors and you can close the doors behind us. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't want to be able, I just want to watch who's the boss. I guess I don't even know what kind of trouble I could get into. Not like when Jonathan does something kooky, gets in trouble at school. So go ahead. I'm going to close my eyes. Oh, okay. That's path you take and path not taking. The choice is up to you, my friends. It's not so long that you're mighty weak. It's a brand new life. Brand new life around the pen. There were times lost dream or two. Found a trail. And at the end was you. At the end was you. They have taken a path, not taken. Choice is up to you, my friends. But it's not so long till you might awake. To a brand new life, but it a brand new life, but it a brand new life round the bend. There were times lost. Okay, okay, you can stop singing because we're still standing here. Just sing to yourself, quiet. Okay, buddy, let's keep moving. to dream or two. Friend named James, the woman that was blue, da dum boom, ba dum, damn, I'm a man. Brand new life, brand new life around the band. James, you like that? There was a time I lost a vessel, so too. <laughs> Get it? We lost two vessels. Found myself in hell. But my best friend was right here too. Do do da da bump I didn't plan on now I'm in hell and okay. Or W I I had to go through like a a sustained long wedding with a woman that wouldn't stop Hell new life Rare in hell Where in hell right now I think I like uh Richie, Richie, you get you gotta stop please, please stop saying Oh, I don't know if I can, buddy. It's uh, something's gone wrong. There's a time for plans and a time for planning. We gotta turn hell's power on again. Richie, please, Richie, please, stop, stop, stop. There's a giant right behind you. He's got a rock. And one eye instead of two, 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 da da da. Wait, 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 whoa, whoa, wait, 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 what? Like I said, a giant's behind you. He's gonna kill us. What should we do? Do, do, da 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 Richie, how did you even know? Okay, wait, two things. How'd you even know? So earwig in my ear, probably an evil curse, but the giant's getting near better. Okay, so, so wait, are you really saying that the holy crap? 
James turns around, and there's a giant. Now, now, again, I'm not getting into all the phylos, but it could be a titan or a giant or a behemoth or just a straight-up cyclops. I don't know, but he's got a giant rock over his head. Giant, of course, would have a giant. Well, it could have a small rock, but this giant, so a giant rock is about to toss it. That's probably a good place to stop tonight because... Boom. Da, 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 stop this podcast. I'll sing and keeps you awake. You can kiss my ass up, 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 up. if you're wide awake. You'll be asleep right now, my friend. Thanks, RW. So good night. And trail. There were nights. Tossed and turned or two, but you found this podcast and it stopped you feeling blue. Bop, bop, bottom, boom, bottom, bottom, boom, bottom, 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 Bump that ain't no new. RW's putting you to sleep. Scat. Ooh, down, 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 down